to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Monday, December 4th. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Downloads are up. Interest is high. And we are looking forward to Supercross 18 coming up real, real soon. And uh, thanks, everybody. Christian Craig will join us. Geico Honda's Christian Craig. He will join us. He is riding 250 Supercross. And uh, he will come on to talk about how that's going and, uh, and much more. JGR Suzuki Filthy Phil Nicoletti will be on. He is also back in 250 class another year. We'll find out what gear he's wearing, what uh, coast he's riding, and everything else, and uh, much more with Filthy Phil Nicoletti. And Josh Hansen will be on. Uh, Hanny, looking forward to talking to him about what's going on with his program. We, uh, we have a man in the studio here who might know a thing or two about that, and I think he's going to ride 450 Supercross next year. And uh, that'll be interesting for sure. Uh, Pulp MX app. Get it, download it. You can listen to all the archives, including Kiefer, uh, Tested Podcasts, and more. Pulp MX Show, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show coming up in January. Uh, the Fantasy Show as well coming up shortly. News about Fantasy hopefully coming tonight as well. And, uh, yeah, get the app, people. Uh, it's got some exclusive podcasts on it. It's got some drops. It's got all the sponsor discounts and deals that we offer through our various partners, which is awesome to have them on board with us. And, um we're looking forward to it. Thanks to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivotworks, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, all on board with us. And uh, we thank you. And we offer a lot of discounts and things, to, uh, information about those companies and products and things like that on sponsored deals on pulpmxshow.com so go there click on sponsor deals and uh, you can find out more uh, we've got the btosports.com tweet it travis segment we have the race tech emails coming up x brand goggle tariffs the nfab jgr suzuki check-in probably check in with phil gear alloy cold call that's some different ideas for that tonight uh and uh also to the uh truck hero question of the day we'll get to that as well um Looking forward to uh, your calls, too. 702-586-7857. Please give us a call and uh, let us know what's on your mind, and maybe we'll win something. All right. Sitting in the co-host chair tonight, he's very familiar with it. It's like an old home form. He's my co-host for three years. He's back. Kenny Watson. What's up, K-Dub? How you doing, Steve? Good to be home. Love this guy right here. How are you? It's good to be home. That's all I can say. And it's good, good. To, for you to bring your mic back closer to your good mouth. Good to be home. Good to be home. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming by. It's my pleasure. Um, it's always good to uh, drop in once in a while and it say is. hi. Yeah, yeah, no, people love having you, um, you know, every now and then on the show. They, lo- they ask me where you are. What, now and going. then. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, people do want you to come, keep coming back in. They enjoy it. Uh, well, I, li- I like coming back. I got my own little thing that I haven't been doing lately for some reasons, but... Yes, yeah, so what um, is going on with your podcast? What's uh, happening with that? It's we- kind of uh, got a little hiccup thing going on right now, a little hiccup. Um, nothing. Um, I've realized that... I- it costs a lot of money 
if you want to do it the right way. Um, and I choose to do it the right way, and I don't want to do it, you know, Bobo, Bobo. and not having good sound. And uh, I've had some problems, technical, some technical stuff. So I'm trying to get that all worked out and getting it up and going here um, pretty quick. So that's all I can say about that one. So you dropped the news on our show maybe three weeks ago. You are going to manage Josh Hansen's uh, Supercross team. Uh, you and him are going together. You're going to help uh, bring some sponsors in. You've built these programs before. You're going to help build another one, hopefully. Hanny's doing 450 Supercross. Is there an official team name yet? Do we have one? Um, we're going with just his brand, Living 100. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's the plan. Uh, you know, it's it's been a lot of uh, ups and downs this last month trying to get things figured out. Um, it's a lot harder Um to try to start putting a team together in you know two yeah. months yeah so uh we have some things that we are creeping our fingers crossed to hope it you know things come across well and uh we'll see what happens but yeah we're looking you know i'm looking forward to it it's mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be i mean it's not gonna be one of those huge you know big old teams it's gonna be it's not gonna small... have dodge saquon no uh, soaring eagle i wish i wish <laughs> but we're not gonna be at that level for a while right. we're gonna you know take it slow and you know give all the sponsors a good return for their investment and uh you know start small and and do it out of a you know uh like a show hauler truck uh-huh. and give the fans what they want do a strong you know interaction with the fans in the pits and uh let it grow from there i mean we have a, a three-year business plan that we want to try to get some stuff done and you know we're just going to uh take it slow and we have some really really good support from suzuki and jgr um so uh we're grateful that you know they believe in the program um it's cool that i had a relationship with suzuki and Mm -hmm. jgr in the past and josh has ridden for jgr and they really like him and the other guy that we're talking to um has a decent two man yeah we're gonna do well we're going to do a two-guy team, but we don't know exactly how many races yet we're going to do with two guys or one guys. That really is still kind of up in the air what exactly what we're going to do. Do I need to call Dave Prater and tell him that you will be in the pits? Oh, he knows. Marketing. He knows. Pushing. He knows. Pushing the edge. I've warned him. <laughs> pushing the boundary. Believe it or not, like I've been in contact with Dave. Uh, I really don't care. A lot through this whole transition that I'm making, uh-huh. um, asking him some, you know, some advice on some career advice and um, kind of wanted to use him for a recommendation at one of the things that I was trying to get, which I didn't get. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay. he's, he's been uh-huh. a huge supporter and, you know, I ran it by him what we're doing and he's all about it. He's just yeah. like anything we can do to help. You're and- gonna, I can see it now. You're going to be sponsored by somebody that the Supercross series is not, and it can't be in your pit, but you're going to hire a drone to d- dangle Probably figure something the, out. the product over your pit, <clears throat> and the drone will circle. Yeah, then they're going to come say, the FAA <laughs> said, you can't have that. It's too we, high in the we air. We own the air yeah. above you. We own the air above yeah. you. <laughs> we own the air. It's part of the pits. Uh, looking forward to it. Well, Handy's going to join us tonight, so cool. talk a little bit more about that. Uh, Christian Craig and Filthy Phil will nice. join us also, uh, so that'll be fun. And uh, again, on Facebook Live on Racer X, what's up, everybody? How are you? Devil Horns. Yeah, Devil Horns. There we go. Uh, to the Racer X Facebook Live people, uh, thanks for watching this. And uh, please, uh, if you like us, download it, listen to it, and uh, and support the show. Um, Kenny's, li- I mean, Kenny's Life 
has gone completely sideways since he left the show. I think he's the it first has. one to tell you that. So this show makes miracles happen. It does. Uh, Connor Fields is joining us. Later he's my night. favorite Olympic athlete. How many Olympic athletes do you know? One. Connor Fields. Yep. Uh, he will join us later Later on the I show. I shouldn't even say I know him. I've met him a few times, but uh, I think dude. he's a class act mm-hmm. kid. Like, he's a really – like, I think if you're going to have someone represent our country in the Olympics Should in his sport and be – I considering he's the only BMX racer I know, too. So, Fly Racing Zone, Connor Fields. Yeah. Uh, working over there in the corner, taking your phone calls. Coming in very late today. Coming in hot, too. We've seen him going around the corner, Pookie, and uh, he was lighting him up, oh, trying to bro. get here on time. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? That was me. That was you? Yeah, in my truck. You got a new house. You moved to a new house. It's far away. It and, far and, away. and we are not going to keep seeing these late arrival times, are we? Is that <laughs> what we're going to see? I'm not really sure. I can't make any promises. Dude, I'd say Pookie. I said Pookie. What, what do you like to say, Watson? Clippy, clippy. Clippy, clippy. I'd seen him pull up, and I'm like, dude, that guy has a nice truck. He must make a lot. Of, the show must pay him a lot. And so Pookie's like, yeah, he just bought a new house, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, no, no. Boy. Yeah, it's all, it's all pulp money. It's all pulp yeah, money. Yeah, absolutely. L- let me tell you something, dude. When that pulp money goes, that pulp money stops coming and in he there. Knows. Fuck, and he knows. And he knows. Life changes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's almost life, the end of the year, so I'm getting nervous. Life changing. Bro. Hey, buddy. I haven't been renewed yet. Watson so. knows. Life changing. Watson knows. <laughs> if produce or cut loose. Yeah, produce or you get cut loose. Clippy, clippy. That's a good one for the producer, too. Um, so last week, GL was in. Grant Langston, he was in. and uh, I kind of heard something about was, this. <laughs> it was, uh, I got to say, Marks, um, not as positively reviewed GL as the first time he was on. No. Not as many not, I think people. it might have just been like a little much this time. <laughs> I well, because I think you... you, you didn't say, hey, next time we got to keep it a little bit more mellow. You probably said, yeah, pour him drinks. No, 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 no. I never did. Um, Chris he, Rock's he was putting him down, though. Chris Rock's got a funny uh, bit about he can put him down. Siegfried and Roy, and uh, they had tigers, you know, and the tiger bit the face of, off one of them, right? And Chris Rock's whole thing is like, yeah, you had a tiger. The tiger went tiger. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had a are you saying the Grant went Grant? <laughs> GL went GL. Like we we can't like he went. What did we expect? That's what's gonna happen when you have Grant Langston. We hey, couldn't stop. Do you want to hear a funny story about Siegfried? I enjoyed it. Zieg, what's his name? Siegfried and Reed. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Siegfried. And Dude, Reed. they lived right by my old house. Like they had their whole compound there with the lines and stuff. Where I lived yeah. in Vegas in Mountains Edge, and I was with my nephew, and we were at Target, and. We were in the toy aisle, and the dude came by, and he was, like, looking at a toy or something, and my nephew was, like, three. He's like, Uncle Kenny, what happened to that man's face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was and, like. And what'd you say? You're like, I was like, oh, it looks like he had an accident. Um, so, yeah, GL was in, and GL went GL. What can we do? We can't stop that. Well, you'll probably have him um, again. But here, here's the point. Here's, here's the point. Here's you'll probably have him on again. Got some good sound drops, though. <laughs> here's, here's what I want to get to. Probably. So last week with GL, I had a playoff bracket of the best GL ever, okay? Like in, in money, in winning races, in, in smashing pussy, everything that GL lives for, okay? I had four errors of GL that he had to break down, okay? And the GL at Yamaha won. That was what won. When the championship the year? Yeah. The last year? So I did the same thing for you. We're going to break down four eras of Kenny Watson All right. to find the most successful era of Kenny Watson. All right? 
Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay, you got to give me a little bit to think about that. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. I got it all on paper. Okay, I'm good. You got it on paper. I got it on paper. Okay, then we're good. <laughs> all right, so there we go. Why so you got it on paper? We're going to do that, everybody. It, on a pit board, we're good. Um, so yeah, thanks, uh, thanks again for listening. And uh, big news for our show, a little bit, sort of the orbit of our show. Berludi is back, Watson. Our Dude. co-host Tony Berludi. And who he's working and what team is working for is a mind-boggling to me. <laughs> Tony Berluti will be working for Justin Brayton. Ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> ah. Hey, you know what? Show me. I the... know everything. I know Berlut, and they had to get off their wallets to pay him. I can't believe it. He's still. I mean, have you talked to him? Yeah, kinda. Well, so you talked to him, and he doesn't want to say much about it. Um. He, if you had told me he was doing West Coast 250, dude, I'd be like, okay, you know. Yeah, but dude, he's not... he's going balls out, bro. All year, yeah. Well, Brayton only rides Supercross. Yeah, but super, all year Supercross. That dude, that really is not that bad. Tony Berluti is back, Marks. Dude, that makes me happy. Dude, that's... working for Brayton Moto Concepts. They must have backed up the truck. Oh yeah. Beep beep. I remember. I remember when I was talking Mark's to. kind of money. I remember I was talking to Tony, and he asked me, "What are you doing?" He's like, "You could, you could, you should talk to Genova because I said Genova couldn't pay me what I wanted to make anyways." He goes, "Oh yes, he could. Yes, he could." Well, and I'm like, "Ah, I like Mike, but I, I just rather not work for him." Yeah. Wow. So Berlut's back, everybody. We'll get more into that. Uh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that that's going to be uh, a really good deal for Tony and. Um, right. Tony and Tony, <laughs> Tony and Tony. I because uh, well, I think worked, don't forget he worked for McAdoo at the Monster Cup for MCR. Okay, yep. but I think Tony Alessi is one of those guys that is such a historian and is always even he's always asking questions and he always yeah. wants to learn more and even he's never that guy to say oh I know it like he'll sit there and listen to you even if he already knows to say get your opinion so having Tony Berluti on his side there's more there's experience there and Berluti, I think can, to- be, Berluti can be stubborn though oh I know that's why I, I said it's going to be yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. because Tony could be stuck on his ways Berluti will tell you what's up like. in in Alessi will be stuck on his way. And then you got Genova <laughs> over here, too. So if you're going to do a TV show, a reality show, now's up. the time to do it. Sign, Sign them up. up. Discovery that's what, Channel. That's what your new geek could be, Watson, is doing that. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to stay out of harm's way over there. Let's get some phone calls here. Raining Yellow, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, my goodness. I'm hurt. I'm, I'm heartbroken. Bro, okay, you're mad because you're not on the pulpies. Uh, everybody go to pulpamex.com, vote for the show categories. There's tons of show categories. Raining Yellow is not listed as favorite caller. And honestly, Raining Yellow, I thought that you would you would just be crushed because I don't think anybody would vote for you. I enjoy you calling in. I have no problems with you calling in. But some people, a lot of people. They don't like it. They don't like it. They don't like it. Oh, they don't like it. But then again. There's a lot of stew haters, but I got an idea. Yeah. I was, I was thinking Russia or something had to do with this vote, but I let that go. What it is, um, next year we need a most disliked caller. Okay, we could do that. And I think I'm in. Um, who else would would be in, you think? I don't know anybody else, Randy Yellow, who would uh, be in. A lot of people don't like Kenny, so me and Kenny. Okay. You're yeah. one of them because I hate your fucking guts. You're a shit talker. Yeah, there we go. 
I'm not a shit talker. You, uh, you get no. a cold shoulder in person. I don't care. That's not all you're going to get next time. That's not all you're going to get next time I see you. Oh, boy. Oakland, it's on. Yep. Here we go. Bring it. 100, baby. Hey, I want to say, though, respect. Before this got like this, I did want to say respect to all your things and good luck, Kenny, with with what's going on. There we go. Sweet. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Aniello. All right. See you, bud. All right, you guys. Bye. Yeah. Paul, what's happening? How are you? Thanks for calling the Pulp Mech Show. Hey, not too bad. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Oh, yes. Uh, big, nicer news, I guess. Hey, Kenny, uh, congratulations. Nice to see you're uh, staying staying busy, getting things happening. Thank you. Um, and then uh, Tony Berluti, holy crap, getting back at it. Yeah, bro. Um, but uh, I, I just want to say great show. It's awesome. And uh, I actually got my dad hooked, and now he's like a complete addict. He listens like three or four hours a day. Trying to catch up on all the oh, old boy. stuff and the new stuff and everything. Listen to uh, so. some of the old Watson shows, especially when he throws his headset down and walks out and calls well, he, calls us all assholes. <laughs> I haven't heard that. I got to go back and get some that. Oh yeah, no, that happened just, about three or four times. He was he just left. He hated it. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he just listened to show three hundred and he heard me call in and he's like, oh my god, whoa, wow, you're a celebrity. <laughs> my son's a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. He, he actually said I sounded drunk and I needed to knock it off. So oh. anyway, have a great show, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thank you, uh, Daniel. What's up, man? How are you? Pretty good. How you doing, bro? Good. What's going on? Hey, I have a quick question for you. Um, if you were going to buy a, a brand new bike off the showroom floor, and uh, you had to choose from one of the shootouts, what shootout? Would you tr- trust the most keepers or vitals or? I would. I would. You, you should ask me first, bro. I would go the MXA one. Yeah, yeah. Do that, <laughs> and you can have a bike that'll handle great at REM. Fantastic at REM. Um, no, I, I'm gonna go Kiefer tested, man. And here's why: it's not because of Chris Kiefer. Did you see the range of people he had uh, riding all the bikes? It was phenomenal. Yeah. He had so I mean almost too many at times. So you've you've got this you've got this consensus on his pods of eight or nine people riding these these six bikes and uh, and all ranking them and they're all different sizes and heights and weights and experience and there's a couple guys that are out to lunch, I thought, but but you get all of it and then he totals you know, he totals the score from everybody over yeah. over two days of testing. So for me, I, I mean, I, I'd go key for testing. Uh, Vital guys do a good job. Michael Lindsay does a good job there. And, you know, you can read that also and, and, and base it on that. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, I would go Kiefer, to be honest. I think I think he did a killer job. He hey, Daniel, it, what what uh, what kind of uh, – are you looking for a 250 or a 450 to buy? Uh, 450. What kind of riding do you do? Do you – are you more of a – a no, track actually, guy, woods guy, no. do you race every weekend? Or you just, you know, what's your, what's I your actually, program? I actually uh, got my pro license and did outdoors in 2015 on a, oh, nice. on a Husqvarna. But, uh, well, that's a good bike. So, yeah, I know it was a good bike for sure, but I've been really leaning towards wanting to get a Honda. Well, Honda won Vital Shootout and Honda won Kiefer Shootout also. You know so, what I would yeah. do if I were you at a privateer level? I would find something that you're comfortable with that you know is not going to break. And yeah. uh, you have to do very little maintenance on, but maybe change the air filter and change the oil and put a set of tires on it every week if you're a privateer. Yeah. And then let her rip because uh, at that that 
part of racing, you know, of course you're not going to be able to compete with the factory guys in an engine. Yeah, and they, no, they have a not. good, they have a good base all the way around. You can never beat a Honda. Yeah, for sure. And like, like, uh, Steve was saying, the, uh, they keep her testing. I listened to the podcast when Michael Lindsay and Kiefer were on and, uh, Kiefer was saying that he had guys weighing from 160 all the way to 240. Yeah. And, uh, Vital said that his was like 160 to 190, you know. So, and I'm kind of a bigger kid. I weigh like 210. So, well, and if you're a pro, you're 210 and you're fast, so you're pushing the bike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and honestly, they're all Vital does a good job, but I like the what Kiefer did. I really like what he does and and did, and and he'll do long term tests. He did a long term yeah. podcast today on the uh, YZ450. I'm sure there's one yeah. coming up on a Honda. So, um, yeah, that for me, that's Kiefer. Obviously, I'm biased though, Daniel. But uh, hey, Daniel, what's your what's your uh, last name and what number are you? I want to keep an eye out for you. Uh, my name is Daniel Spendlove. Uh, my number is 525. Okay, that's a good number. That's an easy number yeah. to remember. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, for sure. All right, buddy. All right, well, man. Thank I wish you. you the best All of luck, right. man. All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks. All right, take care. Who's your second rider, Watson, for your team? Uh, right now, I'm really – I wish I could – got to wait. I'm not being that guy to wait for the press you, release. Yeah, you are being that guy. No, because jab, jab, I can't. Speculate. I, speculate. Uh, I, I'm not going to because there's still things that need to be worked out before – we can say that's what we're doing 1,000%. Okay. And I don't want to say it and it not happen. What about this Rhino tryout thing? Have you seen this? Wow. Have you seen it, the IB Corp thing? I knew it was going down a while ago because uh, yeah. Josh had uh, Jamie Ellis doing motor for him, and he was telling, telling me about it, it yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. I mean, hey, everything's different. Yeah, and he, yeah. They were telling me that they got full access to filming from Feld during the Supercrosses, and they're going to be able to use that. Yeah. So that's when I had to call Dave Prater, and I'm all, hey. If that's the case, I could go get a TV show tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You know, and right. he's like, no, they could film. It's the same thing. They could yeah, film yeah. practice. Right, right. Um, Gene, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Hope you guys are doing well. What's up? Um, Gene, Gene, so the answer machine. Question... <laughs> yeah, never heard that one before. Right on. Um, so I have a question about the uh, the Fox Sports Go app. I know last year uh, – that was one of the ways to watch Supercross. I haven't heard anything about it this year. I've only seen that it's they're going to be broadcasting Supercross on Fox Sports One and Fox Sports Two. Do you guys know if they're going to if it's going to be available on the Fox Sports Go app? I do not know. No, I would think. I so. will tell oh. you right now. Okay. If there's any way that Feld could make money, it's going to be on there. If they don't see themselves making money, it won't be. Well, yeah, I hope so. I mean, I, I'm I'm okay with paying for it, like with the I would with think the it would be what they did. I would think it would. Yeah, be. yeah. I was just surprised because I think last year it specifically said that it would be available on the app, and I haven't yeah. seen that this year. But unfortunately, with my cable package, unless I'm wanting to pay, you know, another sixty dollars a month, um, I don't get Fox Sports. So hey, but, you yeah, know what I you should do? App, you though. should maybe go to the the All Answer website. For what all is it? the, it's called the All Answer website that everybody knows everything in. It's called Vital, <laughs> and just put a post up, and you'll find out there because everybody go. will tell you. Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm sure someone on there knows. There, there yeah. you go. Thanks, exactly. Gene. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks Gene. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right, coming up with Filthy Phil Nicoletti here shortly. Uh, Kenny Watson's appearance on the show is brought to you by who? Who am I brought to you by tonight? Can I pick it? Out of yeah, you can. You can pick it out of. Vortex, Pivot Works, or Roost? I like Pivot Works. Kenny Watson's appearance on the show brought to you by Pivot Works. If it pivots, it works. If it works, it pivots. That's it. 
Fantastic, 50% off uh, of what many OEMs charge for replacement bearings, uh, seals, uh, swing arm, shocks, steering stem, all that kind of stuff. Pivotworks, do it right the first time. Get a Pivotworks kit, and uh, we thank the folks at Pivotworks. There's a discount on our on our uh, sponsor deals on PulpMechShow.com if you're looking to use Pivotworks. I've used Pivotworks on all my project bikes, and I love it. If it pivotworks, if it works, it pivots. Kenny Watson, everybody. Um, all right, let's uh, quickly, uh, before we get to uh, Filthy Phil, the Truck Hero question of the day, truck-hero.com, a proud sponsor of Auto Trader JGR Suzuki, Back Industries Undercover, NFAB Bed Rug Husky Liners, uh, their name you can trust when it comes to the finest products for your truck, Jeep, your SUV. From the inside of your vehicle to the outside, Truck Hero has you covered. Watson, so we'll get in more of this later, but um, when I look at the teams for 2018, you have uh, Weston Pike and Justin Bogle, Kenny Roxon. Cole Seeley, Cooper Webb, Justin Barsha, uh, Marvin Muskan, Brock Tickle, Eli Tomac, Josh Grant. Those are your factory-supported racers for 2018. You're forgetting one team, bud. Who's that? Husqvarna. Jason Anderson and Dean Wilson. Okay. Actually, yes and no. Um, out of all the guys I named, and not Wilson and Anderson, I have questions about one or two of these guys that I'm really interested in finding out. What about you? I'm like Anderson and Wilson. I don't have that many questions about. Yeah. I, I think I, I, I would agree with you. I think, uh, you know, it's funny. I put a post up the other day, um, about Kenny. Um, I think a lot of people are really counting him out. You know, they say, no, I want to see him come back. I, I really hope that he can make, dude, he's not going to come back unless he can win. That guy is not going to come back to roll around. Um, and a lot of people are, oh, Marvin, Marvin, Marvin. Yeah, Marvin's racing all these races that no one's at. He won Monster Cup. Okay, he won a mini bike track on a mini bike track. Don't get me wrong. Marvin's a great rider. You know, he, Eli crashed out, you know, and then he's racing against the same guys he's been racing against at all the other races. Wilson and Anderson. Anderson. Yep. That's it. So, you know, I really think, you know, in my head, I wanted to say Kenny Roxon. You know, I'm I, the I, question. The yeah, question is yeah. like, I believe in him, but there's a question mark out there if he can do it. But for me, it's it's if Kenny's not if, but when he's going to do it because he's going to do it. I know he's going to do it. I know for a so fact that's not even a question for you. No. So do you have a real one? Do you have I just one? wanted to get that one. Okay, out. all right. <laughs> um, I have a couple. And I God, mean, did you ever blow him in your post? I mean, come on. I'm just the way I felt. Goggle, 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 goggle. Hey, I just went like this too and rubbed <laughs> yeah, it all yeah, over you my did. face. You did. Hey, um, I, that's okay. That's fine. I I, I'm, I'm, I wasn't trying to blow him. I was right, just speaking, right. you know, the, the truth. I'll be honest. I didn't like his post the other day where he started kind of demeaning some of the people talking about him and that's, the other riders. That's Kenny Roxon, though. Just like, 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 are we not allowed? Like, like fans are excited for Kenny, for Marvin, for Eli, for Anderson. Like, they're not allowed to, to be like, holy shit, Marv's riding great. But it's like, just the same. It, it's typical Kenny. Like, when he won yeah, the but, championship and he went on there and he talked about eating a hamburger, cheeseburger, or fries. That's with, fine, but I, I don't like him He posting. doesn't dislike Marvin. He even says that. He no, has no, respect I'm not for Marvin. He doesn't, He's just but, saying everybody's counting, like everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Well, it's called being a fan. It's called getting excited for the season. I'm, I'm part of that, too. Okay. I talked about Marvin and how fast he looks. You know, I was just in Paris two weeks ago. You know, Kenny, nobody's counting Kenny out. Like, he's okay. a bad dude. Uh, okay, so I, I, I wasn't a that. fan of that you can, Instagram you, just post. Like you, yeah. Just like you said, you could have that, you know, you could dislike what he said, 
and you cannot yeah, be a fan yeah. no, of it. No, no, I just you, you have that. You know, yeah. that's your right. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I think he's a bad dude, and he's going to get back to where he was supposed to be. And but I took his post as a little bit like you guys are so dumb for thinking yeah. that Marvin's got mom- like like. Well, you could take that uh, in know. any way you want it. Okay, I mean, that's how I that's, took that's it. That's Kenny's. That's you got Marks. How did you take that post? Thought it was fine. Okay, so did I. But then also he thought Grant was fine last week. He did, yeah. I said he was maybe a little much. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, okay, my so other, I have two I, other ones. Yep. One is Cole Seeley because I really believe Cole can do it if he stays healthy for a whole year. Because I don't think he's ever made it through a whole season on a big bike in Supercross. Yeah. Didn't he make it last year? No. Uh, when did he, he hurt his finger or his hand or something happened? He no, was out. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think. What did he get? What did he finish in the series? Fifth, fourth. Yeah, he missed. He missed. I think he missed something. I'm looking right now, bro. Okay. Your other, yeah. your other one. My other one's Cooper Webb. That's a good one. Yeah. Because I'm hearing all kinds of crazy things. No matter what Cooper does, he's leaving there anyways, and he's going to a different. Oh, team. that's everywhere, right? Yeah. 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 And you know, I, I, I. It's hard for me to believe that Cooper. You know, if you're this other team, you're going to go off of, you know, past results on a on a lights bike and you get on the 450. And, you know, there's been so many guys that are been awesome on a four fi- on a 250 and won championships and they got on the, the 450 and it just never worked out for them. You know, even one or two teams they've been on. So I, I don't know mm-hmm. if that like i i want to see cooper do good i like cooper i think he's a great kid but it's kind of like hey is the bike that bad yeah is it that bad <laughs> right right you know right, right um so you know let's see let's see and you know if you go to another team uh, is just because you're switching the bike that's gonna make you go win or you know yeah. be a, a podium contender yeah you know and uh, i got one more out there it's like chad reed yeah, like, I didn't even bring him up because I don't know if he'll be at A1. I, I, know. You know, I don't know if I should say this, but I'll, I'll throw it out there. It's nothing really too harmful. I I talked to Chad a little bit, and I was maybe going to try to help Chad do some stuff. And mm-hmm. I just was in the predicament with my situation that I'm starting to work with Josh. You know, he reached out to me, and we talked about doing some stuff. And, you know, he was looking for some money. And I had a couple people out there that, you know, potential stuff that I was working on. And... uh I didn't think it was right if I kind of, you know, I'm not an agent, first of all. So yeah. I didn't want to double dip and try to get, you know, Josh deals and Chad deals and this other team deals that wants yeah. me to do stuff for him. So I had to commit to one guy. And Chad straight told me he's only doing this for another year or two. And then he's out. Well, I think that's 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 fair. Yeah, I think we all thought think, that, yeah, you know, but for me, for me, as trying to be a start a a business. Yeah, you're like I'm uh, just yeah. like I got to look at the longevity of this. So Chad, you know, telling me that he really thinks that, you know, he could be a race winner and compete for championships. I'm just like, dude, I want to believe him, dude, cuz that guy is badass when he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And this is like last year when he was on the bike, you know, on that blue bike hike. And it was the bike's fault the whole time and I get it, like he wasn't comfortable, but I understand that too. It's sometimes a bike that's not good works great at one track. Yeah. And that one track was Phoenix for him, I guess. Mm-hmm. So 
I want to believe that Chad could come out and do it because if he does, it's going to make it so good. And there's so well, many. I think without a doubt, he starts slow. He just he will. He'll start slow. He's not ready. He won't be on the bike much at all, or if at all, before a one and. It's gonna have to build from there. Yeah, I just it's, so it's I, I really tough. hope Chad does good. Uh, it's just like I was thinking about it the other night. He's the only guy left from the two-stroke era that could compare the two-stroke to the four-stroke and yeah. can, and say, "Oh yeah, this yeah. and that." You know what I mean? Yeah, like sure. times are changing. Those well, you and him uh, will both be out of a fun mover. It sounds like you'll be team fun mover somewhere yeah. in the pits. Yeah, so. he's he has a pretty good little program put together for yeah. himself. He's Chad Reed is not going to show up, Bobo. No, no. I don't he, know what that means, Bobo. You've used that twice. I don't know what that means. Half-ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, um, all right let's get to our first guest, shall we? Do we have to? Because I'm on a roll right now. I know, but... Well, okay, we'll bring him on. Right, I love that. I love this kid. Let's bring him on. Filthy Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? <laughs> How are you doing, fellas? What's up, Kenny? Hi, Phil. Watson wanted to, to clip you, it sounded like. Not even, bro. You heard, If you were on, you heard what I said. I love this guy. Um... <laughs> Welcome back What's to the up? show, buddy. It's been a while since you've been on. Yeah, that's been a while. I was kind of starting to miss it a little bit, but again, it was kind of nice not having to talk to you for a little while. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess. Only when Watson comes on. Does I was it. only thinking, like, right. you know, there's only one more guy in the pits. I think it's a little more moody and out of control than me is, is Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> that's what everyone tells you. You never know what you're going to get with Watson. You couldn't get a good Watson or a shitty Watson. That's true. And, that's what, and I think about you, dude. So that's why, me yeah, and you get, yeah. that's why we get along so good. <laughs> yeah, maybe moody, not so much out of control, depending on the day. But um, moody, I could see that. Did you hear about you know? Watson's deal? He's back managing, bro? Oh, he knows. He's, oh, under, yeah. the, he's under the yellow tent. I, he knows what's up. Oh, yeah. I hear all about it. Kenny's like a hot topic around our uh, I bet they're like this guy's. <laughs> they're like, what's this guy doing? Like he's all over it. <laughs> I think. Nah, I think more, mo- than, more than anything, loves Kenny. Yeah, I think. They, I think more than anything, Kenny just wanted Coy to call him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Coy. For some reason, Coy has like a soft spot for Kenny. I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> not too soft. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like Kenny. Yeah, it's not like Kenny has anything good to say. You know what I mean? But right. Coy somehow listens to it. Yeah, who you knows? Know? Yeah, but, but at the end nah. of the day, he really didn't end up calling me back. I and either did, did uh, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy called me back, but at the end of the day, with the phone from I had to get, wasn't from either one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's <laughs> they true. didn't want to break <laughs> the news to me, but it was all good. Yeah, they, they had to pawn it off on somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was, was a fun. Funny. It was a funding issue. Um. Yeah, yeah. So. JG. JGR Suzuki uh, check-in brought to you by the folks at NFAB, n-fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, SUV parts, they've got it at nfab, n-fab.com. Yes, Kenny. Phil, you know a question he's going to ask you right out of the gate. You know it's coming. I kind of have a good idea. Okay, let's see. If what he, is it? You, you, you ask the question, Steve, and, we'll see, and I'll I, say, was I, that it, Phil? No, I guarantee you that my first question on my sheet is nothing that let you me guys read thought. It. Let me read it. You can't, you can't really read my writing, but that's the first thing. What coast are you riding? Nope, that's not it. That's what it said, Phil. No, it <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, uh, okay. I already know what your program is. I did some digging. I already know what your program is. Don't worry about it. So, oh, did you talk to Paul? No, I'm not saying. I can't give my sources away. I'm a, I'm a good reporter. I don't give away my sources. No, you, yeah, hey, Phil, right. who's your mechanic? That's the first person. Uh, Lee. Woo! What happened to, what happened to uh, uh, Murph? Murph, clippy, clippy. Uh, he went. He went to uh, work for Coop as a practice guy. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a little easier for Merv. He's a North Carolina boy. Yeah, that makes sense. Walk away from full pension and and benefits to go work for a a private or a a practice. Well, no, it was kind of hard because Merv's deal was a little bit different. He wasn't a full-on employee because I was just like. Okay. um, You were shit to them back then? You were garbage? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So (laughs) it's kind of like it's a weird deal. So Merv had a little better deal to go do that. Um, which, you know, I don't blame oh. him. And then, um, you know, I, uh, I ended up with Lee, which I'm not complaining about that whatsoever. So no, Leroy's great. Uh, Lee and, yeah. Lee's awesome. Oh, yeah. He and I kind of have the same outlook on life, so it worked out <laughs> perfect. Hey, you know what you should do yeah. with Lee is sit down and just talk to him about when he was when he uh, worked for Iggy Pop and when he was like went on the road with Blondie. And how he, <laughs> talk to him about music. He'll get into it with you. Really? Oh, yeah. He was like a roadie for Iggy Pop. No way. Yeah. He's he has some gnarly oh. stories like I didn't know that. Oh. Shop. Yeah. Leroy's oh. Leroy's badass. Or oh. you could talk to him about that the time is- when I worked uh I worked for this privateer named Ty Birdwell and he was on Suzuki's the first year I worked for him and we went to Texas. And Lee was the amateur guy. And I was making decent money, but I didn't really know what the hell I was doing. And mm-hmm. and the master cylinder blew out and I needed to have it rebuilt and I took it over to him and he goes, Here's the parts, I'm not gonna do your job. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, dude, you make more money than me. He's like, that's get fucked. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Fucked. yeah. Uh, get seven, Watson, go figure it out yourself. Yeah, that's what he did. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Filthy Phil Nicoletti. This is the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in. Um, Phil, what was the Pinterest tweet all about? What was going on with that? What, what's the story? Uh, I just, you know, it's, I, I signed up with Pinterest maybe like, Two months ago, okay. uh, um, my my chick had actually said, "Oh, you kind of like it." And I'm just like, "God, ah, some girls do go yes. on there get recipes." And right? Shit. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and uh, so, like, she showed me one time when she was up here, you know, some like tiny homes and some log cabins because I bought some property up in New York and whatnot. And I was thinking about doing something like that. Now it's like I'm always scrolling Pinterest when I get up, drink my coffee, and watching Fox News. So it works out perfect. <laughs> You know, Fox News. For, it's for a wood, for a log cabin up in New York. Yeah, what's the matter with that? That's Phil. Like hey ideal. Phil, are you going to be the Unabomber? No. <laughs> hey Phil, check Unabomber? this out. Ask, ask when you see Tickle. Ask Tickle about his brother-in-law. His brother-in-law, believe it or not, off of uh, Marietta Hot Springs. Mm-hmm. If you go down, if you go down uh, Marietta Road all the way until it dead, dead ends at Scott, you go left or right, you make a left, yep. and then go down about a quarter mile and make a right on this dirt road. His brother-in-law just bought a log cabin with like five acres for like under three hundred grand. Full really? log cabin, yeah. Tickle, and I've seen pictures. It's for that for California. I'd have to say it's pretty cool, but it's you're going to live in a log cabin. You might as well have the forest, not have the desert. That's no, he's in New York. Yeah, yeah no, well, a- that's what I mean. Like a log cabin to me is just like yeah. You, know, you need some snow. You need a bunch of woods. You just can't yep. have like bare desert shit brown. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I got so. one question for you, and then I'll shut up and let what? Steve do his interview. Why? I want to know from the New York guys up there if there's been any sightings of Scott Sheik. Uh, man, I don't you think haven't it's heard been really good to be honest with with you. Well, I've been like on no. Facebook. I see well, him like he's, he's been hunting. He's like yeah, he's out, right? Yeah, like, he's yeah, out. Yeah, he got yeah. remarried. Oh, and he's doing all the stuff. And I didn't know, you know, how he's doing. But if you say that, I yeah, don't... well, okay, yeah, no, well, I don't. 
Yeah, the last I heard, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, eh, but yeah, maybe, yeah. you know, now he's kind of back out doing good. You know, maybe I've always liked Scotty. Oh, he's yeah, a bad he's, dude. He's, yeah, he's a bad dude. So I always thought um, he could yeah. be like the ambassador for racing from New York. You know what I mean? Like, you guys, like, yeah. you're the next thing. You're the next generation from Scott to... If, if, uh, if Ryan Mills, Scott Sheik, and Justin Barsha were all on, like, Barsha. 80s, on 80s, in their primes, who's quickest? Uh, Ooh, that's a tough. I don't I'm know. Have to go with Millsy. Yeah, because I don't think Sheik was I, that guy no? on the eighty. Oh, okay. I think when he got on the no, actually, you know, you want to know who would have kicked all their asses on eighties? Bob K. What Meathead? Oh, Bobby dude. K. Meat, meathead on an RM eighty <laughs> and a RM Super Mini was the fastest son of a bitch I've ever seen ride an eighty. I've heard even that. a KX sixty five and a KX sixty. I've heard no. that he was awesome as an uh, 80, really? but, but faster than oh, Mill, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, me, yeah, man. He used to, cha- he used to chase uh, Millsy around in the schoolboy class on a super mini when uh, Millsy was on his Got factory connection, yeah. RPM, whatever it was. So, right, right. yeah, oh, pretty shit. cool. But, yeah, that's um, what it is. Um, hey, so uh, O'Neill Gear and 250 West, confirm or deny? Uh, yeah, both confirmed. Okay. Yeah. So, Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I was, I was slated to do East, but obviously things happened. So, uh, mm-hmm. one of the teammates got jacked up that was supposed to do West. Mm-hmm. So, then, uh, uh, Kyle Peters. Okay. Um, he's back riding now, but it was just like, shocker, like a two, three, yeah, two, three week injury where it just like wasn't enough time to really be ready for a one, which is understandable. And I kind of had been riding since September a little bit. So mm-hmm. Here, um, here's the weird thing about that is you and Hale are an O'Neill and Peters and Dakotas are an FXR, almost like you guys planned this and you're riding the same coasts. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we would have been opposites, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's the way it so works Pretty cool, yeah. I don't know if they're stoked for them, or not, you know. Then they don't have a guy on the east, so it could go either no, way. I, th- I think for them it looks. It, it, I think it's cool because it looks like a team deal. You yeah, know? yeah, a little so, bit. Hey, um, let me ask you a question. You said you were not going to yeah. talk to him and then let me do the interview. This is a good question, though. Okay, all right. Since yeah. since you guys have brought Factory Suzuki in house at JGR, um, yeah. and you guys aren't really doing your 250 effort alone anymore having have the japanese come there and working with yuzo have you seen an improvement with that whole bike and program having them more involved is your bike better um, or is it just as good or is it getting better by the day no are you uh, happy? our bike our bike our bike's a lot better well last year it was just strictly a yosh program the 250 program mm-hmm. so jgr didn't have any sort of development in Not it you. But now, like, it was just straight Yuzo that was doing the development. And I think Yuzo was kind of uh, strung out, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it was just too too much of a workload for him for one person to develop and, you know, figure out which part does what. But now with uh, Dean Baker and Mitchell Keat, uh doing the development here, it's uh, it's getting <laughs> A lot better. So, so does much, Dean Baker, the, now. Dean Baker, the horsepower maker, see? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mr. Dean's he's, he he's the main guy he, right now. Is he two fifty only? Then Dean would be two fifty only. Uh, or at the mo- at the moment, yeah, because yeah. four fifty is pretty pretty good, pretty right? close. So yeah, like if there's anything that really needs to be touched up, I mean, he can assess that issue. But I mean, right now it's pretty much he's a two fifty guy. You know, well, I'm claiming him as a two fifty guy, whether he likes it or not. So, <laughs> That's um, awesome. Mike. I, yeah, and I, know. I, and I like working with Dean. So it's uh, for me, 
for me personally, it's much better. You yeah, know? So, I was like stoked I to uh, see you guys. You know, of course, it was it was a shitty deal for us to go away, but for you guys yeah, to to get that support and uh, work get to work with those guys um, because I think that was the missing link that they were looking for was someone that wasn't afraid to stroke a check and back to go in partnership with them that would would do more development because when we had the program. The first couple mm-hmm. of years, they wouldn't let us do anything, and the bikes yeah. got better when we got involved, and they kind of got off of the the program. Well, we need to do this. We need to do that. Well, once they seen that, there's other people that can make it good, and we don't have to pay for as much development and send our guys over there four times a year and open it up. Yeah. And, you know, I know last year that Dean and Aaron Johnson made huge improvements with that bike. Oh, yeah. Together. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I know Dean had a couple of really good ideas. And, you know, as soon as that happened, I really knew that Dean was going to cross over and come to that lights program. Because when you guys took that program, you could ask Jeremy. I said, Jeremy, if I were you, I would start having Dean work on a lights bike for the following year or even maybe at the end of the year because – if this happens yeah. and you guys come, you guys are going to be ahead of the game. And Jeremy told me he got a bike and you, they were dicking around with it all year long. And, uh, it, you know, it, it paid off. And, you know, I talked to Jimmy D and, uh, oh, I shouldn't say I did, but uh, Josh Hansen's mechanic, Robbie, is kind yeah. of helping Jimmy D out on the West Coast. And yeah. uh, Jimmy's saying, hey, my bike, you know, he's very happy. And he's saying, you know. I would like to say that, you know, it's just as good as my bike hero last year. And that's saying a lot. Uh, Phil, yep. Phil, how many, yes. if you were Watson, or actually, Phil, how many work Suzuki parts show up on Hanny's bike at A1 from Watson? <laughs> well, what's let me the, what's the over-under? What's the <laughs> let over-under? Me, let me get you something. I don't have... I don't have control of those parts. I don't have parts. You didn't just throw stuff in your van or something? Dude, the, there's a guy that works down there that is a Nazi with the parts. Okay? <laughs> and it has to be approved from Chris Wheeler and Jeremy Albrecht and from Japan. Okay. Hey, so, the guy who has control over the parts, he does pretty good, too. He stands strong. Oh, hell yeah, he does. <laughs> Yeah, he. I don't care if you're his brother, your brother-in-law, no. your sister, unless yeah, you get you could approval. Have a shotgun to his head. You're not getting anything. No, he, um, he's approved. Yeah. He's he's uh, but but you know what? The good thing about you know what we're doing is yeah, we have support from Suzuki, but it just didn't come. It came from Japan. So you mm-hmm. have you have stuff. Yeah. yeah? Wow. Yeah. Check you out. But um, this is the reason why we were going to ride 17s, and after the straight rhythm. They approved, yeah, we're going to have 17s, and we're going to get support Dude. on 17s. How could Those 18s are beautiful. Well, Suzuki is my bike of choice, Phil. You know that, right? I just I got one. Really? Yeah. With all the riding that you do? Yeah, well, just wait. It's hey, coming. You know what? I don't was worry. surprised. I went into his garage. There was one of your race bikes in there for whatever reason. I don't know. <laughs> and there was a bike with half taken apart with the muffler on the ground, with the side panel on the ground, with bolts all over the garage, T-handles all That's, over the garage. I'm waiting for an exhaust. And, and you know what's be... rad? Mathis was a factory mechanic. And you just see how his fucking garage is. Oh, God. Give me a break. Uh, You can um, tell a mechanic how clean he keeps his shit. Hey, so Uh, I somehow got stuck with a full JGR Suzuki 450 after the SEMA show. And it's in my garage. I'm bringing it to A1. So... Uh, it's, I said that thing makes it day one. You better have that garage locked down like Fort Knox. Dude, believe me, I want to take some of the parts off and put it on my bike. 
So yeah, wow. Well, yeah, because really they don't have too many eighteen parts available. I love, oh, but the there's enough for display bikes. All right, hey, so how's Budman? What Bud Antonez taking over the managing yep. the two fifty team? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down. What? That's not correct, though. It's not. He's a manager's assistant in the press release. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. How's Budman feel? Yeah, <laughs> he's he's good. He's uh, spent a couple weeks with them. Uh, not really weeks, but a week. You know, here and there, and then he's here this week doing some riding with us. And seemed like two uh, weeks of being around Bud that long. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I I need a little bit of enthusiasm in my life, so um, he keeps me honest. And it's nice to have somebody out there instead of you know just getting a lap time over and over again, having somebody like, hey, you can do this a little bit better, and yeah. just someone didn't scream and yell at you while you're doing laps, so it makes it a little bit more enjoyable. Oh, yeah. I like uh, Budman. Budman's cool as shit. Yeah. I love Bud. Budman's a good dude. Oh, yeah. You know what I like about Budman? Yeah. He's not a fluffer. He's not going to go fucking no. tell you that you're great when you're not. He's like, you know, there's no. so many guys like that, you know, in people's camps that, oh, it'll be okay, you did good, and you get fifth, and you're like, no, it's not good, I should win. Like you know? maybe, like maybe yeah. the 51? No comment. <laughs> um, hey, but hey, but yeah, fifty one still got two wins with Budman. Yeah, no, good yes. point. Yep. Um You know. And yeah. did Budman tell you that? No, I was there. I witnessed it. Oh. Hey, uh, Phil, listen, don't give us the usual shit, okay? Because I know you won't because that's not your style. But how how do you feel? Like we, we uh, you were a big source of debate all year on our show last year. And of course, you got hurt right when you were kind of getting better. How do you feel? Like, is this going to be a better year for you? Um. Yeah. I mean, I believe so. You know, it's kind of. Uh, you know, I am way ahead of where I was at last year. Not just me. You know, riding wise, yeah, but yeah. the bike is. You know, because last year we started at a massive deficit. You know, so, and it took. Geez, three or four rounds to even start getting in the direction where I thought mm-hmm. it kind of needed to go. Yeah. Um, so now it's kind of like an ease, you know, to my mind that we kind of got it in the right, you know, right direction. Everybody else seems to like the bike. That's kind of agreeing with the testing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for me, that's good. And like I said, last year was just a bummer deal. Um, not something that uh, I was expecting, you know. So it's kind of. Got to take it on the chin and move on, but yeah, this year it should be a lot better. So I'm just uh, glad you signed that yeah. contract. That was another three hours on our Dude, show talking about you. And, hey, yeah. you know what, Phil? Hey. I, I look at it this way. Hold on, let him finish. Let him finish. Oh, I, did, I thought he was done. Go no, ahead, Phil. He was, Sorry, he was about to yell at me. I got my contract October 15th. Okay, mm-hmm. it was a Supercross only deal, and prior to that. I was waiting two weeks because we were seeing if we were going to get if I was going to get an outdoor deal, which is what it was supposed to be. So they said, "Well, give us two weeks." And then I got an email said October fifteenth, Supercross only. And I like needed a week or two to try and figure out, okay, well, what am I going to try and do after May? Like, if I get a ride on another team, can I ride the other bike before the end of Supercross to kind of get used to it for outdoors? You know what I mean? There's a lot of logistics going on. You're blowing me out on Twitter saying I just got to sign the contract. Yeah. Plenty because, of other things I got to try and figure out. Because J-Bone was like, we're going to move on. We're going to move on if he doesn't sign this thing. That's what J-Bone's saying. They're, no, they're not. No. He wasn't moving J-Bone on, dude. J-Bone did not say that. If J-Bone, J-Bone didn't say that. If you weren't signing it, they had to do something at some point. Let's well, get J-Bone on the I phone mean, right now, Mathis. I think you're full days, of shit. I think J-Bone would at least give me a little bit of respect to at least kind of wait. Well, like, he yeah, was waiting, but to try and figure something he out. He was waiting. What do you mean he was waiting. I got October 15th. I listen, waited seven days. Listen, listen. 
I don't understand. I like Jimmy D. He's a good dude. He was very good in Supercross last year. I don't understand yeah. why Jimmy D is riding motocross and not you, who I will bet you would beat Jimmy D 98 uh, times out of 100 on a motocross track. And please don't everyone hate on me for that. What, on a 250? Either well, bike. It doesn't matter. Phil got Phil is outdoor warrior. Why Why aren't you motocross yeah. with these guys? What's happening? Which I'm not going to disagree, but um, I, I, I mean, I, in the beginning of September, they kind of asked if I wanted to do it. or They're like, oh, would you do 250? I was like, no, nah, I'm a 450 guy. I'll, I'll just do the 450, you know. But then I didn't know that come October 2nd when they said, oh, well, you're not going to like it. We only have Supercross only for you at the moment, you know. And I was just like, oh, well, you know, what do you mean? They're just like, well, we just can't budget wise or whatever the issue may be. I don't even know. Um, and they said, well, give us two weeks. We'll try and figure it out. Well, I guess during that time, they kind of gave Jimmy the 250 deal, which is fine. You know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, I'm stuck with Supercross only. At the hey, moment. stamp well, it uh, right here, right now. Stamp it. Okay. Stamp it. Yep. You will ride for that team outdoors with six dudes with the record that JGR under that black cloud has with someone getting hurt, you will ride. <laughs> and I'm not saying yeah, that well, in a bad I'm... way. That's just the way the, the, the apple falls sometimes. No, here's, here's, what, here's yeah. what you stamp it. I'll stamp this. Stamp this. There's going to be a team, another team, that needs a guy that needs a guy for outdoors, and Phil will be the first guy they call. 1,000%. Stamp that. I, I would stamp that. Yeah. And, and then stamp this. He beats all their guys. He beats all the JGR guys that stamped that they get hurt. or they And then they're, they're stamping that they want to get Phil back, but it's already stamped that he's on another team. And Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know, yeah. Phil. I'm not happy. I'm going to tell Corey and Jay no, that, I mean, too. No, I mean, listen, listen, I know. And, and, and listen, I, I wasn't happy with it either. But, you know, sooner or later, you got to swallow it and move on. I mean, there's other things you got to worry about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was kind of a little bit, you know, felt like I got a shotgun to the gut um, and bled out very slowly. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Bled out very slowly. You know, You'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be all right, kind of, Phil. You're a yeah. good dude. And, yeah. you know, you'll land on your feet. Stamp it. No, you'll, you'll be out there. Any. You'll be out there. Yeah, as long as you're riding, it doesn't hard. matter. No, I know. It just it just sucks because after last year with what had happened to me, that wasn't you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That wasn't, wasn't my your, fault. Wasn't you know what deal. I mean? And then right. yeah, and then to kind of be like, ah, oh, well, you're good to go, and then yeah, not no. really good to go. It's kind of like ah, yeah. oh, yeah. all right, well, it's too late to try and find anything else at the moment, you know. So, yeah. I mean, from that standpoint, it's hard and. Then not only that, then you want to try and get gear deals, and you want to try and get helmet deals, yeah. you know, boot deals, and it's just like you're Supercross only. And then everyone will say, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's 80% Supercross, 20% outdoors. But no one ever pays it that way. It's hard enough getting your money. Not, yeah, you're not doing half the, you're not doing yeah, half the yeah. sorry. Eh, right. Especially um, with so the company like, that you're writing for. I, I predict, Phil, I predict you land on a 450 for another team for outdoors. I just don't know what team or whatever. But somebody's yeah, going to well, somebody's going to need somebody, and you'll be ready. So Yeah, well, I mean, listen, I, I've always uh, – you know, the JGR guys are like family. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of the guys are, but, you know, it's uh, the sport's a business. And, oh, yeah. you know, you can't really, yep. you know, it's it's hard. You can't really, <laughs> you, you want to try and take words and this and that, but sooner or later, it's just like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, so, no, for sure. You know, like I said, I still, yeah. it, it, it happened for a reason and move on. Uh, RoostMX.net Roost bringing you Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Use the code PulpNation to save at RoostMX.net. 
over there, a proud sponsor of the uh, Cycle Trader team, as well as uh, they got a whole line of Cobra merchandise. Phil, let's take some phone calls from fans. All right, you ready? Yeah, sure. All right. Yep. Tomo, what's up? Good afternoon. How are you going? Phil? Uh, homo. Yeah, Tomo. Hey. 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 How are you going? How are you going? Doing? Good to hear you again. What's that? Good to hear you again. You too, Kenny. I know. Oh, yeah, no problem, wow. Tomo. Look forward to seeing you this year. Yeah, yeah, I might be out. So I might. Um, well, hey, first, before, Tom, today, before, hey, before Tomo comes to yep. America, he's got to call Barsha and make sure that Barsha will be there, wherever he is. That's what oh, Tomo's, <laughs> yeah, Tomo's first move. All right. So. <laughs> hey, Phil, team photo shoot. Wow. Any, any shenanigans? Koi? <laughs> Anything uh, you can let us in on? No, no. Everything was pretty mellow today with the group uh, team photo shoot today. So everyone kind of, uh, you know, acted politely until Coy came over and made fun of most of us. Right. You know. Did you guys uh, all? Did you? Did the whole team, the mechanics, and everybody, and the team manager, everybody get into the sh- uh, one big team shot again? Oh, oh yeah. We went from like twelve to. 32 people. <laughs> I bet, right? You know, I looked behind us, you know, behind the riders, and I was like, Jesus, look at all the people on the team now. <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, no, it's uh, it was good. But, no, not much shenanigans. We'll wait till tomorrow. Uh, um, Rob Hendrickson's in town, and then uh, Johnny and Benji will go out to the test track tomorrow. So, I'm sure a bunch of... Uh, not nice things will be said to each other. Tomo, how bad? How, can, <laughs> yes. you, can you believe that Phil is not riding outdoors for JGR? Can you believe that? I, I, I'm with you on this one, Mathis. I think it's, it's unbelievable. Crazy, although I don't, oh, he was, what? He finished fifth in the. I got fifth two series. years ago. Fifth place. Yeah, <laughs> he'll end up there. Yeah, up there. yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, Tomo. Anything else? Yeah. No, nah, hey, uh, Kenny. Um, I. Caught up with uh, Tim Dixon a few months ago. He was in Australia. Oh yeah, T-Bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to catch up with him again in February. He's back in Australia again. So. What's he doing there? Um, I his boss is an Australian guy. Races cars, so they race in a big 12-hour race out here. Oh, oh cool, okay. cool, so, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah big so, fan. You so got to do a got to do a podcast with him. Yeah, I should. That's a good idea. He big. I'm a big fan of Tim Dixon. I don't know what. I don't know what podcast. I don't know what. Podcast <laughs> it, is. Uh, know what it could turn. It could turn right very quickly, but it'd be fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Thanks, Tomo. Thanks. Uh, All right, guys. See you, Tomo. Yeah. See ya. Next up is uh, Crystal. Crystal, what's going on? Uh, what's your question hey. for Filthy Phil? I wanted. I wanted to know if him and Jamar are at the wedding were able to kiss and make up. Like, are there wedding pictures of them with their arms around each other? Like, mm-hmm. Phil, what happened at the wedding? Uh, I mean, I might have choked him out a little bit and stuff, but Jeremy and I actually kind of stayed, you know, um, even keel. I mean, we made we were all right, friends, just because of the bachelor party. We might have hugged a little bit just out of like drunkness, but <laughs> it was, you know, it was okay. You know, bachelor party was okay. Lit, if, though, if, I'll tell if, you that, if, Jesus. If you and Jerma were a ten before on the friendship level. And now, and then when everything happened, you were a two on the friendship. No, we were zero. Okay, you were, we were zero. zero. Okay, where are you they at? might have been negative. Yeah, where are you at uh, now? Where are you at now? Maybe a 1.2. <laughs> We've made progress with, with that. Um, how was the wedding? How was, how was Troll? 
Oh, dude. Was Troller Mass on the Bachelor Party? Oh, my God. It was terrible. <laughs> I didn't think a five foot three or four person could puke so much. <laughs> no. Was it coming out of his nose? Was, oh, dude. It was coming out of everywhere. <laughs> That's it was bad. Awesome. Oh, dude. Like, he woke up the day after his wedding, so it was about three days after the bachelor party. Dude, his eyes were completely red because he had barfed so hard. <laughs> like, he blew, you know, blood vessels in his Yeah, eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just hurling. Ah, right. oh, dude, it was epic. It was it was one of the best weddings I've ever been to, besides J-Mart being there. <laughs> but J-Mart did cry during, the bat, um, during his best man speech. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. He broke down like a little baby. It's unreal. <laughs> well, I guess I like, I'm, glad, I'm glad you guys are back together, sort of, kind of. Ah, dude. I was like, you up your dosage of uh, estrogen this morning or what? <laughs> I mean, like, Nile River flowing down the aisle. Oh, boy. It. Crystal, can you believe it? Yeah. I, I think they're two emotional men just in hiding. I think that they were probably in the back room hugging each other, hugging it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to disagree with that. Uh, have to, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, Crystal. Thanks for the call. Hey, uh, Steve. Yep. We just left Race Tech like an hour ago, and, and you saved us. You saved us like 120 bucks. I wanted to thank oh, you. Oh, nice. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Racetech.com. Love those guys. And uh, thanks, yeah, thanks for using the code. Yeah, they're great guys. Yeah. No, we actually went there. Louis gave us a tour of the whole place. It was an awesome facility. It was a really neat, a neat, neat thing. He took his time with my husband, and, and they think dialed in his suspension, and they're going to get it all. All taken care of is awesome. I appreciate it. Well, no problem. And tell you what, we're going to give you a fly racing grande roller gear bag and a, and a fly racing backpack also. So stay on the line. Awesome. Stay okay, on the line. And, uh, cool. Travis stay on the line, and I'll get you a discount to Pro Circuit when you uh, need it. Uh, Racetech.com, everybody. Uh, what happened to Fly and Phil Nicoletti Talks? I was trying so hard. Phil. They're out of budget, man. They're out of budget. Yeah. They paid. Dude, they that's paid. why the, that, that's why it didn't go through. Is because you were they, doing the talk. They pay Weston and yeah. they pay Weston and uh, and uh, what's the other guy number four? Too much money. Yeah, bag it, which you know is what it is. I I thought it would have been okay because uh, Fly only has well, they have the Husky team, but um, yeah. You know, I, I had I had uh, asked Max and you know this and that, but just yeah, it didn't work out. I was you know? calling Max and JT yeah. names on text. <laughs> I'm like, you guys. JT's are... not JT's not a fan anyway. You know? No, he's he not. just doesn't he doesn't get the logic in it. So yeah. it is what it is. No, it's was... like if someone wanted to pay JT to wear the gear, they, <laughs> they wouldn't pay him anything. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah. which I don't really mean that. I'm just saying that because I that's know. what he says about me. You I know. know. So um, it. Uh, it's what it is. Well, thanks for but, coming on, man. Thank you. Appreciate no. it. Um, glad to catch yeah. up with you. And uh, yeah, like I said, I would I would have came on a month and a half ago, but I was just too down in the dumps. <laughs> you really actually, he, he turned me down one time. He's like, I don't want. I got nothing good to say. Hey, Phil, do me a favor. When uh, those guys start rap balling me, just go. Hey, I got a message from Watson. Watson, if he was here, he would tell all you guys to suck it. <laughs> dude, they don't. They don't rap, boy. Dude. No, they're all they, my friends. They, they, nah, they just, they just scratch their heads like the rest of them. If they don't make fun of you, then they don't like you. You know what I mean? So that's what kinda... I always. Hey, that's what I always tell myself all the time because uh, I get a lot of shit around there. So.
Um, yeah, but dudes. they really don't like you. That's the problem. Yeah, well, guess what? You I'm, I'm going to release these tie downs on this 450 halfway down the 15 freeway. Or hey, you, know door open. Pretty, you know what's going to be pretty badass is that JGR will have two semis this year, and you're only allowed in the 451, not 250. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, I will be, uh, right. I, I will be, I'm an RM Army member like you now, Phil. We are we are RM Army members. Both At least of you'll us. be allowed in them. They'll probably put me in the middle. Hey, uh, did you think it's pretty funny? I smoked it with a golf ball yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Can you please tell us about Bro. this? <laughs> Bro, smoked them. Like, like, it was me, Hill, a couple mechanics, Dakota, so we went golfing, and I was probably 50 yards out from the green. And listen, I'm not a freaking golfer. Shocker. You know, none right. of us are. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I pulled out, like, an eight iron. I don't even know what I'm doing. And I whacked this sucker. And, dude, and before I could even say anything, like, I started laughing because I thought it was just going to go near him. Right. But then it bounced, like, off the concrete, and it took off even faster and smoked him right in the gut. And he just hurled. And I, dude, I laughed so hard I cried. You probably never hit a golf ball so hard in your life either, right? JGR star 250 rider and Phil takes him out. That's about right. Talk about JGR's black cloud, Watson. Hey, talking about that outdoor ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> so funny. So that's awesome. Yeah, that was a yeah that made my day yesterday. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so. Um, thank All you. Right. Appreciate it, and uh, we will. Uh, Good luck, sure Phil. We'll, we'll talk soon. I'm sure. All right. Thanks, Kenny. We'll see you guys at day one. All right. All right see bye. you, man. Bye. Phil it, everybody. JGR Suzuki. You know what I think about Phil's N-Fab, deal? N-Fab. I, I mean, honestly, I, he. I, I look at it this way. I know what you're going to say about him not riding, but he did okay last year on that bike. He was top 10. He was 11th, 10th, and then he had a couple. Well, like he got a fifth, fifth before. He got one fifth before Yeah, he got he a fifth out. before he got hurt. Yes. Yeah. But there ain't nothing any, really not much change in yeah. that class. It happened. Yeah, there's not a lot of guys moving up. So yeah. if he could bring a little bit more, it's not like he's not that, at that their speed level. He just needs to start with them. You know, and mm-hmm. the problem is, was him getting off the gate, and then he was picking them off. Just like you said, I started to think about, like you were saying about Jimmy D outdoors. I was like, hmm, you're kind of right, because Phil is that guy that outdoors is just a freaking hammer. Yeah, he just no, will got, not look, quit. Nothing against Jimmy D, but Phil's a better outdoor rider. He, you know, he just is. And uh, has Jimmy and, D ever got a podium outdoors? Oh no, 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 no. Um, all right, let's take a commercial break, shall we? Sure. Do you enjoy being back? I love it. It's good. Are you coming back full time? No. All right, everybody, take this commercial break. We'll be right back after this with Kenny Watson and much more. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. 
flyracing.com. The F2 carbon helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps Light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Everybody knows Race Tech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX. 17 you get a discount at racetech.com but besides that did you know racetech they are now the home of engines as well racetech suspension and engines great guys they've done a lot of great work for the uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work precision engine services are dyno flow bench and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability the racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship proven experienced team they're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. 
Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. 
Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking here. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. 
tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit, PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support.
McElroy Pop Mac Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks to Filthy Phil for coming on. Appreciate it. The great Kenny Watson in studio. He's back in the co-captain's chair. He's guiding us down the road of entertainment right now. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Guiding? Guiding. Can you turn me up a little bit, please? That'll work. All right. Perfect. He's trying to get a hold of Berluti. See if the nightmare is true. Oh, boy. Tony Berlude is back. Um, I just can't believe it. I just want to bring up, do you remember in Atlanta when Alessi torpedoed Brock and you wanted to rip Tony's head off when he, Tony kept saying he didn't do it on purpose? Yeah. And he was at mother effing all of us. And now you're his employer. Hey, don't forget, uh, if you're buying something from Amazon, uh, go to Amazon banner on pulpmex.com and click on the Amazon banner and buy something from Amazon. And we get a small slice of that. And I can afford to bring Kenny Watson and guys like that into studio. Flew him up here. First class. Yep. And I had a limo at the curb. Yep. With a hot driver. Bitches picking me up. Yep. Felt like a PIMP. Yes, you did. Michelin Starcross 5, everybody. You know this tire. We've had Randy Richardson in to talk about it. Our own Chris Kiefer had a little bit to do with the development, and the reviews are in on it, and it's a fantastic deal. Uh, four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross 5 complain- contain a completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, durable yet more flexible sidewall. Hey, that sounded like my night last night, but not the sand. Okay. Hard, medium, soft. <laughs> um, MichelinMotorcycle.com, wherever motorcycle tires can be purchased. Please check these out if you're in the market for a tire. You know, we got a lot of guys listening that are hardcore schmunschlops guys and schmidschbone and Spirelli. But uh, please check out uh, Michelin Starcross 5, man. I'm telling you, great reviews. People seem to dig it. So uh, thanks to uh, you people for supporting MichelinMotorcycle.com. Also, too, if you're in the in the market for a brace, the best neck brace out there, atlasbrace.com. Join Atlas. Help make the neck brace uh, brace great again. And uh, they're the fastest-growing neck brace company on the planet because they're making great neck braces great again. Flexibility. Tuck and roll suspension. Compliant, hey, can I ask you a question about the Compliant Atlas? collarbone padding make their gra- braces so great. Yes, go ahead. Shoot. Is uh, Alpine Star a sponsor of your show? Uh, they are a sponsor of the uh, Racer X podcast show. Oh, okay, because... They're the protection line. Yeah, yep. and, w- and I thought you said something about a neck brace they make, too. Yes, they make one also. Is that one good? I believe so, yes. Okay, because you said that one's the best one on the planet. So why would you promote one that's second best? We promote everything. That's, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. You know, I'm just checking your marks. Atlas said that you got me marks. Yeah, marks is marks has got you. Um, Alpine protects. Alpine Star protects the whole line. Uh, yeah. Also, too. I know they're both great. They are. Um, hey, so listen, uh, we're still going to get some questions for you, uh, Watson, uh, about the uh, the 450 class. You talked about which guys are your big question marks, uh, Cooper Webb being one of them. You have no questions about the 94. You're, no. You're, you're, you're good on that one. I'm good on three dudes right now. Muscan, Tomac, 94. I, I, I cut mean, top five in, that I really don't have any questions about that I think will be solid every week. Is there a dude who takes a leap? I, there's a dude out there that I think if he doesn't make a leap, he's going to take a leap backwards because the position he's in right now, it's the best of the best. And if you don't get your, if you're not bettering yourself and 
your results aren't better and you're clippy clippy you're you know riding and you're not doing better i think you need to figure it out like who is it brock oh because he's on the best of the best right now the best team supposedly the best equipment and training with the best trainer Mm -hmm. you know packed up and moved his whole life to florida and i talked to him about it and he understands like He's on a one-year deal. He's on a one-year one year deal. deal. Yep. It's either make it or break it. Produce or? Get cut loose. And it's pretty hard if you go there and you don't produce to get picked up from another team when you're on the best stuff. Uh, absolutely. Let's get some phone calls. Uh, Gibbs, what's up, Gibbs? How are you? Oh, not bad, man. I just uh, been, haven't been tuning in. I've been busy, been deployed. What been the fuck, Latvia. Gibbs? Why, well, you haven't been tuning in at all? No, I was in Latvia. We didn't have like anything. You don't have internet in Latvia. That's odd because I was there and they have internet. Well, I was I was with the Ford Presence Battle Group there with uh, all the other countries. So nobody knows what you're talking about. What is that? What? Canada actually runs operations like above like big countries. You'd be surprised. No, I was told on Twitter that I, as a Canadian, have the USA to thank for my protection. I was told that on no. Twitter. No, if right now Latvia is protected by Canada as the framework nation and America maybe supplies one plane. Suck it, everybody. Canada is protecting Latvia. Good yeah, to hear. We actually, yeah, the nice. Baltic. The Baltic uh, what's yeah. up, though, bro? What's happening? Okay, um, so, you know, you always just, I, I was going back, I was watching old races, and, and you always talk about the eye test, right? Yep. The eye test? Yep. Now, I'll just use this as an example. I look at James Stewart. I think he won a Millville 2014 there that against Kennard. Yeah. Uh, one, yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so he wins that. He looked okay. He won it. Won the overall. Then I look at James Stewart when he won in Toronto that same year, 2014. Mm-hmm. Now I compare that, both those that year, 2014, say to 2007. And Supercross 2014 looks, those guys, they look like they're going mock speed faster than they did in 2007. They just look like they're flying out there, hitting all their marks, everything. Everybody is. But then I look at the evolution of motocross, and I honestly can, and it's not just James, talk about all the guys, and I think they're going, when I watch it, and I watch them go around the middle of the track, to me it looks like they're going slower than the ones did. Hmm. Well, you're looking at motocross and supercross, right? Two different. Yes, but I'm comparing motocross, uh, say, five, five, eight, five years prior, and then and I and I honestly think maybe they're going slower or the same speed. Do you and think then Supercross? It looks like it's it's so, actually ri- rose and motocross mm, hasn't. Eh, interesting. That is interesting. Do you so? Do you think we'll go to, we'll go to two thousand and five? Do you think Ricky Carmichael in two thousand and five is going faster now outdoors than the dudes call it Ken Roxon did last year or Eli Tomac did this year? Because at, of that, at those top guys, those yep, top dudes yep. that are winning are going really fast, <laughs> really fast. And, 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 and I did watch Ricky Carmichael 2005, and I would say it honestly looked, it looks comparable to me. And, and I don't know, you, you well, guys go to older, bikes, you guys bi- know more. Bikes are 100% better. I'm not saying 100% yeah, they, better, but I mean 100% without a doubt, bikes are better in 2017. Suspension, electronics, everything. You know, so 
the guys should be going faster nowadays than they were back in the carbureted four-strokes days. Yeah, you know it's crazy though. It's funny you say yeah. that because I was listening, like I, I, I was like listening to this other podcast the other night, and I went back and I looked at like you say you look at like 1997, right? And then you go back and you look at. 1987 Supercross, yep. and how Big slow difference. do those dudes look like Big they're going? Difference. Yeah, that's that's why that's why Gibbs is crazy because he's been in Latvia too long to say that the guys were faster back then. But no, no. and I agree with that. But you go back to say Ricky Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart, and them, and it doesn't even watching it, it does. You don't see that gap that you've seen from I find from 87 well, until 97. Let's uh, let's bring in our own Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. JT, you've been on the hold here. You've been listening to Gibbs talk about the levels over the years. What do you think? Um, yeah, a couple things. You know, the gap, if you're talking about the gap between 2007 and 19, yeah, there's a, a massive, massive difference. Um, I mean, you went, you went from two strokes with really, really, you know, completely different technology to four strokes with, you know, probably 20 more horsepower, and probably, you know, the same weight or lighter. Um, yeah, and they have the traction control too through the ignition, right? Oh, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Now, now they do. Not so much then. Not yeah, much yeah, then, yeah. But um, the yeah, but from I, 2007 I to, to today, much less difference. The bikes are better, but that, but but much much less difference from '87 to '07. I mean, you know, I, I think if you compare yeah, yeah. the speed, yes. yeah. The, the guys like you know, if if you looked at Ricky at Southwick in 2005 and Tomac last year at Southwick, I think Eli was going faster, um, just based on technology. They, you know, yeah. I think the bikes have allowed him to go a lot faster, you know, in the last 10 years. Um, but it's, it's definitely nothing near the gap that it was, you know, go back to 90. Yeah. 87 to 97 or something. Yeah. Um, oh, there you go, Gibbs. We all think you're crazy that they're faster now than they've ever been indoors yeah. and out. So. You okay? All right. Well, you okay, Gibbs? You're gonna yeah, be able to handle that, yeah, or what? Okay. Yeah. So I actually would agree. I would agree with Gibbs that I don't think it's. I don't think it's that visually different to watch like Ricky race outdoors and then watch Eli race outdoors. Visually, it's not that much different. I just think it would be a little bit here and there, just because the bike is a little bit better. You know, on a track like Washougal, he's just getting better traction because of EFI and all that. It's not. Stuff, it's so. not popping and farting around the track. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I watch Supercross, and I think they're going insane faster. But then when I watch outdoors, I just I'm like I'm not really seeing it. I just I feel like they're going around the track. Yeah, I, I would agree with yeah. that. I would, I would agree. Yep. All right, Gibbs. Well, hey, well, right, welcome well, back to the show and listening to the show and everything. Uh, I was in yeah, Win- I was in Winnipeg over the weekend, by the way. Yeah, I, I was at the same game. I went to the same hockey game. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Check you out. I was in Winnipeg for a course, so yeah, I was at the game, and I even snuck down and got better seats and everything for free. Oh, did you? We were in, we were living sweet life with my buddy. He has a suite there, so we were in there. Oh, nice. Should have tweeted me, Gibbs. I would have you would have could have come by. That's cool. You guys are tight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys enjoyed. I'll be tuning in from uh, Kuwait this year. Oh, fantastic! Good to hear. Yeah. Canadian yeah. military in action, everybody. You hear that, Gibbs? Yeah. Do they yeah, ride happens. on uh, like mounted uh, like mounties on horses? Uh, here like, we go. Protect, here like, we go. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, we use a lot of archaic practices in the desert. Like we're not known to always use the fanciest equipment, but you know what? Nothing sniffs out of IED better than a dog. There we so, go. Nothing. Weege would agree. Hey, Weege would agree. Do you, for, do you need a bass? Hey, Gibbs, you need a bass down for that? For the amount of. It, no, that wouldn't be very good. But uh, per the amount of soldiers that went into Afghan- Afghanistan, we've seen the least deaths. 
These we just capita. Yeah, because we're, we're exploding dogs. We're an elite fighting force. Hey, it looks like one of his dogs has an IED strapped Thanks, to the uh, side of him ready. Thanks, Gibbs. <laughs> Dog yeah, has a tumor in the size of a freaking frisbee. For 2018, you know like that? for 2018, know, right? Fly Racing's Sorry. created the lightest, most comfortable, and durable gear yet. Gear that lasts and gear that performs ride after ride, race after race. Flyracing.com. Best gear out there, bro. I would love for Marks to be a little more active in tonight's show, but he's very Fly pre- gear, best out there, preoccupied bro. over there. He can't quite get to things. So, Yeah, JT, what's up, buddy? How are you, Watson? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Just, you guys- uh... You guys ready to go racing or what? Uh, 33 to 32 days away. Um, <laughs> we're getting no, closer. I understand that. Yeah, that's, that's a fair answer. That's yeah. a fair answer. <laughs> you know, it's not a factory team and you're 33 days out. It seems like it's a eternity. But yeah, it's chaos. It's, it's not chaos really, but. Out. Do you yeah. need any, any help from me at all, marketing-wise, Watson? No, I wasn't asked JT if. Uh, Put the mic down. I was going to ask JT if. There we go. If. Thank uh, you. If he needed uh, any more help um, with his experience, because it seems like everybody's doing a, you know, a, a fan experience. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. I think we're going to do one with Hanson next. <laughs> yeah. Friends like these, Watson. Dude, you should have patented that deal. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could patent it, Watson. Patent that idea. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. It's not like a. It's, it's not like a working stuff. patent. It's it is. A... You can patent it. Oh, you can. Yeah. Oh, why'd you patent it, JT? Because he didn't I, yeah. think his best friend would rip Must his balls off. Ugh, yeah, but you know what, yeah, dude? Some, some along those lines. Hey, at the end of the day, though, was was that your like? Is that how you got paid? Is that your funding? Or does it go to the team? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm paid by Forrest. It's it's Forrest deal. It was you know the team started it. Yeah, um, but hey, you know what? There's enough. There's enough people to go around. People that are going go yeah, to no, go to see I, Chad I mean, Reed are going to go to see Chad Reed, not. You know, totally, yeah, I, I, I'm not thrilled about it, but I can't do anything about it. I just uh, well, why yeah, don't you talk to Chad? Maybe you guys interact, and whenever people nah. go to Chad reads, they go to yours too, and your goes to Chad. Nah. I don't think I'll be doing any of that talking stuff you're mentioning. <laughs> oh, so is it bad blood between you guys right now? It's, it's war, everybody. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I have I haven't talked to him. I like I said, I don't plan on doing any of that talking thing you're mentioning. Oh. All right. Well, if it makes you feel any better, and this is just me thinking out loud, if it's, it, <laughs> oh I would, oh I would boy. really think that Chad wouldn't even think about doing that. Someone else had to put that in his ear because I don't think that that would be the farthest thing from that guy's mind. Probably. No, he's he's wanted to do it for a long time. He he wanted me to do it for him. He wanted me to leave Forest Team and do it for him three years ago. Oh, um, and then he I said, just, "F you, JT. I'm doing it, it myself. You don't want to do it." Well, pretty much. I mean, three years later, yeah. So I've I've known he's wanted to do it for a while. Yeah. Well, his there, team... was, there was just a few aspects of it I wasn't pumped on, but it's it's all right. I mean, it's it's free market. It's America. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. team manager. Uh, I was trying to help him out on some stuff. So uh, yeah, it's gonna right. be interesting. Uh, but uh, good to talk to you, buddy. You too, man. All right, guys, you guys just want to just carry the show. How's business? I'll, I'll how's everything well, going at Fly Racing? You have a you have a minute. We could just get a quick hug, real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just yeah, want to find. I just got one question, then I'll let Steve take over. You don't though. You said you had one question to fill, uh, and then okay. you had eighteen questions. Uh, this is one more I got okay. for JT. All right. Why didn't you guys hire Phil? Yeah, it's bullshit. Total bullshit. You put uh, him in O'Neill, bro. You were ready to put him in <laughs> O'Neill over that. You could have paid him peanuts, dollars, pennies on the dollar. No, I'll, be, I'll, be got him. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest. No, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the main reason was... Don't is, say, oh, uh, we're, out, we're out of budget. 
No, no, no. He didn't have an outdoor deal. And for yeah. us, with, you guys are the fly, fly people. Yeah, for us being the sponsor of outdoors, it's a huge deal. Okay, let me ask you a question. So he only yeah. has a Supercross contract with his deal right now. So if he does get a ride for the outdoors, you guys will put him in fly. <laughs> uh, we we were we made him an offer for the whole season, but he couldn't he couldn't basically do it Safer, because he didn't have right. an outdoor deal. Right. Okay, but what happens if he does get an outdoor deal and he's at the end of Supercross and he's like, "All right, I'm in for 12 races, and this is I want to hit the Fly 360 booter in my Fly gear." <laughs> I mean, we could certainly revisit it. Like I said, we were in. All right, we I'll hit you up. I'm going to be representing Phil Nicoletti from this point yeah. on. All right, fair enough. I thought Lucas was doing it. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> oh, Wait, what about Justin Amschultz? I thought he was the guy hey, pulling the strings. I heard Lucas is doing everyone. To, I, he does Ryan Villapoto now. You yeah. know that because Bobby's gone. Yep, yep. That yep. kind of blew my mind. Um, hey, right on. But kudos to him. I do. Right. I do Ricky Carmichael. By the way. Oh boy, here JH does. No. All right. Hey, so uh, JT. Um, yes. I asked Kenny, uh, I went to Texas to you earlier, but I didn't. It's bad show prep by me. But I asked Kenny, I, I ran down the 450 riders um, for the, the 2018 season and asked Kenny if he had yeah. any questions about it. And he didn't have any questions about 94. He said, Kenny Watson 100% believes that uh, the 94 will be ready to go, ready to win. You know, he's not, he'll be fine, right? So, yeah. Um, I, I brought up Kenny's post the other day on Instagram, and I, uh, and I would tell Kenny to his face that uh, I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't like the fact that he's, you know, he kind of called out people who were saying, Marv looks so good, and Marv's winning all these races, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and like, Kenny's, in his mind, it's 100% cool for Kenny to think, like, uh, you know, I don't give a shit about Marv. I'm going to win, and that's fine. No problem. That's great. But I he kind of was, to me, you know, a little bit insulting to all the fans who are getting excited for Marv and fans who are getting excited for Tomac and him and all the shit that we do to talk about this sport. Kenny was almost like talking down to us or them or whatever. What's your take on it? Am I crazy? No. You know, it's, it's a funny thing because I think, I think Kenny is, is very unique in the fact that he's so outspoken, uh, not too dissimilar from Chad in that way where mm-hmm. they really – don't care about sharing them, you know, what their real feelings are. Um, in this case though, I mean, in sports in general, not just supercross and motocross, the whole industry is run off of fans sharing their opinions, getting excited, wanting to spend money in the sport, wanting to buy tickets, wanting to watch the race on TV. So of course there's going to be tons of conjecture and people reading yeah. columns and commenting. I mean, that's what drives the sport, right? You know? That's, that's what pays so that's what allows American Honda to pay Kenny, you know? And yeah. uh, I, I don't know that he sees that side of it yet just because you, you're so tunnel vision when you're racing. But, you know, my, my perspective now, I, I totally get it. Without, without everybody being excited and wanting to spend their hard-earned money in the sport, uh, there is no sport. So I, I can see why, you know, in one side I can see why he got upset and he's fired up and, and – just kind of wants to shut everybody up, but which other, is cool, right? Uh, That's great, but right, yeah, yeah. But he's he's got to kind of understand that. Hey, like. All these people being excited and, and wondering what's going to happen. That's, and that's talking, why I make millions of dollars. And talking about uh, Marv have momentum because he's won all these races. Yeah. That's well, all. You know, that's yeah, all. Excite, I, yeah, excitement and hype is what drives dollars. I mean, that's that's a fact. Yeah. Steve, are you agreeing with with Jason when you're saying you didn't you didn't approve with what he said? Can, uh, 
No, I, for the reasons that JT's laid out, laid out, and JT's agreeing with me. Yeah, I, I agree with Steve as far Thank as I, I think it's silly to be mad at fans, a media. I mean, we're trying to create more hype and more money for the sport and get people excited. And okay, I misunderstood what Steve said then to me because it no. made me sound like Steve didn't like what Kenny said because he thought that Kenny was just being like, you know, screw yeah, you that's guys. that's what we're both saying. JT and I are saying we didn't like the post. You're saying you did not yeah, like his I, post. Yes, yes. What I thought JT was saying was Kenny has to understand that this is the fans, right? They're commenting on – you're commenting on what he's saying, and they're commenting on what they're saying, and that's what pays the bills. Correct? So why if, – if Kenny can't comment and say those things, why should anybody else not be able to – Re- retaliate and say, hey. Just because he's one of the guys, like he's got a lot of fans and he's one of the guys we're talking about and wondering about. In any other ball, any other sport, they, they do that. I just felt like it was a little out there. That's all. That's fine for Kenny to do whatever he wants. It doesn't matter. Right, it's I'm going to tell him that you and JT think don't think he's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, for me, it's not even about who's going to win and who's not. For me, it's about understanding that all of the people wondering is what makes the sport cool and exciting and a reason yeah. that we all have jobs. And Kenny was saying that don't even talk about that. Don't even wonder about that. Like, it, it's that, that means nothing. You know what I mean? And we're like, right. well, okay. Like, maybe it won't. Maybe Kenny comes out at A1 and just kills I, I understand it, at right? that point if people yeah. can say, well, you don't know this yet. But you have almost, you almost had a career-ending injury, and you're just saying, yeah. Well, I yeah. Get, I, I get mean, that. But me personally, I'm a believer. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it, that believe, has nothing to do with it. Yeah, me. I just can't believe you and JT are just so against him like that. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess it's – I guess for me it's – you know, I think he, and he will, as he gets older and wiser, seeing the big picture of like, yeah, everybody wondering how I'm going to do, man, that's, that's awesome. He's, he's got to know himself. Like I'm going to shut everybody up when it's time to go yeah. You know, in January, but all these people getting excited. I mean, that's, that's what makes the sport cool, man. Right. Like that's what people do. That's what Twitter is about. That's what Twitter is. Basically, yeah. You know? yeah. Like, do you think, think Stu would ever come out and say that? Century. No, no, he would never say anything. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just no. saying. I mean, most people wouldn't. RC, you know, most people would never. Yeah, aren't, RC aren't would that never. outspoken, you know. Oh, yeah, and right. I like it to an extent. I love the fact that Kenny shares his real opinion. I think just when you start to turn it negatively towards the fans, I just don't see any upside towards that. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think uh, JT said. Was it. he saying it towards more the fans or the media? Uh, both. I think both, yeah. Right, JT, both. I, yeah. And we're we're yeah, we're I mean we're trying to interpret his words, but I, yeah. I felt a little bit of both, yeah. Yeah. But hey, whatever. Well, I didn't look at I thought it was more the media, but he said you guys is is Stu your second rider? Is, is that what you <laughs> uh no. Watson said that team uh one hundred might have another rider, so I'm just guessing. It might be Stu, no? Uh maybe one of them. Maybe. <laughs> what is Malcolm doing? He's on a Cowie? Yeah, he's riding a Cowie, and what I understand... You know, I have to text somebody right now about that. Okay, okay. go ahead. This, is, this yeah. is what he's doing. He's riding a Cowie, and he he had an opportunity to go racing out of a semi and do all this like he did last year, but he thought his feeling is after seeing what Dean did last year and came out and had some decent results, and he was out of a Sprinter van, and... He didn't look like he had that much help. It's he thinks that Dean got a ride because of that, not because of his results. 
So his thought is... <laughs> I, I don't know. But if, yeah. if that's really the reasoning, I don't know, bro. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing is that people will see him that he's really out there in a sprinter van doing a few races and, you know, he wants to ride a Cowie because he said he liked the Cowie and okay. it was something different. And uh, I've talked to someone really close and said that he's had the opportunity for them to put a program together and he said, no, he no. wants to huh. do it you know, that way. Right. Well, so speaking of that, what, what, what do you think happened to big James? I heard it was he in the hospital. Like he got hurt I, or I, something. I didn't hear anything. Did you see that? Yeah, he was in the hospital. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I, I never heard why or hopefully yeah. it wasn't being life threatening. You know? Yeah. Well, well hopefully good, get luck. Well. Yeah, get good well. luck. Good luck finding out either way. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay. So I saw is... something, somebody commented on a picture saying, you know, with, they were in the medical field or something. And by looking at what was happening in the room and the static, like it wasn't, it didn't look like anything too crazy. Like there wasn't anything, uh, as far as like his IVs and any, and the, he wasn't in ICU and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So hopefully it was just something, you know, yeah, okay. but it's not like, you're gonna, it's not like they're going to say, Hey, send cards and flowers to this address. Everything's fine. Out of that um, camp. All right. So JT, so, uh, Pike and, and, and Bogle and Seeley and Kenny, and Tomac and Grant and Muscan and Tickle and Barsha and Webb, like who do you, who's the biggest? What about the, you? Keep leaving two well, out because I'm not. There's nothing. Anderson and Wilson, all right. Um, which I'm pretty sure they're not going to make your list here. Which guy or guys, JT? And I'm putting you on a spot here, but who do you have questions about the most going into 18? Like, what's the biggest question you have? You forgot about Baggett too. Yeah, I think we don't have questions. I don't think. Like, you don't? No, I don't. I don't. He, he is he, like, I tried to pick the guys that I have questions. About. Where do you think Baggett um, will finish? Baggett's going to be a top five guy, top five I, or six guy. I would agree. With, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, Baggett, I think Baggett beats Tickle. Baggett beats Tickle. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I think they'll go back and forth. Some. Yeah. 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 I think that's going to be the podium, rival. Podium possibilities. I think yeah. Tickle steps up for sure. I think he has to, yep. JT. We were talking about it earlier. Like, he has the best bike. He's supposed to be with the best trainer. He has the best of the best for now. If he doesn't take a step to the next level, he's going to have a hell of a time finding a ride in the future. Well, this is his best opportunity ever, and I think yeah. he knows that, and I think everybody would agree with that. Yeah. This is, yeah. I'm not saying do or die. That's a bit, it's a bit, you uh, know, yeah. dramatic, but I think this is his best chance to, to you know, step well, up to the next well, level. You know the way I live, do or die, man. Put my nuts out there. <laughs> right. Everyone yeah. knows that about you, Kenny. Everyone yeah. knows that. And I'm dying right Balls now. Balls on the handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I got a cool picture. Love this Steve. guy right here. All right. Uh, so, JT, Watson said web and tick. couple of question marks. And Seeley. And Because you were supposed to look up. Yeah, Marks was supposed to look that up. He never did. Marks is 100%. I, I would try to talk to him, and I'm like, no, what are you dude, doing? He's no, giving me he's, this one. What yeah. are you doing over there, dude? No, dude, trust me. it's Dude, this is bad. It's really bad. Dude, tits was never that shitty. No, no, no it's terrible over there. What are you doing? Are you working it's or something? It's an absolute shit show in that corner. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Yeah, it's an bullshit. absolute shit show going you know, on. And, and and I think this might. I think he might be fined. You know who? Even, even What's-His-Chops would never do that. Even though he sucked, you thought. Gibbs. Gibbs. Devin. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Just because you backflip doesn't mean you could slack, bud. <laughs> All right. Can we get – can you look up Sealy's stats? Because my computer, the stupid AMA Adobe thing, nothing comes up. 
So look up Seeley's stats. You just okay. have to ask JT. JT. He's Se- a fucking vault. Seeley finished every race last year, correct? Supercross. Supercross. Like without DNFing? Or well, no, just raced, raced every main event. Injuries. Last year. Um, he got fifth in the series or something. So I believe so. That doesn't mean shit. All right. Watson. I believe so. Okay. Uh, I think he missed I can a tell you real quick. I, think, yeah. I was it outdoors he got hurt, maybe? Yeah, outdoors he did. Okay, but yeah. I think he might have missed a couple okay. rounds in Supercross. All right, no, he didn't, but Marks will look it up whenever he's done okay. with fucking okay. everything up. All right, so JT, go ahead. Question marks. Um, I think, you know, first and foremost, it has to be Kenny. I mean, I think. Nope, Kenny said, Watson said he's fine. Stamp it. Well, I, okay, well, I, I would disagree. Okay, then I'm um, really going to tell him now what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Kenny's yeah, got his phone in his head. He's been typing. I'm texting him right now. Put the pulp show <laughs> on. Jason Thomas is fucking bashing you. Dewey <laughs> missed three races. Oh, Supercross, he did? Yeah, he missed Not too bad for a fucking part time meathead. <laughs> I apologize, Kenny. You should yeah, apologize. Seventh, seventh in the series. Oh, fifth to seventh. That's a big drop, yeah. and that's no bonus money. All those people in the chat room are 95% dildos. dildos. Exactly. That, that, that's me today. 95% dildo. All right. Okay, JT. So Kenny's a question. Uh, yeah, I don't. other than that, I, I feel like we kind of know what to expect. The real question I have is kind of who's, who's, who's the favorite? Who deserves to be the favorite? You know, I, I think on paper. Ask Kenny Roxon. Well, I think on paper, when you have Tomac who won, should have won 10 races. If he wanted to win 10 races, he could have. Uh, that's hard to not say he should be the favorite. But I don't think that's the full picture because, as you said, Ken Roxon would tell you 100% he should be. And, you know, he won the first two races and looked like the best guy last year before he went out of the series. So I, I can't argue it, really. What about, uh, do, you think, the, do you think bringing those three races in the other formats going to change a little bit? You know what? For the for the overall picture, I really don't because it's still going to be three main events to get one overall finish where the points are handed out. So I don't think you're going to see a ton of variance. If uh, if you had three main events on that night and all three of them paid points, that could be a different that could be a different story. Um, but when it's an overall finish, you know, between three main events, I think it kind of comes back to the middle a little bit. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, you know, Marv, Marv too. If you know you're just going off the rider with all the momentum, I think you have to point to Marv for that. Um, the biggest questions I have for Marv, as we've talked about here, is uh, his whoop side. He's just not good. He's just not good in big whoops. There's really no other way to put it. There's no way to sugarcoat it. It's just a weakness for him. It's been a liability his whole Supercross career. And you know, he's he's an incredible rider, and he can get away with it in most cases. But the weekends where he can't, he could give up a lot of points. And you can go back and you can look at races throughout his whole career. And, and it's something that I've kind of harped on for years, so I've always paid really close attention to it, and it never fails. Unless he can find some magical rhythm to jump through there, I, he, it's just a huge liability on those weekends. And at uh, those races, he struggles. You know what? It's funny you say that because like, I think about Marv, and I, I told Steve this earlier. I said, everyone's all hot. Marv did this. Marv won Monster Cup. Marv won this race. Marv won that. But think about who is Marv racing in those races? Like, Tomac got hurt the first race in Monster uh, Cup. I don't see how you could not 
then you got who he raced Anderson and he raced Wilson and any of those and, other races. And Baggett and um and Brayton and Anderson and Seeley and Osborne and Wilson, yeah. 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 He's gonna yeah. win races. I, I I would argue with anyone who says he's not gonna win did races. Did he did he how many did he win just, last year? One? Marv two. Uh, he should have won two. Well, he should have won New York. Oh, so yeah. One. Yeah. Air, air quotes mistake. So uh, saying a guy has won one race is going to win a win a title? Is, no, I don't think JT said No, no, no. no, 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 no. He's going to win races. No, but that's what I think Ken's biggest thing was, is everyone saying, oh, Marv has this thing wrapped up, and you guys everyone. No one would say Marv has this wrapped up. Like, I, I, I wouldn't even put him as a favorite. No. Not for me. No. I, no. I, I but that's what Ken was saying. In this yeah. post, right? Okay, well, there's saying, also Facebook things with saying James Stewart's racing next year. So, like, <laughs> you can believe. There's always somebody you can believe. But any legitimate media source or fan. Are you calling yourself legitimate now? No, not me, but even, any other okay. legitimate media source. Call Sealy, seven. Um, uh, would have to say Eli Tomek is the favorite going in next you, when year. You, when you should have won ten races, I, I'm giving him ten because it's you know, we can't even count Vegas as a real race. He I would, would have won that you. race going away. I would agree with um, you. It's hard when you've won over half the races the year before to not have that guy as a favorite. And your your biggest competition, who I would say is Kenny, when I think he's going to be really good, but he's still got some hurdles to overcome. You know, sure. I, there's no way that arm's as strong as it was, you know. So um, when you play it all out like that, when Marv's won a couple races but never really been a title threat, and Eli was everything, you know, it, that is a title threat last year. He's got to be on paper the, the favorite. You know, my biggest concern is, like you talk about Ken, is that he comes into that first round and he just wants to fucking shut everybody up and he just freaking puts the balls on the front. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to have everyone around him saying, dude, it's a first race, get through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's just out like, you know, and I'm backing him too. Like, fuck, you're going to kill everybody, go smoke them. Right. I think that's going to be, I think, you know, like back in the day when Tomac came in, everyone was like, yeah, you're going to kill it. And then he went out the first round and got hurt. Yep. You know, I think yep. that's going to be a big question mark right there. Get through it. <clears throat> take a fifth, take you know, a my, fourth. My my big question is what, you know, it's okay to go fast at the practice track and, and everything's very calm and, you know, you have a static environment. But when you race, you're bumping around and there's first turn crashes and, it, you know, is his arm strong enough to, to take a crash right now? Yeah. I, that's what I wonder about, you know, all the, all the, the crazy stuff that goes on in a race day, that's where I worry. I, I don't worry that he can go fast. Uh, he's one of the most talented riders I've ever seen in my life. I'm just worried about it holding up over 17 races. Yeah, that's true. I never Quite thought about true. it like that. Like, I mean, that's – who knows? I mean, he falls down and just falls down on the ground and puts his hand out and, you know. Yeah, that, that's the stuff where you can't control. You know, it doesn't even have to be his fault. He can make ride a perfect race, and if somebody yeah. just, you know – loses the front end in front of him or runs into him in the first turn and does something stupid. That's, that's the stuff I worry about. Um, one thing I think talking about the new format, three rounds have three main events. Um, that favors Marv greatly. No whoops. Uh, I don't know about the whoops of those races, just the short races, the starts and the short races that favors Marv. I think, you know, like that moves the needle a little bit towards him. Not, not all the way. Maybe, maybe away from Maybe away from Eli, but I don't think you could take anything away from Kenny in that scenario. I think Kenny is just a huge question mark, man. Or a guy me. like Seeley. I mean, he's a, yeah. you know if he gets he's a sprinter, he's a guy that usually gets caught from behind at the end. You know, yeah. I think it's a, a lot of those guys. They could hang it out. They don't. They don't have to. You know, they don't have to. You uh, sound uh, you sound very iffy on Kenny. 
Mark's just hit me up on IM. What did you want about Sealy? That's how he's into it. This show. This is wow. Right? That was ten minutes ago. Dude, that we just said it. Uh, what are we gonna do, Watson? You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know, but that's not my place to, uh, well, to say. Pretend but you were I, sitting in the co-host chair like you did for I would three get years. out the scissors. You would? Yep. Yep, clippy-clippy. Or put them on probation. Yeah, maybe probation. Yeah. He'd probably take probation. What? With his attitude over there, I can see he'll fucking love probation. <laughs> or he's probably going to say, hey, is it possible uh, I can leave early tonight? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, what did you say, JT? Sorry, before Mark hit us up with that question. Um... Oh, I said you don't. You sound pretty iffy on Kenny. Like, um, I am, uh, dude, dude. I've heard from people around him that he's going as fast as ever. Mm-hmm. But did you see some of those photos of his arm? Like it's not back. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. I just got question marks, man. He uh, can't open his arm I, I, all the way. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that matters. Opening it. I up guess all we're. The way. I guess we're in the same boat with that. I, in a race environment, it's so much different than practicing by yourself you know yeah. I, I i would agree with that i think the strength of the arm and how it can hold up is my biggest question i, I don't question his ability i, oh, I yeah, no, that sure. arm in a you know main event where, had a, it's like four out there i think he should have went somewhere and had some gate drop before like maybe no went, no i don't worth taking so. the chance not, not for me i don't know where do you where do you get gate drops that are you know, not going to, not going to take any chance of hurting yourself and it's in the right environment. And uh, I don't know. I think it's, it's, the, it's tough to do because I, I wouldn't want to do it until maybe like the weekend before, but then there's really nowhere to race, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I don't think he's ready to race right now, I guess is what I'm saying. And, and right now is when the races are. Okay. Yeah. No, it'd be interesting to see. And that's why we're all talking about all this. This is great. This is exciting. Like three of these dudes and can Anderson take a leap? You know, can Anderson, I think he can win races, but can he take the leap to being consistent, dude? I don't know, but this is all great stuff that we're talking about, and it's an exciting series for sure. Ryan Dungey is not just going to, you know, podium everybody to death in 2018. You know, it's not going to happen. I think, uh, sorry to mean to cut you off. Um, Do you feel Anderson's been a bit underwhelming in this offseason? I would have thought he'd be better. And that's not saying he hasn't been been good or anything, but I mean, Marvin... Well, you know he's had a big change in his program, right? He's been in California the whole time, and he's not going back there until yep. the season, until they go to the East Coast. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he's following the Baker program, but not in Florida. No, he's following the Baker program, <laughs> but not following the Baker program. Right. There's some concerns. And There's some concerns there. Jason I'll, I'll Anderson is <laughs> hanging low under the radar, which yes. shows me a little concern. Yeah. El Hombre. Um, you know what? And some of it is cashing in in these off-season races, and I guess you can't blame a guy. He probably made 60, 70 grand for a couple of races. Yeah, probably. You know? JT, what do, you, what do you think about the number two? Randall Poto? Yeah. No. Uh, no, the number two. What are you talking about? Oh, Webb, sorry. <laughs> um, Fuck, you're a dinosaur. <laughs> I forgot. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, I don't have him as in my title picture. You know, I think he'll have good weekends and bad weekends, kind of similar to 2017. I mean, he hasn't had the most calm of all seasons. You know, he had that injury at, uh, in Jacksonville, which set him back and, um, going, you know, going into the off season with an injury sucks because it just ruins everything. So, 
I I think just like what we saw last year, the weekends where he's feeling it and the track conditions work out for him, uh, he'll be up front. Um, and then the week, the other weekends, we'll just kind of be scratching our head and wondering what he's doing. I can't, but I can't think of a rider on the bike too, right? I can't think of an, another rider in recent years where just everybody thinks he's gone next year. Like there's, like every single oh, yeah. team I, and person are like, he's, he, yeah, he's, he'll yeah. be a KTM next year. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like, I believe that. Too. Yeah, and I don't know if it's yeah. true or not, but it's. It's phenomenal how everybody just thinks that every team in the pits, everybody, every agent, well, every I, you know. I think there's, I think there's reason to think that you know KTM was the team that was pursuing him. They just didn't pay him as much. They weren't offering as much money as Yamaha did. So, I think the interest is still there. And I think I don't. From the outside, it doesn't look like this Yamaha venture has gone all that swimmingly so far. Mm-hmm. So if he's looking to make a move, that seems like the most likely home. You know, I it, think we're just putting pieces together. And when you talk about his teammate, it's a little odd that Barsha's only got a six-race deal. Ah, uh, but maybe there's there's maybe they're thinking Millsaps is coming back. Yeah, that's we'll see. I, I think right. there's a lot of moving parts to that deal. Um, it would not surprise me. I'll just say this: it would not surprise me in the least. Even one percent surprised if he rides the whole series for Yamaha. No, no, me neither, me neither. But right now, the deal's for six races, so um, right, I'm with you on yep. that too. Um, all right, JT, uh, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, boys, I appreciate it, Kenny. Good to talk to you. You too, buddy. Jason thirty six at AOL dot com. If you're interested in the uh, AOL, RM- a- AOL, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is that correct. Was, yep. What is it? Thirty six at AOL. Yeah, his his two thousand and one number. Um, <laughs> uh, so people, um, if you are interested in the, uh, RM ATV MC KTM VIP program, not Chad Reed's program, the best one out there, everybody, um, <laughs> you want to hang out with the team, you get some free goodies, you get to walk the track, you get to hang out, email JT and he will hook you up. Anaheim one sold out, but I'm sure there's some yep. other, other. So, openings. Hey, who's going to do Chad's VIP experience? Uh, one of my other best friends, Dan Truman. <laughs> no way. <laughs> are you kidding I me? I wouldn't lie to you. Uh-uh. Oh my God! So he's not allowed oh, under that. Things are <laughs> things are tense in the pulp universe right now, for sure. So I bet you Forrest is not for. I can see Forrest being very. And then you upset. got then you got Burner and Chad. Yeah, there's a that there's, go- a, there's a whole lot going on here. <laughs> oh wow! All right, well, it wouldn't be like us to exploit that or anything and talk about it for three weeks. Forrest. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good luck with all that, JT. I'll see you at uh, right. one. I'll come by and say hi. It's been a it's been a real hoot. If you want to do the. Uh, uh, 100 living VIP. Contact Kenny Watson. Yeah, yeah contact me. You can come <laughs> over and uh, sit under our easy up. <laughs> uh, thanks, JT. Appreciate it. Later, right, buddy. Guys. Good talking to you. Appreciate it. Uh, let's get to Morgan. He's been on hold. Morgan, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, good. How are you guys? Good. What's happening? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot. Hey, um, you know, earlier in the show, you guys were talking about, um, you know, Brock Tickles on a, a make or break year. Yeah. And he's got and he's got to do kind of well. Um, I mean, what what do you guys? I, I'm I'm fairly newer to the sport. I've had four or five years maybe. But what do you guys consider a good year for him? Uh, a couple of podiums, some top fives, and and you know, well inside the top ten in points to me is a good year. A good year, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Long as he shows, long as he shows improvement and consistently he's up there, um, and staying healthy is a big part of it, and showing that he has the speed to improve from where he's at. Yeah, I would say one thing, Watson. If Tickle has a weakness, it's raw speed. Like, you never see him 
yeah. whole shot yeah. and just lead laps. Sprint. He's all, he's yeah. always that guy. Like, yeah. it's crazy though because a couple times he's he pulled it. Like he was yeah. fastest in you know qualifying yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But when he goes out to race, he's more of a. I would say he's more of a rider that's more. <coughs> excuse me. How do I put it? What's the word I'm looking for, Steve? He's he's not doesn't have that raw speed. He's he holds back a little bit, and he's more of a precise rider. He wants to hit all his marks, and he's not he's not blowing through corners, and he's not doing that. He'll go s- slower to try to go faster, and that doesn't always work out for him. Yeah. Uh. Huh. Gotcha, guys. Well, I appreciate your time. No problem. Thanks, Morgan. Hey, Morgan, take it easy. Take, take it easy, hey, bud. Appreciate right. it, Morgan. Thank yeah, you. Later, buddy. Uh, Gear Alloy cold call. Let's find out about the uh, the KTM experience today. They had their uh, unveiling the new bikes, and uh, so the guys did some laps. Gear Alloy cold call. GearAlloy.com. Get your trucking gear. Pulpamex seventeen is the code at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Who are you calling? Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. Sometime co-host. Hello. Michael Lindsay. Hey, it's, how are you doing? Steve Mathis on the Pulp MX Show, Gear Alloy Cold Call. What are you doing, bro? Oh, I'm sitting here editing some video from uh, today over at uh, KTM Launch. And that's what we called you about. KTM launched a couple of new motorcycles today, and the guys did A some... new motorcycle. Oh, okay. 250F was not, <laughs> not there? Not There is no 250 factory edition this year. What happened? Really? Who, who knew? Okay, so how was it today? What'd you learn? What'd you think? Uh, well, first of all, it was kind of cool. So KTM's been working on for about two or three years now to have a test track literally right next to their HQ in Marietta, mm-hmm. and they finally got all the permitting good for that. So their test track is now probably only about an eighth of a mile from the building. It's on this dirt plateau right above the cul-de-sac that KTM, Husky, and WP are all based in. So. Uh, no more driving out to Corona for those guys. We just drove right around the corner. Um, they had their first test track set up, so they had the uh, Red Bull KTM team, uh, the Rocky Mountain team, and then the TLD team to show off their rider lineup and then show off the new uh, factory edition 450. Uh-huh. Okay. And what would you think? Uh, it's kind of a neat setup for those guys. They no longer like <laughs> sell the drive back for I mean, the facility's cool, but then the bike-wise, so the 450, I mean, I think – you know, I saw some of, uh, after we posted some of our coverage, you know, uh-huh. kind of, I think people maybe were expecting a little more because KTM, the last two times they've done this, you know, they've they've pushed so far forward with their bikes. They've been so radically new every time. Um, this one was, I guess, a little more towards maybe what we've seen from the Japanese manufacturers the last couple years. It's it's some more like, it's still a lot of revisions in total throughout the bike, but mm-hmm. it's more minor stuff here and there. So it wasn't as uh, drastically yeah, not a for them. huge deal as like in the past. Yeah, it is all new body. Like yeah. it is visually all new, but yep. the lines aren't that much different. If you like put a photo of them side by side, especially the stock ones, they don't look as drastically different, but it's a new chassis, um, quite a few engine updates, all new body work, mm-hmm. um, new subframe, updated swing arm, update suspension settings uh, uh, for the production bike. Did you get a weight on the production bike? It's it's right about the FE is right about the same weight as the previous year, but they the FE's got a brake disc guard, uh, um, skip like a couple things they said. Without that, like in a normal production mm-hmm. trim comparable to last year's bike, it's like two pounds lighter, two and a half pounds lighter. Uh huh. Okay. So I think right. that means it's like twenty pounds lighter than a Honda. Oh, dude. Yeah, they got they got it going on with that. They really do. Um, yeah. 
Um, and the, I saw the header photo. It's uh, like a resonance cha- resonance chamber resonance chamber on there. Like they've uh, had that. They've had that. Um, the whole last generation 450 had that. It just it was there. I would say it's a little bigger. It's it's a little it looks more a bigger. Right? They've, yeah. they've had that design. Yeah. Um, the exhaust layout basically that's one of the few things that changed. Like the cylinder head is where they saved a pound on the bike. It's mm-hmm. 15 millimeters lower. Like the, the entire engine looks a little bit shorter. Um, that way the intake and the exhaust ports look a lot different. They made this more compact exhaust. And finally, finally KTM figured out that having an exhaust with a real mid pipe yep. is amazing because now you can take the stock exhaust off without having to freaking remove the shock. Oh, okay. The previous yeah, bikes, yeah. you actually had to remove the shock man to get their stock exhaust off, which, uh, was was fairly irritating, especially even as my position where I would forget that every year and I'd go out to test an exhaust and I'd yeah. be sitting there yanking on the stock <laughs> one trying to figure out why it doesn't come off the bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but as far as riders go, how'd they look? How'd everybody look? Anything to report? Um, Anything exciting? A lot of guys, I mean, right off the bat, that new track up there, the whoops are pretty big. Uh, Dakota yep. Alex made about a lap and a half and cartwheeled his, his brains out and destroyed a subframe and a, a pipe and a couple things. And after that, a lot of guys start skipping the whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Poor Dakota, right in front of everybody, just goes out there. Right at the end, I, I was actually sitting in the rig with Baggett, and he's kind of looking out, and I start hearing Blake go, oh, 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 and I stick my head out right as Dakota, like, nose wheelies into the last one in cartwheels. Oh, man. Oh, geez. Yes. Yeah, so, so right in front of everybody, but they had a few guys. I mean, Benny, Benny Bloss and A-Rod weren't riding, so they were out there hanging out. TLD, Cantrell had a big big get-off last week, so he wasn't riding, and, jeez, uh, um, uh, uh, Jordan Smith wasn't riding either, so it was just Shane and and. And uh, troll for for the two fifties. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Oh, interesting. Mar- Marvin, I think, was a little jet lag. He rode a little bit, put a couple fast laps in for us, and then Cruz Brock pretty much put in the most motos of the group. Even after all the media stuff was done, we were all supposed to pack up. Brock just went out there and kept putting in more laps. Still riding it, still pounding it. Um, are they going to have their other tracks still? Or are they moving everything? Um, they're going to keep every the other two in Corona are going to stay for one more year at least. Roger said so. Up above their facility, they have one built. They just finished it last week. They're going to build a second one, so there's going to be two up there. They're going to have a small shop to keep, even though they're just right down the street, just to keep some of the stuff up there. Be able to quickly take apart suspension or other little things up there. Have some room for the guys to work. And there's going to be an enduro cross track there. So the two in Corona. Jeez. We'll stay for at least one more year, and then I think they're going to decide if they will uh, quit leasing those out. Tell you what, I've said this in the pits to a few of the Japanese managers, and I keep they don't really say much about it, but these fucking guys are kicking their ass, man. They are kicking well, the, you, their asses right now. And, and I don't, we're, we're talking you know? about the bike itself. Like, that team, you know, you can talk to people in the pits, and they'll say, you know, the difference is you have the Japanese manufacturers that create a motorcycle – and then try to go racing with it. KTM it is literally almost seems like the exact opposite direction. They create a bike to go racing, and then they go down from there. They've had that production bike on a supercross track like eight, nine months ago. With Mo. They had one over here, a prototype for Marias, and one. Everybody was switching outdoors. They are out there in the summer just riding supercross on this new bike, both in race trim and then yeah. like bringing that down to production. Just with the, uh, with, the, with the tracks, too, the bike, the tracks, the... The teams, you know, the Husky thing, just these guys are just, hey. fuck. You know? How about the poor Honda guys? Like, think about their situation all the way. I mean, somebody doesn't know SoCal. We've got, we've got Honda guys out on the coast and your Torrance. Corona on a bad day of traffic is like yeah. two, two and a half hours each way. The time those guys spend just going back and forth to yeah. deal with testing and riding. And the KTM guys can go around the corner. We're <laughs> going to go, oh, 
You know, I, mean, I really need that other. I really need that other shock. Can somebody walk down the hill and grab that other shock or, or, out of the yeah. out of WP real quick for me? Can, yeah. can you grab that other? Or the suspension guy just goes, "Hey, let me go do you a shock real quick. Hold on, hold on. You want some more high speed? Yeah, yeah no problem. Let me go. You know? Yeah. Um, hey, you want to try that other cam? Let's just roll it down to the shop. Give me like you know, we'll swap that out. You can go back and ride yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. Like, I, I I get told that the Japanese are ready to strike back, and I'm just I'm waiting. I'm waiting because these guys right now are are killing it. You know. So, um, well, thanks, Michael Lindsay. Thank you for the update. We got to run. I meant to have you on longer. I apologize. Hey, quick, but, quick one. Yes. I, I heard you didn't bring it up. What about the the death of Dirt Rider? Yeah, I've been yeah. listening to the show all more all so far, and I haven't heard about the death of Dirt Rider yet. Yeah, Kiefer's be- coming in next week, so I want to touch on it with him for sure. Um, you know, and talk about that a little bit. Uh, not happy with the way they handled the Kiefer departure, obviously, but that was a you know that's a different management a different time or whatever but it's never good to to see a magazine fold up man never good but then again like when i look at the people running it the last little while it's kind of understandable what the decisions they've made and the choices they've made and you know i it just i don't know man so sometimes you it's never good to see it fold up but then other times you're like well come on guys put it put it together right like i don't know i i, I go both ways on it Michael, to be honest, yeah, we got we got four more big ones left: dirt bike, dirt uh, dirt yeah. bike, MXA, Trans World yeah. Racer X. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And I wonder in, in ten years what will be left out of those guys. You know, uh, the world we're living in right now. So, um, I know Racer X has got something cooking coming up down the line to try to combat that a little bit. Uh, we'll see if it works. Uh, I think it will, but we'll see if it works. So, um, yeah, we will we will see, man. But, hey, uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for the KTM update. Appreciate that. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, it's interesting to to see it. And, uh, and we'll talk more about Dirt Rider next week when Kiefer comes in. Thank you. You guys have a good evening. All right. Thanks, Michael. See you. Michael Lindsay, everybody, from uh, uh, Vital MX, giving us the lowdown on the KTM intro today. Gear Alloy Cold Call, everybody. Gear Alloy. Got some trucks, got some wheels for my truck finally, and I love them. And uh, Watson, why didn't you want to talk to Michael Lindsay? What? Not a fan. Really? No. Did something happen? Nope. I don't even know the guy. <laughs> but you're not a fan. No, I just don't agree with some of his stuff. Okay. So, um, and by the way, did I don't, you, I don't hang out with hippies either. By the way, we uh, we have an intro for the Gear Alloy Cold Call, but guess it just doesn't. Oh. Doesn't get played. Yeah. Just make sure you play my song and you. Understand. We can play it now if you want. Not so late. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I went over there to see what he was doing. Yeah, what was he doing? I don't know. He's building some some app or something. Uh, Gear Alley Cold Call, Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. Thank you. Right into our next guest on the show. Uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, Justin Barsha, Cooper Webb uses these kind of sprockets. Babbitt's Kawasaki uses the sprockets and the bars to dominate Arena Cross, the V3 MX SX bar. 29% strong in the competition. And uh, please check out uh, VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com for a hell of a deal on anything Vortex makes. Just mention the Pulp MX Show. 20 years of intelligent race design. Leading manufacturer of MX race components. Let's bring our next guest in. Uh, he's looking forward for a much different uh, 2018 Supercross season. And uh, we're happy to have him on. He's friend of the show. Christian Craig, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How about you guys? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, yes, it's yeah. Jagger home, please. I'm, I'm glad you uh, <laughs> you're friends with me. You'd come on. So, yeah, I don't know about friends, but maybe close. I don't know. I appreciate it. You know. Um, <laughs> uh, well, everyone will come on to more because of Watson too, because Watson's here. So, what's up, baby Stingray? Yeah. Will you put the mic by, the, by your mouth? Is that good? Not. That's worse. There you go. All right. There you thank go. you. God, Christian, it's like I'm three years ago. I'm living with this guy trying to. 
coach him through this stuff. So, um, anyway, yeah. so uh, looking forward to seeing what you can do this year. How's it going? How's that new bike, man? Like, I'll be honest, Christian, it's getting a little hammered in these shootouts. It is. I thought it won a shootout, didn't it? I don't think it won any kind of credible shootout out there. Not the Kiefer one either. No. Oh, Michael Lindsay Dang ripped it. that thing apart in Vital. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't think he did. did no. Yeah, he did. He look, said he liked the wow. Suzuki. Look, you, you guys, you, at your level, <laughs> with, at your level with uh, with your team, um, it you, don't matter. You, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. You have the then why would you say that? Team. That the thing's getting pounded in the shootout. If just, it doesn't matter. I'm just putting it out there. So, what do you think, Christian? Well, I mean, every one of the riders on on our team. Whenever they get on the 18, they don't want to get back on the 17. So that kind of says something. Yeah. What do you um, expect him to say? No, it's a piece it's, of shit. <laughs> I just expect it. No, know. it's it's way better. Um, chassis wise is like night and day. Um, and then it, it feels kind of similar to the 450 chassis, but obviously the motor's different. And then uh, it took a while to get the motor up to par, and we're finally getting there uh, now with with everything and the motor's getting stronger, but. Um, yeah, for a while there, that was the only thing that was lacking, and and uh, but finally, it's it's getting there, and the bike's awesome. I mean, we're all loving it, and yep. the team's loving it too. So no, we're all pumped with it. I was looking at it at the USGP real closely. Gothic was showing me around it a little bit. Things trick, man. It's cool. It's got a neat design to it. Yeah, you know, for the motors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, hey, hey uh, how are uh, the the new guys doing over there with Marcus and Gill? Are you uh, is the team happy with those guys? Those guys are awesome. Yeah, yeah, they came from RCH, right? Uh, well, they came from Yoshimura. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they're. I mean, I kind of knew them just from seeing them around the pits, and uh, I actually didn't know they that they got hired. And I walked in one day, and they were just eating lunch. I'm like, oh, you guys must work here now. And so, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, got to know them a little bit. I don't see them much. They're they're busy. They got thrown into the ringer with with this new bike. Um, yeah. Man, it's, they've been so busy, uh, but no, they they feel like I feel like they fit in good, and you know they're they're nice guys. So how's the you know, change been with uh, with with Dan coming in there? Is Dan, there... Dan Bentley replacing Mike Larocco. <laughs> well, uh, you know it's it's hard to replace the Rock, but uh, no, Dan fits in well, and I got to work with him this summer, which I was kind of scared with, uh, scared of him before, like. I got to work with them in the outdoors, but um, I got warmed up, and a lot of people call him Double D, but I don't think he's, you know, whatever, a dick. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's a good guy, and, and uh, he just wants to help out. You know, he helps out with the setup with my suspension and just everything. You know, he's not just there to be a team manager. He's there to make your bike better, too, which is cool. Um, yeah, it uh, it'll be a little different for sure between the Rock and Dan, like communication wise, I think, and and testing wise and everything else. But uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Dan fits in there. He's yeah, he's he's a good dude. You know, I think he knows his stuff, and uh, be interesting to see how you guys can do. I know Mike had a big say in the testing process. That's changing now. You know, with Dan there. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how everybody feels about their motorcycles come eighteen. Uh, are you west or what? What's your deal? Um. He can't Most tell you. Likely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to hide anything. I want to ride. I want to ride west. So if I'm ready and the team thinks I'm ready, I'm going to race west. Yeah. Well, we know uh, what happened last year. You know, you were supposed to do west. Yeah. And then at the last minute, they switched you. So that could happen again, I guess. 
Yeah, well, there's no more scrimmage days, oh, so yeah, exactly. that, that might help. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they learn. Yeah. They learn that uh, practice times don't really matter. You know, right? It all it matters in the race. So yeah, um, yeah. The, the scrimmage days are gone now. Uh, now we just you focus on racing and not practicing. Yeah, seven zero two five eight six seventy five seven. You have a question for uh, Geico Honda's Christian Craig. Give us a call. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. I got a question for you, Christian. When when your deal is up, you're you know you, you've always been a talented rider and you've kind of uh, been a, kind of a hot commodity when you know you were available. But I remember one time talking to you and Paige, and you were kind of looking around, and then you told me that if you don't get a ride, you were going to retire. And I was like, huh, retire? And then you went away and you came back. Was there any other offers like once you came back and your contract was up? at Geico for you to go to like a KTM team or any other teams or were you just like, you know what, I'm sticking with these guys because they believed in me when no one else did. And, you know, I know the relationship you have with Jeff and all that good stuff. Would, did, would you ever, I mean, I know it's never say never, but was there an opportunity for you to go somewhere else at any time? Um, yeah. So I signed a one year deal when I came back with Geico. And then once that was up, there was actually a couple teams that, that uh came after me and it's pretty cool because before or yeah before i stepped away i was literally like searching for rides like yeah i was calling everybody and i couldn't no one wanted to give me a chance i'm just like what the heck and then you know obviously a couple years later they're they're calling me and i'm just i kind of <laughs> laugh at that you know yeah so yeah. uh I'm, I, I'm i remember those days where they didn't answer my call so you know why would i want to go back to them yeah so um, i like that i like that yeah and the geico team is you know they have a solid program why would i want to go anywhere else and i mean eventually i want to go to a 450 team if if uh geico can't make it happen you know and and uh, that'll be the only reason i would leave you know as long as i'm on a 250 i want to stay geico and um but yeah down the road i want to i want to be a 450 rider and be on a factory factory team for sure do you think riding the 450 as much as you did this summer uh, helped you at all? Um, Is that anything at all? I, I don't think it hurt. Yeah, I don't think it hurt me. Uh, I got back on the 250 and I felt normal right away, which I was kind of stressing, like um, being on a 450 all summer and literally, like I didn't touch a 250 for almost six months, and then the first day back on, I felt really good and I was I was happy since. So um, yeah, no, I was I was pumped to. I think it helped my mentality just like riding with those guys, you know, all summer and racing with those guys. So, um, you know, it makes the two video a little bit better and easier. Is it, so it's true you're ducking Zach Osborne then by going to the West. That's true? That's that's just what we <laughs> exactly. just Exactly. Okay, all right, perfect. Fantastic. Yeah, I told him that at Chipotle when he walked in yesterday, a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> all this stuff is so dumb yeah. to me. It's like, who cares? Just ride, pick your coats and ride it, whatever you want to do or whatever the team wants, you know? Yeah, I think there's yeah. other guys, I think there's other guys out there besides Zach Osborne. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. you just never know. The class will be stacked. Yeah, no matter what. Yep. yep. No, absolutely. I I, I agree. It'll That's be, funny be how fun. people say that. Oh, the East is harder than the West. Yeah, they're all they're, um, they're all tough. Hey, so obviously you know we know about the David Villeman thing last year. It kind of uh, it was through this show a little bit. The page reached out, and you working with DV, and we know it didn't work, and. And everything else, and you guys departed. You know, I assume as friends and everything else. But is there anything you can take from him from last year's prep 
to your writing now? Like, do you think of things he said, or is it rebuilding Christian Craig and you're back to kind of where you were doing before when you were running with Webb uh, here and there? Or is there is there something you can take from the 934? Oh, yeah. I uh, I learned a lot from that guy. Um, here and there, like, uh, say I'll make a mistake in a corner or something, uh, I can just hear him in my head, you know, like just drilling me. So, um it's funny, though, just little things that will pop up uh, when I'm at the practice track that he taught me, uh, just like changing your lines mm-hmm. or um, standing up was one of his, the biggest thing. Every time I seat bounce something, yep. he would just go crazy. <laughs> and so when I seat yeah. bounce, every time I seat bounce something, I, I think of him, and I'm just like, oh, he would he'd be pissed right now. i got to stand up next lap. Yeah, so yeah he was Little big on stuff that. like that. Right. Yeah, I take the, the goods, and he, he taught me a lot of good stuff. Um Actually, whenever we went separate ways midway through Supercross, um, I kind of stayed in touch. And mm-hmm. the Vegas Supercross that I raced 450, I actually had him come over and uh, tell me a couple things. I was struggling in practice. So I'm like, hey, can you come over and talk to me? So, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it was cool that, yeah. yeah, he came over, came inside, and showed me some lines and gave me a little pep talk. So, no, oh. he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Learned a lot. So, that was that was cool. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it didn't work out. We all know that. But uh, as long as everything's still kosher, you know? So, um, hey, so I just watched Moto the Movie 9 today and uh, saw your part in it uh, on both coasts. Um, Did you like filming that kind of stuff or does it bug you? Does it take away from your day or or how do you like that kind of stuff? No, I thought that was cool. I've I've watched all those movies and then Uh obviously to get the call from those guys. I was pumped. I was like, I jumped right on, and I'm like, yeah, for sure. And then uh, I was bummed. Whenever they wanted to film, I literally had to, like, do testing or something, so uh-huh. I felt bad. But we squeezed some days in, and uh, one of the days was that milestone, which they were pretty bummed because just the filming there and the background is, is pretty crappy. Yeah, it's, but, not, it's not great, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, well, we can't do anything really here. And I was like, oh, I'm going to Florida in a couple of weeks. Maybe you guys can come out there. And that ended up going good. So, uh, no, the park turned out cool. I went to the first um, the showing yeah. in Santa Ana. In Santa Ana, yep. No, it, was, it was cool. Um, those guys did a good job, and... No, it, it was fun. It's out now, modelthemovie.com. Uh, it's out on iTunes now. It'll be available for rental in a little bit. You can buy it. I complained enough on the show over the over the last couple of weeks that they gave me a free code. Probably should have just bought it anyway. I finally I was complaining about not having a free code. Hey, they Christian, did you ever? Uh, and I was talking, but I guess it didn't matter. Well, you're going to talk so. about your. Can you try to plug your sponsor more? That's all. Okay, thanks. All right, Kenny. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, did you ever watch any of your uh, dad's parts in any of those movies back in the day? Oh when yeah! Actually, I recently, I recently watched the Moto Triple X movies uh, a couple months ago, and just watched his part at Palm Avenue. I was laughing because he literally hits the same jump like twenty times in the video, <laughs> and every time, every time he flatlands this like this cliff jump, and I'm like, doesn't that hurt? Like he literally yeah. flatlands right on top of this hill, and I'm like, dude. How many times are you going to hit this jump and throw a whip? <laughs> I remember the, the I thing I remember. I was there when they filmed that. And I remember when he jumped down the hill. I thought that was the biggest thing in the world. I'm like, holy shit. I can't shit. remember that part. Yeah, at He's Palmo? jumping down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was so big. Now I look at it. I'm like, oh, that, that wasn't that gnarly. Stingray could get flat, too. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, he could. Um, back to Moto the movie. Uh, hey, how about BT's segment? How about that track in New Zealand? 
Oh, Brock Tickle? He was yeah, flying there. Yeah, no, Ben Talman. Oh. <laughs> no, but, hey, but my favorite part was uh, the Wild Willie Palmer. Yes. That guy is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. That right? guy is so crazy. <laughs> I was blown away. Clips like the tree with his handlebar and almost goes down. I'm like, what is this guy thinking? Have you ever but, seen him in Enduro Cross? Like, yes, I, I watched him last year at Ontario. <laughs> I literally couldn't stop watching him. I was just like, yeah. Paige, you got to keep your eye on this guy. He's crazy. Right, right. <laughs> There's a reason why he's wild willy. Um, <laughs> I, lo- I like the BT's track, man. That thing looked epic. I don't know where that is or what yeah, it is. Yeah, no, I did. It looked pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, Christian Craig and ModoTheMovie.com. Please check it out. Thanks to those guys as well. But I want to talk to you a little bit about that as well and get this into the interview. Um, hey, so no Paris for you. I admire that. If I'm you, I'm going. I'm taking the start money and I'm doing the race. Look at you with all the uh, you know the ethics and the, the doing the proper thing. Good job, Christian Craig. Good job. When's the part where you yeah. ask him how much he turned down? Um, that's that's coming. Okay. No, I'm not discussing that. No, we're not talking about money, but for sure it was yeah, uh, it was it was probably twenty, twenty to twenty five. <laughs> Anyway, whatever you say. Okay. All right. Anyways, so but don't talk to Paige about it because she is still mad, dude. Uh, that's her. She should be. Her one she should be. It's Paris. It's a brand new arena. You're gonna make twenty to twenty five grand. You can redo your kitchen with that money. And Christian, I mean, it wasn't a stack field. You would have got you know at the worst. You would have got fifth every single race at worst. And when you look back at this when you're done racing, you're gonna go, damn it. You're gonna be damn it. I could have a new kitchen. That was 25 you, you or 30. You literally sound like Paige right now. You, you sound just like her. You should She's, hit up next time. For like, I literally heard this for like five nights in a row. I was like, are you, are you seriously, we're not going? I'm like, nope. She's a smart woman. My ground. Yeah, dude, you needed to go. I, but, hey, you said you weren't ready. You would not been back long enough. And, and like, that's good on you. But I would have went. I would have went anyways. Took money. Yeah, I had a, I had a hiccup at Monster Cup and – I was mm-hmm. literally back on the bike two weeks before Paris, and Pernard needed an answer, and I'm like, dude, I, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'll be ready. So I'm not going to go there, show up, and half-ass it, and then risk getting hurt worse, and then not be ready for Supercross. Like, how does that storyline sound? You would have been fine. Hey, you're, you're the guy that sent cartwheel to the whoops and missed the whole first night. So Who's, who's that? <laughs> J-Mark. Um, yeah, see, I saw that, and I'm like, well, I mean, it's it's you go there and you risk that it's yeah because because you're so but bad in whoops of- you're so bad in whoops and all I mean <laughs> I don't know man I'm just saying I'm well, saying uh, you know I, I would have went and I'm glad Paige should be mad at well you. you went so you don't have to say you would have went no you if, did go. If, if I was you I, I would have went Paige what should- was your start money dude that's funny you say that that's funny <laughs> you say it, that. let's hear your number. I don't get anything. I know you don't go there for free. No, I, I just get expenses, but I don't even get expenses. I, I at the end of the day, uh, I think I was out like 150 bucks, 200 bucks. I wouldn't even wake up for that. And so my wife and I were talking, and she's like, you know, Eric Pernard and Xavier are the, are the best dudes in the world. I love those guys. And my wife is like, you know, they get you there every year, and, you know, you cover for Pulp and you cover for Racer X. Maybe they should pay you a little bit. And I'm like, ah, I don't think that that's right, but. But I am out two hundred bucks for going to Paris. But. Yeah, but Eric's a good guy. Eric's like a really good guy. Oh, so. dude, he's fantastic. That's dude, what I'm Eric's saying. Eric's the best in the yeah. business, man. Uh, that's, that's what yeah. I'm saying. How, he's a race promoter for how long? And nobody, everybody likes him. That's unheard of for people to like yeah. promoters. So, anyways, yeah. that, hey, uh, so, did you try the Chipotle in Paris? Yeah, yeah, it was no problem. 
the call call said he went there and he said it was terrible. Yeah, and so did Osborne. Osborne was telling me what an idiot I was for going. I mean, look, did it taste the same? No, but it was ninety five percent of the way to Chipotle. No, he said the chicken was terrible. Well, I think I had steak. <laughs> I don't know. Osborne was yelling at me too. There was a Starbucks right there, and there was a Chipotle right there. It was fantastic. It was great. That's when you just do the veggie burrito and you can't go wrong. And dude, it's big whoops, uh, big whoops in Paris. You would have done really well with those whoops. You know, always yeah, make sure. Well, always how, make sure. Last year, I struggled with the soft, like spongy dirt there. So I was telling Cole, I'm like, "Hey, it's really soft." <laughs> and then they go there, and it's like hard packed. I'm like, "What dude, the heck? Totally like, what's going on?" Yeah, new arena, new dirt, back. right? Yeah, new arena, new dirt, or something. Yeah, it was it was Anaheim. It wasn't Anaheim hard, but it was very hard and slippery and all that for sure. So yeah, um, yeah for sure. No, I admire it, man. You didn't go, so. Um, you know what? Like <laughs> next tur- year, turn down that money and uh, and that's it. So you might never go again. They might say, "Forget it." Christian Craig doesn't like us. No, not going. no. I can. Paige will, will work a deal with Eric. Yeah, you know. she probably will. Right. That's the good thing can. about those dudes. If you tell them, like, "Hey, I'm not ready. I'm, you're not going to get what you paid me for to go, and I'm just going to half ass it." Oh, they yeah, they love. They'll, it. they'll, yeah. it's, there's so many guys yeah. that will go and say, "Yeah," and you go and you're hurt, and then you go, "Oh, I twisted my ankle in practice. I can't ride." Yeah. I mean that's. What yeah. you're doing was way more stand up, and you know that's one thing I've learned. You just don't burn bridges. Yeah, what I'm doing is sneaky and underhanded. What exactly. I, what I would have done. Yeah. Hey, uh, did you hear about Watts' new deal? No, I didn't. Dude, Where have you been? Here. Where have you been? He's number number seventy two <laughs> in your program, number one in your heart. Josh Hansen, four fifty Supercross, with po- possibly another rider, team manager, K Dub. Is it Nut Up Industry Suzuki? Yep, with support from <laughs> nice. uh, support with American Suzuki. He's claiming factory parts, but I, I'll wait. Uh, no, I'm that. just saying support. You claim from, factory parts. You said earlier. I'm, I'm saying parts. we get good. We're getting good equipment. You said earlier. Hey, is yeah. he gonna? Is he gonna be on a newer Suzuki though? Yes. Okay, because he's been. I see he's been riding the older one. I didn't. Yeah, know we just haven't got the bikes yet, and we're 32 days out, but <laughs> we should have them here pretty quick. <laughs> they don't have the bikes yet, but they're working on that. But he's been riding it, so it's all good. So. There you go. Dude, but that guy, like, you don't see him all year, and then he goes to straight rhythm and does that. I was just like, jeez, it's just not fair how good he is. Yeah. When he wants to be, you know? Well, I always I always think he wants to be, but sometimes I just don't think he has time. I mean, a lot of people don't know this about Joshua, and he's going to be coming on the show, but, you know, he a lot has changed in his life in the last year and a half. You know, he's a he has a daughter – he t- he pretty much oh, yeah. takes care of a lot of the time you know he's a businessman he's you know he has a couple of businesses he's doing and you know to put all that into perspective he's you know trying to put together a race team and that's why you know i pretty much came and got involved with him because you know he wants to have some something when he's done racing and uh so we're going to put together a little program and uh hopefully it turns out to be kind of like the heart and anything heart and huntington team ended up where we could eventually grow and get bigger sponsors and make it happen. So we'll see. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you think about that's that? Cool. Christian. Maybe, no, maybe cool. uh, we get a 450 team and it's legit. And then maybe Christian Craig, no one believes in them. And I'll say, I've always believed in you. Let's go. <laughs> there we go. Boom. Hey, but I remember talking to you at Redbud like four years ago and you're like, Hey, like, what are you doing next year? And I'm, I didn't have a ride. You told me you were retiring. So, if you didn't get a ride. No, I didn't tell you. I was like, Hey, I want a ride, but I don't know what I'm doing. 
and then I got your number, and I, I think I tried to call you a couple of times, and then and, and I didn't talk. I didn't call you. No, you were one of the guys that didn't call me back. Fucking Come on, bullshit. Watson. Bullshit. Come on, Watson. <laughs> that's not me. You know, that's bullshit. Say, tell everybody you're bullshitting me. No, I think I texted you, and you actually texted me back. And okay, you were like, okay, all right. Well, I think I remember. Yeah, it was yeah. something little, but yeah, yeah, I never really heard back. So well, it's all right, though. I understand. Well, yeah. if you would have known back in the day, I mean, uh, if you see how the RCH program went, I really didn't have saying shit unless you wanted to be a model. <laughs> if you wanted to be an RCH model, I'll hook you up. I'll give you the little he, tiny he, shirts. He but was, uh, no, but I didn't. I didn't hire riders. Christian saying that when you were hiring riders, you I were, wasn't never hiring riders. You never hired RC- riders. No, you never hired Chris Blows. You never hired Tedesco. Hart and Huntington. This was RCH. Whatever. When Mark Johnson came around and Kyle Bentley became team manager, I had a little input saying, "Hey," and I threw his name in the hat. Yeah, f- heck yeah, I did. Well, I'm looking forward to 2018 because for Christian Craig. I'm looking forward to seeing. So am I. Seeing if we can get back to where he was. So am I. And, and if and I didn't call you, I apologize. I will turn your call this time because no, you're going to be good. <laughs> I'll call you back now, bro. Um, thank you for coming on, Christian. Appreciate it. Uh, good luck with yeah. everything. I'm sure we'll be talking. And, uh, yeah, definitely thank you for your time. And, uh, yeah, awesome, man. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, All right, Stingray, tell your mom I said hi. All right. Have a good one. All right, okay, bye. Christian Craig, everybody, brought to you by Vortex Racing, vortexracing.com. Please check them out. they got bars and sprockets and chains. Official sprockets of the Factory Monster Yamaha team, as well as the Babbitts Kawasaki team. Brought. Josh Hansen coming up real soon, coming up here. Uh, before we get to that, let's do the Racetech email segment. Racetech.com, since founded in 1984, Racetech has been an innovator in motorcycle suspension tech. Breaking through the limitations of OEM designs, Racetech specializes in high-performance suspension, parts, service, and setups. Use code PULPAMX17 uh, when you go to Racetech.com and be like Crystal earlier in the show. Save big. Hey, is anybody else tech. watching this football game? Because more people are getting hurt at this game than at Milestone during <laughs> the week on the Supercross track. <laughs> it has been brutal, for sure. Jesus. Uh, all right. Steven Maddox says, hey, guys, I work at a motorcycle shop and have been selling Supercross tickets for 21 years. This is the first year Yamaha has not been part of the ticket sales. I've noticed an increase in ticket sales every year, as expected. But this year, I've talked to some buddies of mine who work at another shop, and the tickets we get were $58 last year, and this year are $97. What the F? Can you explain to me why a 45% increase? Uh, this is Steve. Listen all the time. Steve from St. Louis. Um, he's right, Kenny. I don't know how much you know or how much you follow, but the folks have failed, and this is their right, and this is what they've been doing. They've cut all those cheap tickets, $10 treadhead tickets, all that stuff. They've raised the ticket prices the last couple of years a lot. I think attendance has suffered uh, week to week. But they're probably making more money, you know, gross as far as it goes, ticket sales. Um, so I don't know why they're doing it. I think you can either one, if you're a professional uh, promoter, you can tell, sell high and sell less or sell cheaper and sell more. I don't whatever you prefer. But uh, there's I no doubt. I think it's playing Russian roulette because a lot of these people can say screw it and stay sit home and watch it on TV. Yeah, no, I I agree. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of uh, I agree. I've heard from a few people, Stephen, that ticket prices have been you know it's crazy too. Jacked up. If you go look at the track max, like if you're going to go buy tickets at some of the stadiums, they have the elite top of the uh, most expensive seats blocked off. Like you can't buy them right now. Really? Yeah. They have them all shaded out. I wonder why? I don't know. Yeah. Um, because I think and, maybe and, they're trying to sell the tickets around it first. And hey, if you're failed, you're getting paid by Fox now for the TV show. They are. 
Yeah, you're getting TV rights, so, so then you know, that offsets stuff too. Um, but it's uh, it's an age old question for sure. So well, Steven, that's what happened to NASCAR. They they got bought out and they're getting paid by the the networks now. They don't have to fill the seats. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, John sent this in. Steve, I've been a fan and loyal listener of your show since the beginning. They get me through the office, workday, traveling. Love the show. I've been a Grant Langston fan since he came to America, and I enjoy his commentating on TV. He's very knowledgeable. What I'm writing about, however, is GL and his obvious progression of drunkenness on your last show. It was entertaining at first, and then it became painfully awkward. I was starting to feel bad for you and Kiefer as you guys were playing it off, but we all have our limits. He was getting obnoxious. I have no no issue with the language on your shows, but GL took it to a whole new level. It was bad, even for my standards. He started turning into that friend who becomes annoying after too many drinks whom you are on the verge of either punching or leaving behind or both. I enjoy his insight and stories, but think he should back it down to beer. Maybe stash the vodka. <laughs> Just thinking out loud. Thanks for your time, and thank you for your service to all things Moto. Keep up the great work, John. Uh, John, yeah, we talked earlier. GL went GL. He went Tiger. I didn't hear the show or yeah, anything. No, I don't was, know. I was... just know uh, I know Grant. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, he went nuts and, and, and we'll, we'll try to get it, uh, tamed down for them. But, uh, you know, shit don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. Wow. That's Grant calling in right there. Jeez. Um, Kenny Watson in studio, the nut up Suzuki team Shocker. manager. Shocker. Looking to get his old job back. Barks. I think, I think he's angling that way. Shocker. Or are you, are you with us? Are you? I was going to say, is, or is he going to take my spot? <laughs> no, I don't even know how to turn there's that thing zero on. zero chance he could take your spot. It's not that hard. But there's plenty of guys who were eyeing that up. All right. Can we get uh, our next guest online? Still got a minute left. Number 100? Okay. Dude, he's got to run 72. But we don't have to run it in the pits. Ooh. That's all that matters. Switch the plates out. Live in 100. BTOsports.com, fly racing, NFAB Jeep and truck parts, race tech suspension, Vortex racing, gear alloy, Roost MX, pivot works, X brand goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, works connection, FMF, Atlas neck brace, W wheels, EK chains, guts racing, get data, all on board with us. You guys going to try the get stuff? Is that a, is that a plan? Mm-hmm. You should. It's it's fantastic for privateers. No. What about uh? Suzuki F- what about had, FMF? Suzuki's had a problem, and uh, they're kind of blackballed. I think. Uh, what about FMF? Or Yoshimura? You're Yosh. Yes. Okay. Along with the Suzuki program. All right. Uh, FMF's been helping Josh over the years. That's why I ask that. So it's Pro Circuit. True, true that. Uh, all right, everybody, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, our next guest, he's been on a little while ago with his father, Donnie. We had them talking about the uh, Donnie Hansen Academy. And uh, now with the news that Watson dropped a couple weeks ago and with Watson in the studio, we thought it would be appropriate to get him on the phone to talk about 2018 Supercross and the re- reunitedness of Kenny Watson and Josh Hansen. What's up, Hanny? How are you, man? I'm good, Steve. Just actually just walked out of a... Uh... A little uh, Fox dealer thing. Actually, everybody come around the world and they do this big thing. So wow. just got out of doing that and uh, just rolled home. You have to run 72 next year, bro. You have to. That's it. Yeah, whatever. I got bigger problems than that. <laughs> hey, yeah, okay. 72, 72 problems and a bitch ain't one. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah. Nah, it's going to be weird to see it. With the, a couple of years ago, you raced with 69 for just a few races, though. 
and then yeah. you, and then you were done. So we never really saw you with another number outside of one hundred. So yeah, it's pretty weird. I mean, whatever it is, it's it's the rules. So um, whatever. But you can't see the number on the bike, though, can you, Josh? I, the numbers, the number plates are pretty small, so probably not. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna try to get away with just making the numbers small as possible. You know what, Hanny? I can't wait for another John Gallagher Kenny Watson argument about number plate size. I'm looking forward to that. It's never been with John Gallagher. Did you hear the news about John Gallagher? No. I heard that uh, he's not the say-all now no more. Oh, I've heard that. I did hear that. Yeah. There's a, bit, a little bit of a committee now? Yeah, there's three of them on the committee. There's uh-huh. the AMA. There's you, Mike Ewing. Yeah. Mike Mewey. Mike Mewey. And uh, old uh, John Gallagher. Uh, I don't know if that's better to have a race promoter as part of a committee. A guy yeah. who's responsible for ticket sales. Yeah, well, I don't know if I want that. I, I, I don't think know if I, like that I, part. I do. Okay, because these other guys only think about one thing, and you know, just like if he, they, if it was part of the committee, they wouldn't have black flag Chad Reed. You know what I no, mean? I For agree, what yeah. he did. Yeah. I mean, that other guy flies. I don't know. Get, get me started on that kook. <laughs> hey, Hanny. So uh, what about your program for next year? Watson's going to help you bringing in some sponsors, manage the program a little bit. Your 450 SX now. Uh, on a Suzuki, nut up, uh, big backers. Uh, talk about it a little bit. You gonna, you pumped? Yeah, it should be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, uh, we would like to make the program, uh, you know, try to bring it in where it's a little bit stronger as far as sponsorship and try to turn it into something for the future. And, and uh, obviously, I'm getting older. I still enjoy what I do and, and love being out there. But, uh, I mean, who am I phone? I mean, there's a lot of kids that are going fast that uh, – that are living at Alden Baker's house and and uh, doing a lot of motos a day. So and 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 you, you know it's it's a whole different situation I really think than than it, than it was uh, you know ten years ago. So um, it, it just everything's changed. So uh, my goal is with Kenny is to kind of you know uh, partner up with them and, and try to hopefully make a good platform for people to. Uh, you know, uh, for myself right now, but to, to try to bring on people, mm-hmm. you know, to have a have have a ride. You know, there's a lot yeah, of yeah. good guys out there that don't have for sure. anything, and hopefully, I can be somebody that can go out there and help. And I genuinely love riding dirt bikes, so hopefully, I can still be around and do that. Yeah, it's uh, it's more than results nowadays. Outside of three guys, which is about results, it's kind of more than results these days. And and, we, and the seven deuce deuce. And these other guys are perfect examples of that, huh, Watson? Like, well, let's not put Josh Hansen no, in the same category not, as the seven dudes. I'm dudes. not. What I'm saying, though, right, is like... I'll walk out of here uh, right here we now. Go. Uh, what I'm saying is that... Bullshit. Jesus, everybody's getting all pissed. Uh, Watson's already uh, been as soon as, as soon as he starts talking like that, Josh, I just What I'm saying, Hanny, is, is we know you're, you're super talented. We know you can get in the main events. But it's more than that for you to results at this point. you got to sell you and your image and your fans. You have a set of people that really follow you and want you to do well and... That's all part of the package nowadays. It's not about going out and grinding out, you know, at this point in your career, Josh, top threes and all that in the 450 club. I mean, I mean, it is different. I mean, if it, if it, if it really uh, came down to that for myself, I mean, I, I would have to be uh, pretty much a liar to go out there. And, you know, I got to look at my, myself in the mirror every morning. And it's, uh, if, uh, you know, it's only getting harder. It's not getting any easier. So, uh, I mean, definitely there's different ways of still being out there. And I, I uh, fan base I do have, uh, Mm-hmm. I, I love the people. I mean, they, they really do support a lot, and I, I feel like I just want people to see. You know, like I, I love motorcycles just like everybody else. We all share the same passion, you know. So, at the end of the day, it's just uh, 
I still would like to keep in it. My dad's still in it. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been very blessed to stay in it as long as I have, especially with the career that I've had. So uh, I would love just to keep it going, like I said, and try to Mm -hmm. give a better opportunity for people out there and uh, make make a rad situation. Go ahead, Kenny. Yeah, um, you know, I just wanted to let you know, people, the listeners know that, um, you know, what we're what we're working on is um, Josh. Um, he's not obligated to ride, you know, every round of Supercross. Um, so the sponsors that we do have right now, you know, Josh can pretty much pick and choose what races he wants to go do and when he's healthy, and you know, so the the. The microscope isn't just all over Josh, and if he succeeds, he succeeds, and if he fails, he fails, and it's all on him. You know, our goal is to build a program and to build something for, like, next year, like Josh and I talked. There's a grip load of dudes that are moving up from the 450 class, I mean, to the two, 250, from, yeah. yeah, up to the 450 that have nowhere to go because look at all the ride, look at the people yeah. that are riding. Where are they going to go? Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, it's sponsor money to keep us going, and that's something that's obviously with Kenny coming along, and it's definitely late in the season. You know, I do have my sponsors or whatever, and it's it's hard to. Uh, it's been hard to try to gain full money to do all the races, so I got to yep. kind of pick and choose and see what's right and uh, and 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 do what's right for these sponsors. But at the end of the day, my goal is to to get these sponsors where I do all these races and bring on some good people. So it's just I've been on this side of the boat of not having stuff or or, or more or less just riding yeah. for free and. You know, I mean, I mean, people put their lives on the lines. So I feel like mechanics should get paid more. I feel like riders should get paid more. But at the end of the day, the sport's not where it's at. So we need to, we need to try to provide more rides out there. I mean, at least it's just something out there. It's better than where it's at. Yeah, absolutely. And that may become – that's the place where that second guy, Kenny, that you talked about, maybe bringing some people in. And Yeah, Josh, I mentioned that, you know, if things line up, we might we might do a second guy. Yeah. But at this point in time, we don't know what we're going to do. We know that, you know, we're going to go do some kind of racing. And if everything works out, that's what the plan would be. So all the pressure wouldn't be on you. And, you know, you could go pick and choose what you want to do. And I mean, the good, the good thing is, is all these motorcycles these days are, are really, really good. I mean, I, uh, for a privateer to get on yep. a motorcycle these days, they're all pretty competitive. So everybody, you know, you get like a local guy comes up to you, what motorcycle is the best? I, you know, I think it really comes down personally on what you like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think all the bikes you can win on and you don't have to have the very best to get it done. Is it easier? Yes. You have a lot more, you know able to get more parts this and that that's what about a factory ride it doesn't mean that the stuff's always better but at least you can get your hands on a lot more options and uh at the end of the day they make a great bike you can go out there on a stock 450 if you had to with great suspension and still go out there and do well and hopefully we're not in that position but at the end of the day 15 years ago you could never do that yeah no you're right about that that's for sure um, hey, the Nut Up guys, uh, they've been back as yours for a while. Uh, we saw the commercial with your daughter in it, and they've been a part of your program for a while. Who are these dudes, and what's their connection to Moto? So they're basically those farmers. They're out of uh, – it, it, it's a crazy situation because, yeah, they they just, like, love motocross. Their mm-hmm. kids uh, raced. Um, they, it's just the love, the passion out of it. Uh, a lot of these, uh, these almonds that you go out and buy at these stores um, – are packaged different names, but it's usually their stuff. And they finally came out with their own name, and they're kind of making a push. But it's all uh, it's all on the healthy side. I think it's uh, 
mm-hmm. it's uh it's been a cool thing i yeah. to, i didn't redo my whole monster deal so it was kind of something that i wanted to try to get away and, and try to do something new where it wasn't going just to an energy drink and i know that uh you know, an almond is definitely kind of a, a weird situation, but it's a healthy snack. It's yeah. something that you would always you can put in front of your kids or anybody. So it's uh, they, they've they've done a good job. They're sponsoring the series right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's been a good partnership so far. So uh, hopefully that stuff can uh, keep going. Yeah, absolutely. They're not. They've been on your side for a while. That's really cool to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So can you ride the Suzuki track? Is there a Suzuki track anymore with the JGR thing or? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. We, we're able to ride the Suzuki track. Yeah, awesome. It's, uh, yeah. JGR, and then, yeah, I mean, they help out a few guys, but, I mean, definitely it's a lot lot smaller of a situation than what it used to be from what I know of. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the track's really good. It seems like everybody still has it up there, so I see uh, yep. Pike still up there. You got Dakotas. Right. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that'll be a big help, you know, when I talk to a lot of guys. You know, guys are on, on not, not on the factory teams. They, they some of these factories shut these guys out. They don't let them ride, and they're like, "Oh man, it's milestone every day." You know what I mean? It's really tough, and it's yeah. sixty-five bucks on top of that. Yeah, absolutely right. So it's insane. It's really tough. It's tough for anybody that just has say a factory deal that goes out there and rides these these tracks when you don't want to ride your test track. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's tough on anybody. So over under number of times, uh, Handy, that you and Kenny tell each other to f off and then and then hug it out at the end. It's been a lot. <laughs> I can't. I can't put a number to it. But what I do like about Ken, I mean, you can look at it however you want. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that come and go in the sport, and he's been around. He has the knowledge. At the end of the day, you know, j- just like myself, you know, we, we've had our goods, yeah. and our bads, but. At the end of the day, we know it's right, and 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 at, 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 there's not a lot of people that stick around the sport. It's crazy how much different it is than when I first started at Yamaha Troy, and you were a mechanic. Yeah, so many yeah. different heads in the sport now. Yeah, so it changes a lot. So he's definitely one of the OGs from the beginning that kind of knows the ins and outs. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I've noticed over the years in talking to teams and. We got these guys in the pits, and I, maybe this is like a, a, a me walking uphill to school both ways, like you know, complaining about the old days. We got guys in the pits making decisions on riders and teams that have never ridden a dirt bike. They haven't been around. They probably couldn't name you five riders from you know before McGrath. They probably wouldn't know who Donnie Hansen is. That's and the, true. And these fucking guys are the ones yeah. that say hired, fired. Uh, you know, do this, and I'm just like, wow. Like, I, I know every sport has to grow and all that, but fuck, does that piss me off? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough thing. I mean, you're totally right. It's uh, It changes so much. I mean, you see so many different faces, and I see so many different people that I'm, like, not in tune with. And, yeah. like, even uh, everything's changed. Even throughout the years, of just, like, riders coming up. I mean, as an amateur, it was so hard to get, uh, you know, a pro deal. Not that it isn't still, but there's a lot more amateurs that come up that I mean, back in during my day, you had to win everything before, and you still didn't know if you're going to get your your deal. Right. And I feel like right. there's a lot of people that you know, uh, you know, that come up that I've never heard of that go so fast, and they're so good, and and they bring them up so quick, and there's a lot of them. So 
it's just it's just changed after time. And now Instagram's big, dude. We never had Instagram back <laughs> in the day. Like what? Like that's what everybody does. Everybody's chasing around and making these videos and make them look cooler than what they really are. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's all it's nuts these days. It, here's where you make your most money in our sport nowadays. You either make it from being one of the top five riders in the world, or you make it from being your first three years in, out of amateurs when you're an amateur pro. Everything else, you make no money. You know what I mean? Like, it, that, that's it. That's how you succeed in this sport. It's really funny that way. I'm not sure I like it, but uh, but it is weird that way. Um, it's it's know? crazy. I mean, think about all, like, now, like, you see all, all the guys now, and you think about the days back in, like, Johnny Marley days and Jonathan Schimp and all yeah. these dudes that were so gnarly fast, mm-hmm. Jerry Dostals and, like, mm-hmm. all, and just, like, guys that never even, some of them didn't get a chance to even come through, and it's just, like, it's just different. It's just like generations have changed. And, uh, you know, that's something that my dad's trying to learn with this whole social media thing and, yeah. and him doing the schools. It's just a lot different. You see everybody doing schools these days. So yeah. it's like, uh, it's a new movement. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a different world we're living in. And I don't know if I like it, but again, I don't want to be the old man complaining about shit all the time, you know what I mean, or whatever. But uh, I do wonder where we're at and as a sport. And that's why it goes back to what I was saying about, you know, like we need to make it more than just results. You know what I mean? The results matter, no doubt, for sure. But, you know, you got got, got dudes in NASCAR and dudes in car That's racing. why we're changing, we're changing the face of the sport. You are. Me and Josh. Okay. Give us three years. <laughs> I can't wait. Three years. Uh, dude, did I, did I do it? Don't talk out of line. Don't talk no, out of line. You don't tell no, me that, what that, to do. Don't talk to me like you're my boss. Like, oh, here we go. The first fight. The first fight of Watson and Andy. Live on the air. Being dysfunctional. <laughs> hey, we, we would love to. Hey, that's something that we would love to. But at the end of the day, we'd love to do something positive. I mean, I don't know. It's all about raising money, and everybody needs yeah. to work together. Everybody's working on backstabbing the next person. It's very hard to keep uh, moving you, forward in the sport. Can you imagine that kind of deal? Can you imagine how many people hit nut up, up? <laughs> oh my God! You could. Dude, you a- don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know the what cherry. When what I cherry? did the deal, you don't even the know name behind it. Yeah, that people would mess with me, especially Twitch. A lot of these guys. No, you know, dude. I can't tell you how, a lot of, but at the end of the day, they're a great company. So if you haven't, you should. You should but, at least try. You're not going to probably get it, but you should try. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's, I love you, it's, a little, it's a little bit of a greasy situation in our sport. I get it in some ways. Other ways, God, some of these motherfucker guys, like, you're just like, God, you know? So, ah, you know what? Uh, it's water under the bridge, and you just got to put your program going forward, right? That's it. So, 100%. Um, that's, that's the deal. Thanks for the time, Josh. Appreciate it. Um, Thank you, guys. Uh, looking forward to seeing what you and Watson uh, are going to do. And maybe after the races, I try to come by to talk to you whenever you were there last come year. Come on through. No, you were always always gone, Hanny. And so maybe this year you stick around. Yeah, there, there is a, yeah, fair enough. He's yeah, a 450 we'll, we'll dude get now. together. That's true. It's 450 yeah. guys. Yeah, the main. Want to be traffic, right? <laughs> nah, yeah, no. I'll be around. We're gonna be hanging. So That'll okay, cool. awesome, man. Well, thanks for joining the show. Appreciate it. Good luck with thanks. everything. And uh, thanks, thanks man. a lot. All right, see you. All right, talk soon. Josh Hansen, everybody. Living the 100. Living the dream. Uh, before we go to the commercial and welcome Connor Fields in, when we come back, Skippy, you've been home for a while. What's up, bro? Hey, not too much, guys. How are y'all tonight? Good. How are you? Thanks for calling. Doing pretty good. So uh, I bought this '96 uh, CR250 a couple months back, and I've been riding it in different conditions, trying to figure out, you know, where this old, you know, McGrath machine could uh, really shine. I've ridden in moto, I've ridden in sand trails, uh, actually some old school 
uh, grass track. And I took it out to this gnarly place called Red River where uh, Graham Jarvis actually had a big competition out there this weekend. It's crazy rocky hill climbs, all this gnarliness. And we went through this uh, 18-mile loop. Um, The the average speed was 6 miles an hour. It was... uh, it was it was brutal, and uh, I had a flat, and I'm running Michelin Starcross Five, the uh, medium, uh-huh. uh in the rear soft front. I had, a, I had a rear flat probably about eight miles in, and that tire totally survived the rest of the way because I mean I can't turn around. You might as well just keep going, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, this tire totally took the whoop, and my rims were fine. The beat never busted off. I mean, it was it took a pretty big ass whoop, and I was pretty impressed, and just wanted to uh. You know, testify towards uh, that thing. I couldn't believe it. Uh, this new tube, and I'll be ready to rock and roll, man. I still got probably eighty percent, maybe more, left on the uh, tread. But oh, uh, yeah, fantastic. Steve, give uh, him an, uh, give him give him some advice about ru- putting a tire back on that you rode after it had a flat. What do you mean? You you still like if you got a flat tire on your guy's bike, you just put a tube in it and let him go race, race it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you got to clean it out and see what's inside of it, especially if he's riding the desert. Maybe you still have a pine needle in there or something, Skippy. You know? Yeah. The uh, it was it was it was actually kind of beach sandy, and then oh, okay. would turn into ro- turn into rocks, and uh, it's really good dirt. There's just a lot of rocks, and so I mean, if you uh, if you catch a sharp edge, I mean, it pinched it. I was only running about. 13 and a half, 14 pounds. So yeah. it wasn't, uh, you know, I usually, I usually like to run about 12 or so, but right. with it, I would personally know, I go to your dealer and get yourself a new Michelin and save that other one for a spare Michelin Starcross five best tire out there. Well, Michelin I work at the dealer, so I can't, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try to swing that too. So uh, but, Randy, uh, I'll, steal I'll, it then Randy, uh, Randy recommends a little bit <laughs> higher PSI with the star crosses. Than, than you would normally put in some other brands. So, just because that carcass or what? Yep, because of the carcass. Yep. So, um, just keep that in mind. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Skippy. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the report on the Michelins. Like to hear that stuff. Love it. So, all good. Y'all have a good night, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, second commercial of the night. Hey, Marks, Travis, Marks. Uh, we're gonna take a commercial. There's a commercial button on there, so just hit that when we're doing a commercial. F you, dude. All right, commercial right now. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. 
Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX Show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say... I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate... Blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil, change the bushings, change the seals. 
Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right Gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, and our long lasting laser cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. 
Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild, whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. 
And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch, through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, Radiator Saving Radiator Braces, or the unique Tack Hour Meter with Maintenance Timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Oh, I was a 
back, everybody. Pop Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. The Circle Jerks wasted. That song brought to you by our co-host of the night, former co-host for three years here, Kenneth Watson. Kenneth Anthony. Kenneth Anthony Watson. Right there, buddy. Circle Jerks. Why Circle Jerks? That's, I like that song. <laughs> oh, thanks. Because um, I don't hang out with hippies and... You know, it's punk rock. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Mission Starcross 5, Works Connection. Are they part of the Team 7-2 effort? 7-2? <laughs> uh, no, not yet. Uh, you got to get Eric on board. Come on. Well, the you thing love is, Eric the, thing, connection. the thing is, I don't know what we're going to use yet. So, well, like, we're using oh. different skid plates. Well, Anaheim using... one's coming up, bro. I know. FMF. I'm not looking for money. I'm just looking for good help. Atlas neck brace, W wheels, EK chains, guts racing, get data, all on board with us tonight. We still have the contest for the best Kenny Watson ever era. Oh, that's right. We're coming about up that. with that. But for now, welcome back to the studio. He's an American hero, gold medal winner at Rio in the BMX racing. He's now a, a national title. I think he's got a, a world title now. Uh, he's friend of the show, Connor Fields. What's up, man? How are you? Good to be back, Steve. What's going on? Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you live about as far as you could possibly get from me uh -huh. in Vegas. It's exact <laughs> opposite part of town. Where do you yep. live, Henderson? I live in like deep Henderson, oh, but boy. it's like it's like thirty minutes away, and you know you're from Vegas when thirty minutes is far. Oh, I know. Like if you're yeah. in LA, thirty minutes is a quick cup of coffee. Like that's yeah. just around the corner. Like right. let's just go over there. Yeah, real thirty quick. minutes is sweet in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody lives in the IE, it's like saying I live in Temecula and I need to go to Riverside. That's yeah, about the distance. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> with no traffic. Uh, hey, congratulations! You just won a, a. You went down to Bahamas or somewhere? Um, Where'd you go? Okay, so I was in Curacao, which is like a tiny little Caribbean island. That yes. was the last round of our series. Yep. This isn't going to make any sense. That was the last round of the USA BMX series. Yes. Um, I wasn't complaining that they held it no. in the Caribbean. No, definitely that, not. That didn't suck. How was the distractions? Uh, you know, it was really hard because we were racing at night. So you had to try to like stay chilled out. Like you don't want to go sit in the beach all day, roast in the sun no, and be all no, tired. Right. And you know, we we're staying at this beautiful like beach resort. Cause I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. And, uh, so it was really hard to be disciplined and not sit in the beach drinking Corona's and margaritas all day <laughs> and then try to go race. Was there some guys that did? Um, not that I know of. I think everybody kind of waited until after, uh, okay. um, I'm maybe partied. The night before, maybe? Oh, boy. But I'm not going to confirm nor deny that. <laughs> Did you still win the next day? Yes. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so you won the USA championship title. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, it's the USA BMX series, but it's not just like Americans. Like Of the top five guys, two of us were American. So there was guys from France, New Zealand, Australia, like all around yep. the world. Um competing in it and before the olympics this was like the biggest championship you can get this uh -huh. is one of your buddy that you knew back in the day danny nelson that's the one that he won before he retired yep so it's a big oh. deal and you won yeah you went into it with a little points deficit right yeah, it, yeah i was down a few points but it would have been the equivalent in supercross to going down going in the last race down one or two points yeah it was still winner takes yeah. all in the yeah. final round and you came through came through and he's an Olympic American hero, Watson. <laughs> Dude, like I was telling you, Connor is my favorite Olympic athlete to win a gold medal. 
Appreciate that. <laughs> two two reasons. I don't know any Can other. Can we do Olympics. something about the mic, Watson? Something about the mic. For two reasons. Thank you. I don't know any other Olympic athletes. Right. In saying that, he's the only one I know with a gold medal. Yeah. So it's a yeah. double whammy, but he's a good dude. So Even if he was a bronze medalist, I'd like him. <laughs> so you're done for your year. You're wrapped up. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So we start back uh, at the end of February. So we got. I'll probably chill till Christmas and then yeah. uh, start, start training, start training and, and, and getting get, ready for getting it. Ready. Yeah. Can you actually train in Vegas? How is that? Is yeah, it all right? Yeah. Vegas is a great place. Yeah. I mean, the weather's good. Yeah. It doesn't rain. Tracks don't get flooded. Um, and then we've got four courses here in town that yeah. I can ride in. Yeah. And, and we're so close to Southern California, Arizona. It's easy to, to mix it up if you want to mix it up. And you have some guys in Vegas that can are on your level? Yeah, to practice yep. with and train with. Yeah. So, so my training partner, so the, my coach is like the like I would say the Alden Baker of okay. BMX. Yep. And um, the other two guys that I train with, uh, both based out of Vegas as okay. well. So yeah, uh, Vegas Golden Knife fan. Hell yeah, You're man! You're into it, dude. You, it you was, and Pookie are on Night Nation, dude. It's been rough the last few days. We lost three straight, and yeah. I was really. We were playing the Coyotes, and it was like, come on, you know we, you got to beat the we, Coyotes. He's on the team. I'm on the team now. Yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. know this? No, I didn't. Yeah, I, yeah. I missed that press release. And um, it was so funny. I used to make fun of people that said we all the time, <laughs> and now I say um, me too. Last yesterday's game was great. Yeah, it overtime. Great. Overtime hockey is my favorite hockey. Yeah, yeah, it's great. In overtime hockey is it winner t- once you score it's over? Yeah. Yep, oh, cool. it's and, a, and it's and three it's, on three, so mm-hmm. it's called sudden death, right? Yeah, yeah. Five minutes of sudden death, but there's only three on three instead of five on five. So is it three with a goalie? Yeah, yeah. But, so that's four. No, okay. it's just three on three. <laughs> but I guess uh, like because there's less guys, they can just move more, and like they go so yeah, much faster great. out it's there. Yes. Are you surprised at how how much the city has taken to this team? Like I have, like it's crazy, man. Yeah, even just myself personally. Before the season started, I'd only ever watch one game of hockey, and yeah. it was like the Olympic gold medal match, USA versus Canada. Yeah, which Canada won? Unfortunately, yeah. Um, but yeah. Other than that, I never watched hockey, yeah. and I started watching it. And we had a team, and it is, it's really cool. It, yeah. I mean, it really is. Yeah, and yeah, um, people are getting into it, man. It's, everybody it's, I know is stoked on it. Yeah, I've already spent five hundred bucks probably at the team store. <laughs> I'm surprised at how well they're taking to it. I really am. I, I figured that the arena would be full of casino guests, uh, you know, people who didn't like the game, people who were just there to check it out, and it is is anything but that. Uh, it is gnarly. They're yelling. They're screaming. They know what's going on. They know the rules. You know what I mean? Everything. So, yeah, yeah. Except for I do have a funny story for you. I was sitting there during the Winnipeg game. Yeah. And you know Canadian hockey fans. Yeah. Like, they're nuts. Yeah. And um, there was a delayed penalty. And yep. for anybody who doesn't know hockey, a delayed penalty, they pull the goalie out. Um, if you have possession and there's a penalty against the other team, mm-hmm. uh, as soon as the, the, the penalty, the team that took the penalty touches the puck, the play is dead. So, therefore, you pull your goalie. And I didn't know that. Okay. So, I was watching the game, and all of a sudden, the goalie <laughs> just skates off, and there's like seven minutes left in the second or something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm screaming. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you pulling the goalie? And, I did, and then the guy behind me calmly was just, hey, you know. It's a penalty. Stupid American fan. This is what's going on. <laughs> oh, I would have loved that if I was there. I heard yeah. that. Um, no, hey, that's awesome, though, man. Uh, it's It's been really cool to see those guys and, and how well they've been doing. Yeah. Uh, PaulPocky.com. Paul Pocky Podcast, everybody. Check it out. Me yeah. and Ray Ferraro doing it. But don't it. check it out because it, he keeps saying if he gets you know more listeners on that, he'll stop doing these ones. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Absolutely. So don't listen to, no, to those too much. I absolutely. So you should have a lot of the Vegas guys on. Yeah, I could, think, I guess. But, I could, no, I could uh, make some requests. Uh, players are just bland. They don't say much. You know, I'd rather have former players on, you know? They're much better interviews. Like motocrossers, too, a little bit, right? 
Um, I could right. I could make some requests. That I, makes sense. I am a like an official media member for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like I'm on the press releases. I get invited to the press conferences. You know, I could probably get a media pass if I wanted to. You know, I just don't want to abuse it. So I'm in so the mix. So if you have one, you could go to you could go to any game you wanted, right? Yeah, we've well, got yeah. season tickets. Well, yeah, I've got half season tickets already, but but yeah, I I could cover the game as a media member. I just like if someone was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'd be like, "Well, I just have a podcast, so uh, I don't know. I don't know if that counts." Anyways, like um, say I'm here with Sports Illustrated. I should just say yes. Have you heard of Sports <laughs> Illustrated? I'm with this little magazine little called startup, Sports Illustrated startup company. Yeah, I don't know if you ever heard of it. <laughs> right, right. But they're doing Hockey um, Illustrated now, and uh, I'm the you know editor. Right. Well, Connor, uh, thanks for coming by, and let's talk some Supercross. Something that you're into, you're passionate as a fan. Um, I was JT was on earlier, and Watson was on earlier, and Watson says no problems with Kenny Roxon. Stamp it. He's good. He's fine. He's going to be as good as ever. JT and I are a little bit more like, eh. I don't know. You know, it's a serious injury, you know. Um, I don't know. That's kind of <laughs> what we are. Where are you at on the 94? What do you think is going to happen? So I guess I'd start out by saying how awesome is it that we're coming into this year and there are literally th- there's three guys that you could legitimately make an argument why they're going to win the championship. Yes. And you, whether or not that's your guy that you think is going to win, like you, you could, you're shaking your head. I think there's two guys. Okay. We're who, okay, so obviously Kenny. And are you going to say Kenny and Eli? Are yeah, you going to say I you can't think... make the argument for Marvin? No. Okay. Either way, don't bro me. I, sorry, bro. Either way, I think it's cool that there's. I'm with you. Three. I think it's I'm, cool that I'm you can you. at least make an argument for three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as Kenny, I would say everybody's. I, I, I read Vital and I see what people are saying. And everybody, That's your problem right there. <laughs> and everybody's saying his arm's never going to be 100% again. And I, I hate seeing people say that because if you take every guy in the gate, they've all got some body part that's not 100%. Like, at least me personally, I've yep. got a couple that aren't 100%. Yep. Yep. All you need to have is it be functional. And you can readjust and change to make it functional. And for Kenny, his arm probably never will be 100%, 100%. again. Yep. But if 80% is all he needs to ride at a level fast enough to win, mm-hmm. then 80% is all he needs. And I would not, if I had to bet money, I would have such a hard time figuring out which of those, those probably those two There's, theory guys I would put money on. Yeah. But if Kenny wins, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I would be slightly surprised, but not, yeah, not, not shocked at all. Well, JT had a good, good analogy. Oh, JT was a good analogy. My stuff sucks, I guess. No, because he brought this up. He said, yeah, riding and the controlled atmosphere, having all this stuff around you when you're not at the race. But we don't know if someone hits him from behind, he falls over, front end washes, puts his hand. We don't know how strong his arm is. We don't know. And that could be a game changer. Like, yeah. I doubt he's had a big crash where he's had to put his arm out, where in his head he's going, okay, now I know I'm good. Sometimes the best thing after a big injury is to have your first crash. Yeah. And yeah. then you get up and you're like, okay, I'm good. Um, I guess speaking from my own personal experience, so I broke my wrist four months before the Olympics. Yep. Really bad. Um, I you were here with a cast on. I flew, yep. I flew yep. to Vail. I had um, a six-hour surgery with the same surgeon that did Kenny's arm. And maybe three people believed that I would even make the team. And then when I made the team, people were like, maybe, maybe he could scrape out a bronze medal. But when you go from, you know, I sat for two months not thinking I was going to get a chance. And then I had this chance. Mm -hmm. You treat it differently 
you don't take it for granted. And Kenny had to probably sit there for six months not knowing if yeah. he was ever going to get this chance again. Yep. And now that he's got this chance, you better believe there's n- there is no one on that line who's going to want it more than him. Because yeah. he, he didn't think he was even going to be able to line up on that line at times. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and you cannot bet against – take away the talent because he's, yeah. I think, more talented than all those guys. Maybe you can make an argument for Eli, but he's, right. he's ridiculously talented. But now he wants it more than those other guys too. And he's got no pressure because if he doesn't win the title, yeah, oh, he just almost lost his arm last year. Like, sure. no worries. Yeah. Eli, on the other hand, if he doesn't win this title – Yeah, it's – you know, he's my favorite going in. You have to bet on Eli. I think it's hard uh, not with, to. With Kenny's injury and Eli's performance last year, it's hard to not put. We live in Vegas here. It's not hard not to put Eli as the odds on favorite. I'm yeah. sure if there yeah. was yeah. was bookies, they would probably right. have Eli as the favorite. Uh, what's your take on the Supercross changes? They did three rounds of three man events, two two fifties uh, east west now combined. Uh, different little different little different. Point Wait, structure. there's three. Huh? There's three two fifty. Two. Two? Yeah. So what are they? Vegas and Indianapolis. Wow, Indy? Yeah. That's well, okay. You think a team manager would know that kind of stuff? Lo- <laughs> it's not. Well, he's got a 450 guy. Eh, still, you want to know. Love the idea of the shootouts. Yeah. I think those are great. And I think it's cool that they're going to have one mixed in, in the middle of the season because it could just add this massive points change. You know, there could be yep. a guy who's got a 20, 25-point lead, yep. but then because of the shootout, he gets 15th or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and no, it it's great. changes everything. Yep. Um, and I, I do like, as a fan, I like the three-main event format. Uh, we do, uh, in, in, our, in BMX, we do have both the single-main event format and the three-main event format. And the three-main event format is cool at the big events when they're... Um, they're they are able to express to the, the fans what's going on, but... For example, like a casual fan might watch the third main. They might see Eli win the third main, but he doesn't win the overall. And they'll be a little bit confused on who yeah, won the overall. Yeah, yeah. But as a fan, yeah. I want to see those guys race more. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited about it. The only thing that I would complain about is why are they mixing the two different formats? Like, I feel like if they're going to change the format, do it the whole way through instead I of just having random ones sprinkled I in. I think the teams were like, we don't want the whole format changed. So we'll, try it. We'll give you three to try. Okay. If it was, I think it was up to Fell, they'd be like, yep, all new formats. Keep it consistent throughout the whole yep, year. Yep. Yep. Um, it's really going to be a job of the live announcers to let these people in the stands know that there's an overall winner. Just wait. We'll combine them. You know what I mean? Yep. Blah blah blah. Because you're right. There's there's a tendency and they to need to let the, and they need to let the fans know like going into the the third main be what like the, okay what, yeah this guy needs a, a if he gets third or better he wins yeah if he doesn't get third he needs to beat you know yeah, this guy so like so. Yep. you got to know what's yeah, going on sell it. in that it. situation yeah, exactly absolutely. the only thing one thing I do I did read a little bit and hear people on your show talk about is uh you know doing all this big talk about main event winners. And it's like you might win the second main, but like, who cares if you win the second main if you get fifth overall? Like, yes, you get to do your uh, yeah. you get to do your little chat on the TV screen, but right. it's not much different than winning a semi. Depends or on who you are. If you're Vince Freeze, because you get a great start, or you're Brock Tickle, or you're um, you know any of these guys. That's a really big deal and cool, you know, for you. But yeah, Eli Tomac, Marvin, they're just gonna be like, it's yeah, like winning a heat yeah. race. He's right. right. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and another thing to touch on that too, that you guys talked about is you talked about all the possibilities of different winners that could win that first main that's got the the yeah, six, minutes, the six yeah. minutes. Yeah. How long is a heat race? Five. Uh, same la- same time. Yeah. Six. Okay. Yeah. 
What would be interesting is to go back over the last couple of years and look at the guys who won the heat races, because I'm pretty sure it would be the same main group of guys, yep. and that very rarely would you get a Vince Freeze yeah. or a random dude well, winning a, a heat you race. You think about the 800 won a couple. You know what I mean? He so, won a couple in his career. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, so, no, you're right. Yeah, you got to One every four years, you know, you Crap. might get a random win. Uh, let's yeah, do- well, the way that works is sometimes they're so not balanced out one will have like one good guy and the other one would be stacked with other guys yeah so a guy like michael essie when he beat ryan villapoto in that heat race villa was the only other guy there yeah and he was just cruising around in second because he was trying to make the yeah. final yeah yeah no absolutely uh i'm interested to see it i always like the changes you know if you listen to the show nets? i'm yelling at nets nets Hockey you guys nets? you guys couldn't see it unless uh, you're watching it live but he just lit nets up like are, a christmas tree they're gonna put the nets in and and they're gonna work awesome and i'm gonna get zero credit and <laughs> and that's fine whatever i don't care build up the berms again you know what i mean how many times you see watson on the outer edge of the stadium guys all breaking to the inside and creeping around a turn like it was so bad for racing uh at so many tracks and then um, if you go look back at the old days dude they just rail the outside yeah all right let's time it's time for the x brand goggle tear off segment everybody it's everybody's favorite segment let's do it marks tweet it tits it's the x brand tear off segment 15 second rapid fire q a Rapid fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Please check them out. The new S-Goggle is out. It's got the outriggers on it. Or you can go old school if you want with the old X-Brand. All new colors for 18. I think they're on the site now. And uh, please check them out. The best goggle around. Gary Sutherland uses X-Brand to win off-road races. There's no harder series to win and more testing of a goggle than an off-road series. And Sutherland did it. And Fast Freddy Noor and Kyle Chisholm, among others. Brock Tickle is wearing his X-Brands today. And uh, and we'll uh, we'll get to more. Uh, use the code Pulpamex seventeen to save with XBrandGoggles.com. Hey, are they are they on the website? The new book, the new goggle, or you think they are? Uh, the new goggle is on. I think the new colors are on also. Okay, cool. Uh, these questions are submitted by a Corey Moser. Have you ever heard of him? Oh, only from your show. Okay, no, I don't know. And there's uh, thirty seconds to answer them. And Marks, uh, are you with us, Marks, or are we doing this? Not really. Okay. <laughs> Guy goes on vacation and gets a new house. And hey, is Moser still building his new house? I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Who's Moser? Yep. Corey Watson. What is something you plan to do differently with this team than you've done with other teams you've helped build? Bring in other people in in the <laughs> bringing other people into the team that weren't there from the beginning to help it grow. 13.4 seconds. Good job. Steve. Yep. You and Hanny buried the beef. Who are you most likely to bury it with next? Barsha, Grant, or Anderson? El Hombre. I don't know. 30 seconds. No, uh, six <laughs> seconds. I, I think they're all, I think it's all a lost cause. <laughs> I really do. Go ahead. You were going to say it. They're all douches. No, no, no. They're not douches. No. They're, every one of those yeah, guys is no, cool. No. No, I don't You're just an idiot. Yep. <laughs> Good thing it was my question, not yours. All right, next question. I'm just saying the truth. Connor, who is or was a notable Olympic athlete that was super cool to meet and another that was a letdown or a douche? Ooh, putting me on the spot. That's what Moser does. Um, I guess if I was going to say douche, I would say Ryan Lochte. Sorry about that one. Yeah, how's that, Lindsay? Uh, I was gonna say how's Lindsay Vaughn, but she's an Olympic. She's a snow skier. Well, yeah. she's still an Olympic athlete. Do you matter? 
Uh, I have not met Lindsey Vaughn. Okay. Uh, um, and the one I would say is cool is uh, Usain Bolt. I met Usain in London, and um, he was really nice. He took a second to chat with me, and that was seconds. cool. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. If I asked you can do, you can do Usain Bolt who you were, he would go, oh, yeah. That's a tear-off noise. I don't know if he would know who I was, he but wasn't done we had a conversation. So if he was asked this question, would he say, Connor Fields hands F you, dude. Uh, I would say that he would probably say the Australian swim team that was apparently in his room all night after he won the gold medal. <laughs> Good answer. All right, next question. Watson, were Hart and RC more involved with RCH than it appeared from the outside looking in? Uh, were they more involved? They had different They had different duties, put it that way. Ricky was uh, in, involved a lot in the, the racing side, and Hart was involved a lot on the marketing side, but they were really... They hire people to do the do the work, but they were the really the people behind it. Twenty two seconds. Steve, mm-hmm. how many more times do you think Watson can build a team from the ground up? Oh, we're gonna get to that with our favorite Kenny Watsons. Couple more, couple more. <laughs> Leaving it wide open. Though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have a couple more in me. Oh yeah, no, you do. Connor, what's after BMX? How or what do you plan to? To turn being a BMX athlete into your next career, I actually did make sense. I um, Steve's gonna love this answer, but I actually want to be an agent when I'm done racing. I don't have a problem with it. Just get the proper schooling. That's I'm, all. I we had a conversation right. two weeks ago. Right. What was I doing? Aren't you yeah. going to school? I'm yeah, a he, junior at UNLV. Yeah, I was going to say be a hockey player, studying management. That, I'm just saying, there's too many of these agents that got no fucking qualifications to be an agent. Yeah. So if you're qualified and you go to school, I, I'm all for it. But if you're just an ex racer or a bro. I am not letting you steer my career. No thanks. <laughs> yep. I agree. All right. Watson, what results does Hanny have to get to make this team a success? All he needs to do is show up. Wow. Boom. We're not uh, – this, this team isn't based around results. It's a business. It's a marketing machine. ROI. Is that B2B? B2B. Steve. Tomac is notoriously a slow starter. Do you think more off-season races would benefit him? No. That's a tear-off sound, everybody. Sort of. Connor, last one. Do you see Supercross slowly pushing motocross out of relevance? No. I think motocross is going to have to figure out how to keep up with Supercross, but I think it'll always have its place, especially among traditionalists. Good answer. Great answer. 11.4. I agree. There's people in the pits that just, I, they tell me about how motocross needs to become a secondary series and it's 25 Supercrosses. And then if you don't ride Supercross, you race this motocross series. And I'm like, you think the OEMs are going to fund two fucking teams for each series? Like, what are you drunk? Have you seen bike sales? Have you seen marketing budgets? I just, I don't understand it. I think they need to make it all one series and do like a grand championship. Do like, you know, a certain amount of Supercross and a certain amount of outdoors and combine your points. I think I'm with everybody. Cut down on some Supercross and cut down on some moto. That's what, that'll never happen. As a racer, I can understand the need for wanting to do less because I feel like I do, I, I race for 10 months a year and I feel like it's a lot. Right. But as a fan... It is a lot. Make him race more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. That's been the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. The best goggle around, everybody. Please check them out. Four-layer foam. 
Ah, oh, it's fantastic colors, lenses. Great for dealers. It's all one lens. Uh, and uh, please, eksbrand.com. Use code PulpMX17 when you're checking out to save with the folks at XBrand. Thanks uh, to Moser for those questions, whoever you may be. Um, thanks to Phil Nicoletti, Christian Craig, uh, Josh Hansen for coming on. Michael Lindsay as well from Vital MX. Thanks for him for picking up the phone. So uh, we did this last week with GL uh, Watson, and yep. uh, we thought we'd do it with you. So I'm trying to get to the bottom of peak Kenny Watson in your life. Yeah. Okay. So I'm talking you making the most money. Okay. You being the most happy in life. The most uh, successful uh, professional and personal lives, and basically your state of your your being, okay, and what which is wins which wins in your life. So I have the Moto Triple X Kenny Watson, crazy Kenny, right? I have Plano Honda Kenny Watson, which was buttoned up Kenny. <laughs> I have Utopia Kenny Watson, which is crazy Kenny, and I have RCH Kenny Watson. More calm, more buttoned up. Okay, so here's the bracket for you, and and we're gonna. It's just like just like the final four. We're gonna match up the Kenny Watsons, and I'm talking, you know, professional accomplishments, personal life, money, plowing through chicks, or in a steady relationship, like whatever. Okay. However you want to talk about it. Okay. I gotcha. I get so the first round is Crazy Kenny Moto Triple X versus Plano Honda Kenny. Which was a better Kenny? Is this Plano, Texas? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where I was born. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a dealership. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Lance Armstrong was from there, too. Home of yeah. Frito-Lay. I moved when I was like one, so I don't really Home of Frito-Lay. <laughs> Does nobody remember that? Um, so, Kenny, who? I. Which is the better Kenny and why? Well, it, it has each one of those is, was very important part of, in my life. Uh, the Triple X thing was like me kind of coming to the forefront to prove that I could put something together because triple X, you know, Jordan, Kurt and Eric really didn't know the moto industry. And, you know, they did a video. They didn't really know that many of the riders. I helped them get the riders for the video. And then, you know, we put the team together. I didn't make a lot of money. Okay. That's for sure. I had an owner that wouldn't register the freaking box van that I drove around the country. And you drove, yeah, you drove, you drive to the races, so uninsured with no registration. Yep. We're talking '97 where they just gave you a ticket; they didn't tow your van away. <laughs> so that was fun. I mean, I had a good time that year. It was a good time. Plano Honda. It was two years. Two years of that. Yep. Plano Honda was. It was cool that someone saw what I did there. Race shop. Everything professional. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of pressure. I think it was too much for me at once. Um, I was going through a lot of different stuff in my life at the time. Um, I was also tour managing the Vans Warp Tour in the summer, so I kind of neglected the race team some of the time, and I put duties on other people, and other people were doing my job, and it kind of snowballed. Um, where a lot of money was being spent where it should have, and I was over budget, and I thought it was just an endless, you know, you know, endless pockets. Yeah. So it didn't work out that way. Um, so which is the I would have Kenny to say, Watson. I would have to say, at the time, it was probably Moto Triple X. Moto Triple X Kenny moves on to the next round, everybody. Yeah, 
And this this second one's easy. It was okay. Utopia you know, Kenny Watson versus RCH Kenny Watson. Okay, well the Utopia thing, you know, it, I was part of starting something from the ground yes. level. Yes. I mean, it was it was a thought, and then my friend Jim Hartman, who you know invented the swatch guards, and he had the Utopia sunglass wear that you know a couple people were doing, and he wanted to do. Connor, this guy invented the little plastic thing that goes on your on your wristwatch and protects your swatch. It's a little rubber band that goes down the center of your swatch. Wrist. You know the swatch a swatch watch. I know, like the brand swatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. did you know? Have you ever seen the guards? There was like a plastic Dude, piece that went was, over the top of it. They clipped on. It was a one cent plastic piece. Okay. All right. Well, he he invented, invented that, and yeah. he made. Eight bajillion dollars. Yeah, just one of those random little inventions <laughs> that just, yeah. So like, Why didn't we think of that? Right. So Jim made that. He did really good at that. He wanted to, he's always been into motorsports and loved moto growing up. Matter of fact, he was a guy that, you know, kind of got me into racing when I was a kid. And we did that for a little while. And he brought me in because he needed kind of a, someone that had an in with the riders and someone that they kind of trust in. So he brought me in. I was literally, we had sample straps that I was literally uh-huh. taking a silicone gun and silicone the straps. Um, it was. And, and what was your life like? Were you making good money? Were you? Well, when I first started with them, I wasn't really making that great of money, but it was an opportunity where I could have a piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. And I really was enjoying that. Um, and then the whole company, you know, Jim let it, Jim had to sell it got bought out by an investor, and then it went down the tubes. And that's right when Kerry called me, and he said, hey, I'm going to do some supermoto racing. Um, what are you doing? Why don't you come out and check it out and see what if you want to be part of it? So I came out to Vegas, and we went to – did a couple of races, and uh, that's when the whole thing – I did the supermoto thing for one year, and that's when I said, dude, we need to do a supercross team. And he looked at me like I was crazy – and I said, hey, with just your brand of Carry Hart, we're gonna, we could have a ton of people around the truck. And he said, hey, if you could raise the money, let's do it, because I'm not putting a penny I, of my money into it. The, the, the bonus for the Utopia Kenny Watson is spray painting the hats and pissing off Bebo. I did. I did. I yes. used to spray so, paint. Lo- the, we had a stencil that we would spray paint hats and give them away. And I remember at one race, we hired these girls, those umbrella girls, just to walk around the pits with the Utopia umbrella. And one of the girls came up to me, and she was out of the Utopia clothes. And she was she called me and said, I got kicked out. I'm all, what? So I go outside the parking lot, and she's literally crying. She's like, this big guy with a Scott t-shirt on kicked me out. He says, I can't do that. And I'm like, do what? She's like, she said that he worked for Scott and that they own the pits. So Bebo <laughs> literally didn't get a security guard, no. ripped her wristband off and threw her out of the pits. Yeah. Sounds about right. That's not, so, that's not cool. <laughs> no. So <laughs> it was an uphill battle. I remember Bebo telling me you're never, Scott has the, the stronghold on Supercross. There's never going to be another brand better than Scott. Scott's yeah, it. Yeah, Scott's yeah, that. Yeah. And you think you're going to come in here. Good luck. I'll never let that happen. Said all right, so I guess he didn't let it happen, but he um, let hundred percent in though. So RCH Kenny Watson takes the nod. Yeah, for sure. All right, so RCH Watson moves on to round two, the championship battle for the best Kenny Watson, Moto Triple uh, X Kenny Watson versus RCH Kenny Watson. You were in a video that sold hundreds of thousands of copies. 
with Moto Triple X. You started, you won a, a most likely win in the LA Coliseum with Brian Deegan. But RCH, you started this thing that went on for a long time on the back of a cocktail napkin. Marks. Wasn't it a strip club? Strip club. Yeah. You, you had fog machines. Reynolds gets spot. Fog machines, beer pong. Triple X had DJ. We had uh, DJs you were in the back of a cop car in Dallas. It was. So, which Kenny Watson? Well, there's like separate times in my life. Like, I was young at Triple X. I had no worries. I didn't really have any worries about bills or no. anything. I didn't. You were probably and, plowing chicks left and right back then. Eh. Okay. Not. You know what? I really. I mean, I would like. I would love to sit here and say, yeah, I railed all kinds of chicks, but not in Triple X days. Well, I did. Well, that's good for I you. I was in a gangbang. <laughs> I'd have to say that that happened a lot more at RCH because uh, what I'm saying is overall, like everything, yeah, personal uh, money, success, yeah, personal money, yeah. success. It has to go to RCH because that thing started on a napkin. I was making my own budget. I was saying what I wanted to get paid. I started it the first few years. I was only making like thirty grand a year because I wanted to take the money that we got from sponsors and build a good team and have good mechanics and good personnel. And I just seen, I just seen it. I knew that would, ha- I knew it would work. From a napkin to a championship. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the best Kenny Watson. Out of all the Kenny Watsons, the RCH Kenny Watson. That's it. Thank you. There we go. That was fun. what a contest. That was amazing, Steve. That was a great idea. We'll you have had. to have a uh, a rematch in a few years of the RCH versus the Nut Up. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring the Nut Up Kenny Watson in there. I was. <clears throat> I had early. I had uh, Ray Crum, Kyle Lewis, Kenny Watson in there, but I couldn't think of another era of Kenny no. Watson to put up against that. Well, you got to remember the what, what would have been pretty cool was the 1995 Kenny Watson with Swing. Brian Deegan. Oh, Deegan. What about uh, Sheik? Sheik Kenny. Uh, that uh, I was uh, trying to winning, turn. The, well, winning a moto at High Point. I was trying to turn the corner then. Believe it or not. <laughs> and then I turned the corner, and then I was working with Sheik, and then Larry Brooks told me that he would never hire me. I'm a I'm an idiot, whatever. And that was that was in '96. And that's when I was supposed to go to Honda. Yeah. And I was trying to be all right. freaking. Yeah, yeah. But and then 90, Deegan fired you, or then Sheik fired you with two races ago or whatever. His dad did. Yeah, his dad did. Because um, that was my fault that he wasn't getting good results. And I said, maybe he wasn't getting good results because the guy was getting drunk. <laughs> oh, no, believe um, me. But Scott was a good dude. We had fun. The RCH Kenny Watson, the best Kenny Watson. Yeah, I'd have to say financially. Mm hmm. I was more, I was happy. Financially, life, spot in life, everything. It was a great, for a while there, it was really a good time. The last few years, it really wasn't. Sinjin, what's up, buddy? Welcome back to the show. What's going on, guys? How have you been? Good, how are you? What's up, Sinj? Good. What's going on, Kenny? Uh, Uh, This is like taking me right back right here with Sinjin on the phone and Watson in the co-host chair. That's the only reason he called. I'm a little bit more conserved. A little bit more conserved now. Yeah, we know Um, uh, so two questions. First about the Nets. Was that the big announcement? I remember you talking to JT saying, like, oh, if this happens, you know, everyone will lose their shit. Yeah, that was it. it. Yeah, that was it. Okay, okay. Yeah, because ru- we had heard rumors they were coming. We didn't know. It wasn't for confirmed, but we had heard rumors. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, it for sure was pretty funny to hear that they had it. And then second thing is, I haven't listened to tonight's show yet, but you guys talk at all about Jimmy and his Instagram post and hanging it up for Supercross at least? No, no, we haven't actually. Um, yeah, oh, but wow. you know what? Honestly, Sinjin, I mean, that was old news. I thought like J- like Jimmy had kind of told me that earlier. Like he he told me 
early on he's like i'm not doing supercross i might race i may race motocross again but i'm not going to do supercross just you know that just was yeah i guess in the car, so. coming but I, it just wasn't full-on you know out there it's just i don't know kind of a sad thing to sad thing to see there's no point for me to watch supercross really anymore no you you're know, done I've been in the loop so much i that's, mean that's it i still that's all i cared about yeah do you do you think this is i guess off topic as well do you think would you see ronnie mack at any of these outdoors with all of his appearances no what I don't know what Ronnie's doing. I would, I would see Ronnie Mack at a Supercross before. Maybe that's why he's retiring, and maybe Felt's hiring him to do an intermission thing. Because there's going to be a lot of, of Jimmy. Maybe there's a lot of, uh, you know, with those three rounds coming up, there's you're going to need filler. You're going to need some fill True. time. Would they hire his I eat ass swing arm sticker and everything? I think you'll have to tone it down a little bit. But I think <laughs> a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, um, God, all right, that's, that's all right. It. Thanks, Sinjin. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you, man. Changes like yeah, I toss salad or something. Have a good show, guys. All right, see ya. Uh, Doug, what's up? You got a question for Ken- Kenny Watson? Yeah, I was wondering when we're going to get another In the Rut show. I can't talk about that right now. I'm on the other podcast. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm working on it. Hang tight. For, I'm forbidden to talk about I'm it. I'm going to uh, work on he's, format change he's here. He's always got your back. I know, I know. I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm trying to figure some stuff out. It's everyone thinks it's very easy. And if Steve didn't have this guy over in the corner, I don't. I think he would be uh, struggling. So yeah, he's been killing it tonight. I I, uh, I need to find that right person, and I'm just going through him like tits. underwear. So if you know anybody in uh, I really don't Temecula, care. Riverside, Menifee area, I'm looking for a guy. Yeah, and I want to tell you what your most moment of your life was. Okay. That was when your daughter was born. That's just very true. Very true. And Steve? Yep. You the you the best motocross advocate out there. Advocate. That's what he is. You mean like for the that's series? Right. For the motocross series? No, period. In, in general. Motocross, dirt bike. Oh, okay, yeah. No. He's, he's an ambassador. Thank you. Yes, I'm an ambassador. Yes, I'm an absolutely That's right. Ambassador. You're not no nut hanger. You say it how it is. Thank you. I appreciate it. I try, man. We Thank you. And then another thing. Uh-huh. You need to start giving some giveaways in the chat because it's down to two people. Yeah, slow night tonight. People are not into it. It's late, though. It's ten. It's 1 in the morning oh. on the East Coast, so, you know. You got to do the giveaways in the chat. And Travis, yeah, give him some more money because I give him all kinds of shit. Well, he's fucking not coming through tonight at all, Doug. Like, Travis, he's fucking get there on time next time, okay? That's what I'm he's talking about. You. Thanks, Doug. Later, Doug. Later. Later. I want whatever that guy's sipping on. You hear that? You hear that? You hear Doug? No, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, fucking shocker. <laughs> um, hey, everybody. Uh, something new that we want to announce uh, for 2018. Uh, and it is uh, now live. It is now open. It is the PulpamexFantasy.com site. Uh, check it out. Sign up. Uh, we are giving away two Kawasaki motorcycles, uh, a 2019 Cowie 450F and a 2018 Cowie 250F. Uh, if you win the overall Supercross League, you win a motorcycle. So if you're For a badass. Real, you'll get it. You'll get the bike. There's other sites that don't give you your prizes. No, you get the bike. And if you're not great at fantasy, don't worry. If you pay for both leagues, $34.95, $34.99 for both leagues, you are eligible to win the $450. Uh, We're going to put everybody who plays weekly 
into a drawing, and you will win a Cowie 450. Uh, so you don't got to be like just some super Johnny badass at Fantasy, uh, although that doesn't doesn't hurt. Um, so we are doing that, uh, giving away a couple motorcycles. There's weekly prizes to win, and there's series-ending prizes for Supercross, series-ending prizes for Motocross, $34.99 for the year. Sign up if you're in the top 100. At the end of the year, you get a Pulpamex number plate. You get a ranking, a top 100 ranking to uh, on your avatar uh, to brag about to everybody else about how good you are at fantasy. And it's a handicap league, Connor. You play those a little bit. So there'll be handicaps uh, each and every week. So you won't just pick uh, you know, Eli Tomac and Ken Roxon and Marvin Muskan every week. Uh, we're going to have a little different format with scoring as well. Uh, you can uh, have an all-star rider that's exempt from the handicap. And uh, what else, Marks? Are you going to do the underdogs like some of the other websites? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes, we are. So, sorry, I was on the phone. I didn't hear everything you said. But yeah, basically, you have shocker. You have uh, <laughs> you pick four four riders for each class uh, every week, and then in order to kind of get you to pick some of the more known guys, you're forced to pick one guy that'll be like in the top eight in points for that class. Um, you have to pick them, and they're not eligible for double points. The Is other that your all star? Yeah, that's yeah. your all star. Okay. Yep. And then the other guys, if they get top ten, and they're on your team, you get double points for those guys. So, um, so that ninth and tenth place guy is going to be really important. Like who can crack into that top ten? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and who's going to set the handicaps? Uh, we're working on a system to kind of calculate it, um, to take a little bit of uh, human judgment out of it. I mean, clearly there's going to be some instances where that's unavoidable. But we're trying to work out a formula. Um, so based on like your past results and your ranking right. and all that. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, so it'll it'll progress, and you know, obviously, there's times where, like start of the season where there's no results for that year, and yeah, you can go back and and do certain things. But yeah, we're working on that that part still. We've got a few weeks to to finalize it, and uh, so that'll that's how that'll be. Uh, that's how that'll be calculated. All right. So question for you, Steve. Yeah. You said there's eight. Riders that are all-stars, the first week, A1, are you going to use the top eight in points from the previous year, or are you going to create the eight all-stars yourself? Uh, I think we'll probably do the points, but uh, that's not my uh, ruling on that, right? Because uh, you're talking about Kenny Roxon would not be exactly. in the all-star, right? So, I, think, I think we'd have to – I mean, no matter which way you do it, there will be obvious picks from week to week like there always is in fantasy. Somebody comes back from injury or something like that, you know. Um, but don't be scared to learn how to play it. It's a handicap league. Uh, the rules are on the site right now, pulpamexfantasy.com. You got 100% goggles. You have uh, uh, Michelin star, uh, Michelin tires. We got signed jerseys each and every week for these guys. Um, our prizes are great. They're fantastic, and uh, it's uh, going to be really good, real fun. We're going to have uh, you can create your own league with you and your buddies if you want to play for money. You can uh, create your own league. Everybody pays off the side, and then uh, you'll have your own standings and your own league and everything else. And you can join the main uh, league as well for Supercross. So, a couple of dirt bikes being given away. That's pretty cool. I'm going to win so, one of them. Yeah, you're, you're you're riding on Sunday. We're riding on Sunday. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah. You're going to ride a dirt bike for the first time. Well, I rode once when I was a kid. I rode like a 50 or something. Yeah, that like doesn't count. Eight, yeah. eight years old. But yeah, man, I'm uh, looking forward to it. I'm going to wear every pad that I own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look super. I'm going to look like I know what I'm doing because I'm going to have like, you know, the 2018 fly kit. I'm going to have a monster helmet. I'm going to be all like in the nicest stuff you could have. Nice plug. And then. <laughs> nice and then, sponsor plug. Yeah, yeah, learn from the best. Yeah. And then I'm just going to be out there trying to figure out how to get from second to third gear. Right. Just put it in second. Give you, yeah, you'll be you fine. Just, yeah, you'll be fine. 
Uh, also, too, uh, getting back to the fantasy thing, Connor, you'll like this. Uh, we're going to have live scoring going on. So oh. as the AMA results are going, oh, that's cool. yeah. as everything's going, you're going to see how your team is doing and how many points you got. And Who built that? Uh, I don't know. So after familiar. the 250 main, you could know exactly what you need in the 450 main if you want to win yeah, that league or I whatever. Yeah, I think it'll create guys that get even madder at certain riders yeah. where you're like killing it. And That's then, what you want. And That's then, exactly no, what you're I, looking I, for. No, I don't, but I'm saying it's it's really cool. It's a real That's uh, my favorite when uh, when jerkies tweet to riders or I know, right? whatever. Like, I can't believe you messed up my fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? <laughs> like, sorry, man, that's what I was thinking about when I was going down on that triple out there. Yeah, no, it happens all the time. <laughs> These guys get it all the time. They're sick of it. But you know what, though? Um, the, the football guys get it, too. Oh, they get death threats. Yeah, and, and you know what? Um, I don't want to take it that far, but it does make the sport more interesting, and therefore oh, yeah. more people are into you, Mr. Ryder. You know mm. what I mean? Like, more people are, are interested in following you, and they want you to succeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's a good thing overall. You're always going to get the D-bags that get pissed and tweet the riders, but... Yeah. Overall, I think it's I think it's a good thing. Oh, for sure. You know? It makes it, and especially if the series get a bit boring towards the end. Uh, you know, yeah. around 15, 16, yeah. 17, if the championships are pretty much wrapped up, it gives you something to kind of kind of watch for and, and look out for. Hey, uh, what's the what's the date or what's the, what race is the last uh, trip of that thing they call Triple Crown? Whatever that three race. Uh, the date of it. No, like what race is it? Like which ones are they doing? Oh, uh, is it Minneapolis? Minneapolis, Anaheim, two. And Atlanta? So Minneapolis would be the last one because Minneapolis is like the okay. third or fourth yeah, last race. Yeah, whatever one's the latest one. Yeah, yeah, because that'll probably, if it's so big. Yeah. Um, we got a, a year supply of Red Bull. We got an MTF package. We got a, a Athena Get Stuff. Who did all that work? Uh, weekly prizes, uh, btosports.com, gift card. Steve, who put so, that up, all those together? You? The site? No, all the sponsors. Uh, no, not me. No. Marks did. And... Um, uh, JT helped also. So, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Mark's built the site, though. It's probably what he's been working on over there in the corner. Uh-huh. Uh, cool. mm-hmm. But. Putting out fires. I like the fact that you can win a motorcycle without winning, like, without being some Johnny Badass of fantasy. Yeah, for sure. Even though I scored an impossible six ninety nine last year. I feel like that number changes every time you say it. No, it's six ninety nine. That's mm-hmm. what I scored right. at Southwick, uh, which beat everybody's score all year long for a single week. Six ninety nine. So even though I did that, I'm not that good at fantasy as some of these people out there that are just insane. I don't have a lot of time at the races to fill in my picks. I don't study them that much. You know, I'm busy. I got things to do. I Dude, go buck- it's so hit and miss. Like it's so lucky. Oh, some of sometimes it. I feel like it's almost harder when you know more. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, for example, uh, uh, Dan Truman's buddy, uh, he's a cop or a fireman, knows nothing about the sport, goes on practice times. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then just, he's, he's like one and always does paste. pretty well. <laughs> he always does pretty well with that. You know yeah. what I mean? Just going straight off times. He doesn't pick the top guys. He picks the handicapped guys, but he will go off their times. And he's covering practice. the spread uh, yeah. and all that. Yeah. 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 And, and he always kills it. So you're right about that, Connor. Sometimes the more the more you know, the less you know. I think it's probably harder for, for guys like us, too, who, who yep. know some of those guys or maybe have a horse in the race. Yeah. Because you yep. want them to do well, and you know that you know they've been having good training or feeling good in practice. And, yep. oh, they should do better this week. Yep. You know, but if you could look at it. Um, so, uh, 19.99 for a Supercross. 34.99 for a Supercross and Motocross. Two ninety nine uh, a single weekend, so you can play a single weekend if you just want. If you have, can you enter like you, multiple teams? Uh, yes, you can. Correct, Marks. You can enter different accounts. So, like for yeah, an extra di- two, for an extra two ninety nine, you could enter 
Yeah, team. yeah, you just got to pay again. You can't pay one and then have two teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just every time you can enter. Uh, you have to have a different account name, you know, different team name, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're basically we're basically uh, not labeling it like that, not like you have your team. Like you're a user with the team rather than you are the team. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Because I know some of the other sites where it's just like you sign up and you have your team name. You don't really have a team name. You're just you're just a user and you have a team of riders and you don't even name the team or anything. It's just, yeah, that's just who you pick. Easier. Simple. Yeah. I'm trying to simplify it just a little. Um, is there a contact form for that? That we, that we use if people have questions? Uh, it'll be going up tonight. Okay. Contact form on there. And we'll, if you have any yeah. questions or, or something doesn't work, um, whatever. Uh, and it's, if you live in Europe or Australia or wherever, you can still win the motorcycles, but you have to pick up the bike in America. So, Right, it's gonna be a long ride back to Australia. Correct, yes. Yeah, you got to figure out the shipping yourself and everything else. But you can get if you get the if you can get to America, or get a buddy in America, you can win the bike. And uh, so don't worry about that. So PulpMXFantasy.com. Sign up, play us, play it, play us. Uh, play, we're going to talk about it each and every week on the show and uh, who did what and uh, and we'll have fun doing that. So uh, yeah, uh, good work on the site, Marks. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks to you people, we'll have a lot of fun this year. I think it'll be uh, it'll be good to laugh weekly, Marks, at your results. Each and every week. <laughs> what if I don't play? Uh, and we're going to get fields in our in our league, too. I'm in. Our, in our cash league, uh, for sure. Yeah. As long as you like losing money. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> so, what, do you, what do you know? It's not like you got a gold medal or anything. Uh, also, two people. If you're in the market for a Honda with a 5 and 605 freeway meet in L.A., over 30 minutes, any, about 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A., over 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars, uh, Pulp MX listeners get a free first-time oil change if they drive a Honda. Go to the service department. Mention Pulp MX, free oil change from those guys. And uh, we thank the guys at Honda World Downey. Uh, they've sold some cars already off our listeners' base. So that's awesome for them and awesome for you guys that uh, that you're doing it. So Love this guy right here. Thank you again to Kenny Watson, Connor Fields for coming in, Christian Craig, Phil Nicoletti, uh, Josh Hansen, and Michael Lindsay all on the show tonight. Got a couple more things still to come, though. And first up, let's do the BTOsports.com Tweet at Travis segment, shall we? We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com, whether you're uh, railing a berm on your motorcycle, mountain biking, driving a UTV, whatever it is, they've got your uh, goods that you need for your bike or body. BTOsports.com. Use the code PulpMX when you uh, call. And uh, save with anything at btosports.com. Uh, you can also put it in the uh, notes section online. They'll apply the discount after that. Uh, btosports.com. Please check them out. They've been big supporters of us, and uh, they'll support you in whatever you need for your biker body. This is the tweet at Travis segment, at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. And uh, Marks goes through them, picks the best ones for myself, Connor Field, and Kenny Watson. All right, let's do this, Marks. This one's from Kerry Daku. Turn my fan off. Is Ezra Lusk still around? Was or is he still helping Davey? Not helping Davey. Saw him in Atlanta last year. I mean, he's Yogi. Quiet. Doesn't say much. Doesn't want a lot of fanfare. He could walk through the pits and don't even know who he is. No. No. But he's good. He's doing good. Sounds like he's uh, still into tennis. So This was from Jeff Holford. Why don't you set your studio up so you can face your guests? Why doesn't Jeff set his own studio up so he can face some guests? You're kind of facing us. 
Not really. I'm I'm <laughs> trying to do that. This started off as a work desk, and then I added a Home Depot table to the end. So, Jeff, as much as I'm mad at Jeff for asking that, I'm mad at myself for not making that happen. I've been looking at studio furniture. I've been thinking about trying to rearrange this. It's expensive as fuck. But I do want to face the gas. It's better. For sure. But fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> All right. Next question. This one's from Tanner Hall. Watson, talk about some of the details putting this team together versus other teams. How'd you use Hanny's fan base? Also, B2B talk. Uh, I really didn't really use his fan base, I would say. I just used the business model that I've learned over the years to put this into a different platform to use Josh kind of like Carrie um, was part of the team when we started RCH to use him kind of as the the platform for people to come and see and hang out and be part of it. Um, but the only difference is Josh is still racing. So saying that, um, there really wasn't much difference. It was just a, it was a business plan that worked and uh, it was a proven model and we're going to, you know, take that and, and can see if it continues to work, which I think it should. I hope it does. All right. This one is from Nathan. If everyone loves the hydro clutch on KTM Huskies, why don't more people hit up BTO and add them to the Japanese bikes? I don't think everybody loves the hydro clutch. Chad didn't, did he? No. Um, Some days. The Honda guys had it on and off for a while. Um, I've heard they're going to come stock on Cowies next year, so that should be interesting. Um, No, I don't think they're universally loved, though. I like them. I think they're bitching. This one's from Keel McStovepipe. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Pick his questions every week just so I can say his name. Um, would you be upset if Monster bought out the outdoors and made an eight-month-long Supercross type of series, kind of like rumors been floating around that you rage about, Steve? Mm, would I be upset? No. No, I wouldn't. Um, they've already tried, from what I hear. They've already tried, so... I think we need motocross. I, I mean, like, I'm not going to be upset because it is what it is. I have no say in it. But I think we need motocross. Those are, that's how we start riding. You know, that's how you get into it. And those are the people at the motocross races that buy oil and buy sprockets. And, and, and I mean, certainly the, those, are the, those people are at supercrosses also, but not all of them are at supercrosses. 50%, 30%, 60%, whatever number you want to put on supercross attendance, those people do not ride. I would put outdoor attendance at 95% that those people all ride. So question about that. Yes. So obviously the energy drinks are a big player. Here comes the monster athlete no, with no, a question. No. <laughs> all right. I'm kidding. Obviously the energy drinks are a big player in this game, but, but I would have to imagine that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the OEMs and the vortexes and just the, yeah. the parts companies and stuff. Yeah. They have to think. They have to like motocross because it's appealing to a different, different aspect of what they what they do. Yeah, you know. And if I'm if I'm Suzuki, Supercross isn't necessarily what everybody that's riding my bikes are doing. Yeah, it's motocross. Yeah. So if Monster's going to do that, you'd have to think that the OEMs and the teams would fight back and say we need wow. to stay outside. Yes. I would think so. Uh, some OEMs would not fight back. Some OEMs are like Supercross is the better rating, Supercross is better demos, 
blah 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 blah. You but does ratings I mean? so, sell bikes? Does ratings sell bikes? More eyeballs, the better, I guess. Uh, the, for sure, some OEMs would fight back, but I also know for sure some OEMs would be like, "Yes, screw the motocross series," which is not my opinion, but you know that's their opinion. So hmm. yeah, it's uh, we're in we're in Connor a real interesting time. I've said this a few times. Something's gonna break here. In two, three years. Kenny, see if you agree with me. Or are you still busy with your phone? Million dollar emails. I'm, I'm going to take your phone and throw it away. Reading contracts, bro. Um, We're in an interesting time. In two or three years, something's going to happen. I don't see it going 17 and 12. Something's going to change, switch, happen. Do you agree? Yeah, I do agree. But, but I, I don't know uh, what. I really think it's going to be... The big hand slapping the little hand, because I don't really think that the the outdoor promoter can really go, like, who's more in bed, the outdoor promoter with the OEM or the Supercross promoter with the OEM? So that's where it's I think it varies. Yeah, I think it varies. I think that's where it stands, because, you know, I know that the, the, the roots of racing is, is outdoors. So that's what they they're gonna that's what they're standing on, you know. I mean, I I personally think you know times have changed. It's not like you can go do, you know. I mean, we used to race so much back in the day when the mechanics used to drive box fans for you know years, drive across country, do all this crazy stuff, yeah. and there was more races. Yeah, you know, you got to look at back in even before I started, there was like the Golden State Nationals that yeah. they did all of October. November, December. Then they would go race Supercross for three, three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Then they would go race outdoors for two months. They were racing all the way until October. Like, almost, you know, even into November. You know, Super Bowl motocross used to be, like, in November. Yeah. So, like, things have definitely need to change. I mean, I think it's starting with the rules. I mean, it's the first time the rules have changed yeah. for a Supercross format in you know, the history of the sport. So, I think that long as the OEMs, the OEMs are the only ones going to make it happen. The promoters and the out, and the outdoor promoter and the indoor promoter, they can say all they want until the OEMs say this is the way we want it. Nothing's yeah. going to change. Yeah. yeah, I just think something's coming. I don't know what though. Something. So how about this? Budgets are at a breaking point. Sponsorships at a breaking point. You know? If it goes all Supercross. will the U.S. ever win an MX Donations ever again? <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, next question. We probably won't even go. This one's from Seabog. Watson, has the last few months been better or worse for your blood pressure? Uh, it's been fine until the last few weeks, but... Uh, I thought you were going to say a few hours. <laughs> no, it's all right. I mean, I have faith. Watson's life's never been better than when he was <laughs> on this show. I look at it this way. I have faith, and whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and as long as I have... You know, my sobriety, my daughter, and a faith that everything is going to be okay in my life. Yeah, you like that? I have nothing to worry about. Whatever happens, happens. And the Pulp Mech show. And Why'd you send me that email, Watson? Because I want you to print that for me. Oh, okay. I noticed that Pulp Mech, Kenny, wasn't on the all-time bracket. 
He didn't. I didn't make the bracket. Why was it? Why wasn't Pope and Max Kenny on the all-time bracket? That's a good question. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I coulda. Huh? I never thought of that. He'll, he'll never say he's. R- r- hmm. r- he'll hmm. never say he's. R- r- I can't even say that word. Watson, you want me? <laughs> Rhymes to- with schmong. You want me to print this thing for you? Why not? It's twenty-six pages. So you want me to give you ten bucks for paper? Are you gonna? Are you <laughs> You're gonna fucking go, kidding are me? Are you gonna pay me for paper? Sure. Okay. Times are tough in the Pulp MX studios. Uh, obviously. <laughs> um, all right, next question. Why haven't you done a sound check with Marks? I got to know what he listens to get, to get pumped for the dunes and backflips. Dude, because it's all rap, right? <laughs> it would be all garbage rap. Not all of it. All of it would be um, auto-tune rap. No, not even. You need to do one with our Olympic athlete, bro. I should. Sound checks are popular, bro. People like them. I just did one with Ralph. Ralph. I saw that. Ralph Sheen, yeah. Ralph rocked out to 70s and 80s metal like no one else. Ralph. All right, next question. I can't talk, believe bro. you did one with Ralph after all the shit you talk about, Ralph. I talk shit terrible. about Ralph. He's a terrible announcer. I, I've never said that. Those guys suck. I've defended Ralph all the time. Okay. Yeah, he does bag on the other guy a bit more than he bags yeah. on Ralph. Ralph's fine. Ralph's the, the air traffic controller, you know, telling you what's you, going on in the chat. Do you think the other guy in the booth does a good job? I think he needs to get out in the pits more and learn more and talk to more guys. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I think it's just too repetitive. He just he just talks about, like, because he's trying to cater to the casual fan. So he just talks about the same things every race. Like, oh, the track's going to break down. Yeah. No, the Next start, week, the, the track's going to break down. The keys, start. The start. Uh, every week, uh, keys to the race. Good start. Dude. I just, the I know what these, everybody watches the TV show and they want, Watson wants, if Hanson's on the show or on a screen, Watson and his team want that guy, the announcer, to know everything about that team and what's going on and what's Josh's situation and what's happening. And, and, and there's too much silence going on. There's just too much. You know, yeah. Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman can tell you everything there is to know about the fourth string offensive lineman that comes in the game. That's his job. Right. And That's then, all? And, but you know what? I don't know if it, if maybe it's Troy Eggman, but maybe it's when he sits down, he's got a stack of papers oh, yeah, no, about no, no. everybody. He's, no, no, he's got people helping him. Yeah. But they don't have that, so therefore the announcers have to do it. I've often said, pay if they paid me, you know, 50 grand a year as this race is happening, and what they, this is what they do they scribble on, on index cards information and hand it to him. And hand it to him. Yeah. Just like this. The guy's doing all show off camera. And that's what a job that they do in the NFL or any of these big-time booths. But clearly, Feld slash Fox does not want to pay for that. So therefore, it's Jeff and Ralph's job to get down in there and inform the viewer what's going on. And they don't do a good enough job. Have you ever me. mentioned that to him? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like they're they don't care. Yeah, they, they don't yeah. care. All right. Have you guys talked about Barsha? How he'll do? Yeah. We haven't, really. Yeah. yeah. Where have you been? No, we kind of uh, didn't really. I, I mean, I, we talked about six race deal. Barsha's got a six race deal. Yamaha, yeah. yeah. How do you think he'll do from Braden? Boot? Dude, I don't know. People say like, ah, oh, the eighteen Yamaha is all different. I don't know. You know, and you know, Yamaha was selling them on like, hey, dude, the JGR guys don't know how to set up a bike. We do. Now, I'm not saying that's true or false, but that's what they sold them. No, they sold him on a paycheck. <laughs> you don't think they're paying him? They're then why him. why would you do that if you're Justin? If you already know the bike doesn't work or doesn't suit you? Well, what's going to be what's going to be better, a uh, factory Yamaha or a privateer Honda that he was riding? Make yourself happy with a bike. He's got all the money in the world, Connor. So ride the bike you want to ride, and we'll give you the best results. And once you get results, 
everything else will fall yeah, into yeah. line. Yep. Well, and so like to you me, say, they're you, delicate flowers. To me, ride what you want. Take a, get rid of all the excuses you've ever had, and kick ass on the track, and everything else will fall into place. And everybody will go from hating you to loving you, or whatever. Yeah, because like just <laughs> just don't settle and be like, I'm gonna ride a Yamaha. Is there a big difference in bicycles? Like no. Like if your your bike right the like. You could grab anybody's bike in the pits and pedal it as long as they had your pedals and your clips. And There's two main differences, and uh, it's the material the bike's made of. Over the last few years, they've changed. Uh, they used to all be chromoly aluminum, and then now they're starting to do carbon fiber. They're kind of taking some stuff that they've learned from uh, mountain bikes and stuff and using carbon fiber. So I ride a carbon fiber bike, and if I had to go back to a non-carbon fiber bike, that would make a big difference. So the carbon fiber bike's probably stiffer? Stiffer and lighter. Wouldn't you want, though, a, a heavier bike to get down and sooner and get the weight you, the There's a down? There's a point where it becomes too light. Sure, yeah. But um, my bike, it's, yeah. you'd it's rather, not. You'd rather add weight than... than you know what I mean? Like have a super light bike, add weight where you want it. Yeah, not necessarily. It's not necessarily adding weight where you want it. Like there are the guys in our sport who are the weight weenies that will do anything to shave two pounds off of their bike. Yep. But the way I, the, we're the engine, the 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 body is the engine in yeah. our sport. And if the body's not tuned and ready to go, and you haven't been training, you're not doing everything you need to do. That's going to make a bigger difference than what grips you have on or what wheels you have or whatever that is. But at the end of the day, and the reason that I like watching uh, supercross and motocross is the mental side of things. Cause that's at the top, the top of the top guys, the difference of who wins and who gets second is mental. A lot of the time. Yeah, I agree. All right. This one's from Steven Studer. Mm-hmm. Mathis, which segment of the moto movie did you like the most? Well, while Willie Palmer was good, Townley's track was bitching. That track was really good that he had in New Zealand. I like the credits at the end. <laughs> Watson never watched it. Um, probably Wild Willie Palmer's part, yeah. This was from Kofif. Those dudes do a good job on this. Kofif. They do. They do a really good job. <laughs> yeah, the intro. Moto the Movie 9 intro is phenomenal. You got to see it. They do a really killer job with it. So, Was Bowers in the mix for the new KTM 250 ride? BTO ride? Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain? Um, same, same. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Everyone wrote him off, huh? Bowers? Oh. Yeah, I, dude, I don't know. I mean, he didn't have a great year last year, but I, I still believe he can do pretty well. Did I mean, he had a great year the year before that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, and he got I, stuck in the, in, you know, without a ride, and he had to go to somewhere that wasn't with the best of bikes. He got but... stuck with his microphone up, too. That sucked. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Is it it's attitude? Like... Do you think teams are scared of his, you know, kind of brash style? I don't know. I don't know. I've asked a few times um, why sponsors make the decisions that they do. And what I've heard again and again is if there's a guy that they know is good, that will be a six to ten, five to ten guy. That, and, and there's that's the ceiling. Like, it's not going to get yeah. any better. They'll take the risk on somebody who could maybe yeah. win yeah, yeah, yeah. instead. And so the guy that I always look at, like, why doesn't he get a chance is Nick Schmidt. Like, why has yeah. he never had a chance? Yeah. And people will say, like, well, at his best, he's not going to win a championship. So we'll take the risk on somebody yeah. who can maybe win. Yeah. So was, yeah, Schmidt settles too easily. He's just happy to make the main. I think guys see that. He's a great rider. But yeah. I think he, he's not in the shape to go 20 minutes and he just wants to make the main and get the contingency and the money and people are like, huh? Okay. Yep. Man, I guess that's where maybe yeah. I'm, I'm no, different than a, him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's a great rider, but yeah. that's just what I think what these teams see. All right. 
Um, I lost my spot. Sorry. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Dude, this has been an all-time <laughs> mail it in. You have mailed mailed this one in. I'm so sorry. Is now a bad time to ask for a Christmas bonus? <laughs> oh, my God. This is all-time. Uh, this was Next big. week, we got very important studio guests, unlike these two. And I'm going to need you to be on your game. Who's in next week? You'll see. It's big time. It's you hear big. that? It's big. Bill Apoto and Nick Way. Just don't worry about it. Uh, this one's from Dan Lubert. Does anybody have an update on Baggett? Is he a championship contender? I haven't heard his name come up in a while. We talked about him earlier. I don't think he's a championship guy. But he'll be podium. Top five. Nobody thought he was a championship guy coming in the outdoor, though. Did they? People said, oh, he's good, but... Yeah, but they didn't know Dungey was going to go out either. Yeah, Connor. Yeah, if Dungey wouldn't have went out and Roxon would have went out. Phew. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. Oh, I don't think you. he's going to be a championship contender, but I think after the, he's going to have a lot of confidence after what he did outdoors last year. And he had a quietly solid Supercross season. I think two or three podiums from him this year wouldn't be surprising. Really? Like, I'm yeah. saying like two or three third place finishes yeah, yeah. where the stars exactly. align. Exactly what he just said. And get in. He yep. had one last year. Yep, he did. Hot takes. From Connor Fields. Fly, um, fly racing zone. He's my teammate, man. Is uh, Alex Lewis wants to know, is Geico Honda getting more support from HRC for 2018? I noticed their graphics look like HRC with a Geico sticker. Yeah, on. they are. They're definitely with a new bike coming out. Uh, Honda HRC stepping it up again and, and helping those guys out more. Part of the reason why Dan Bentley went over there. Uh, he's, he works well with the HRC guys. So, yeah, they are going to be. Dude, Honda more more is one- just. Right? Dude. Kenny just made the money motion like he's raining down money, by the way. Dude, that is crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, I know they are. You said it, though. KTM's kicking their ass. Dude, they are, man. With the R. What do they call it? The RD compound? Oh, I don't know. What? That's what they call that place where RD's oh, played. Really? He built that whole shop. Uh, like, that's his dream. Oh, okay. Is, does Honda have the highest paid 450 and 250 guy? Ooh, Probably. Good I think so. Yeah. Probably. Kenny and yeah. yeah, probably. That's all for tweets. No, there's not. There's more. That's it. That's it. We're, we're running out of time, bud. Don't we have some Connor Fields one? I didn't see any. Really? I saw some. I even looked at the one where he tagged me, and there were no replies to it. Oh, poor Connor. That's all right. I tried. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, Craig, Nicoletti, Hanson, Connor Fields, uh, Kenny Connor Watson. Fields, biggest name in on the for all the guests tonight. All the rest are just chodes. Nobody else. Nobody else is a fucking gold medal, bro. Fuck no. That's what I'm trying to say. Right? He didn't kneel during the national anthem either. No, he would not do that. I was Fuck. just trying. I was trying so hard not to cry, man. I seen you on your knees though. After you won, you were just tripping. Oh man, that was crazy. I was cheering for the Canadian. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, no, you're not. So hey, uh, <laughs> well, thanks, Kenny. No thanks problem. For coming it was in, fun. Buddy. It was fun. Did you have fun? Yeah. Heck yeah. Do it again in about another six months. <laughs> really, six months. No, I'll come in. I'll come in during the season. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, come on by. Yeah. And Connor, thank you. Appreciate it. Always good to get you in here, man. Yeah, uh, no worries. It's, it's really good. We, we need to get you in here sooner for sure. Hey, anytime, man. Um, I'm super busy tomorrow because I got to go to Pittsburgh this week. So will you take Pookie to the to the, to the the Vegas game? Tomorrow night? Yeah. I wasn't planning, on, I wasn't go. planning on going. She wants to go so bad. I'm I, I want to go, but I'm, I'm busy, man. So 
You better start hanging out with your chick. Dude. Yeah, the, he, this is the, this is like the third time he's tried to pawn you, uh, me, Pookie you, off. Like, hey, Connor, will you take her to a game? You don't lose your chick; you just lose your place in line. <laughs> you just use your, lose your Pookie, turn. Come up here. Lose your turn, exactly. Um, no, uh, um, yeah, she, she she loves it, man. So we got to try to make that work. Uh, who, who are they playing tomorrow? The Ducks. Ducks. Who yeah. Mighty Ducks? We beat them last time we played them. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I um, just want to hear the motocross stuff. All right. Uh, look who's into the show now. Look who's into it now over there. All yeah. of a sudden, he's very wordy. He's got lots of things to say. Because um, he knows it's over. Yeah. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to our sponsors. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep, and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, and Get Data all on board with us. Thanks to Swiss Gore and Moser. Thanks to Pookie. And uh, also, too, before uh, before I go, I was up in Canada this past weekend and uh, met a couple of people that were uh, super cool uh, and big fans of the show, uh, friends of friends. So uh, thanks to Ron Lowen and uh, Ashton Halbert uh, for listening so much. I appreciate it. I hear you guys are big fans. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening all the way up there in Winnipeg. Marks? Just, that's it. That's all I got to say. Hi. <laughs> Bye. Hey. Good hey. job tonight. Hey, thank real, you. real good. Better than tits. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I really don't care. So, uh, and uh, Connor Fields, as always, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, have fun in your off season, and we'll talk soon. Kenny Watson, thanks for coming back in. Yep. Everybody, we'll see you next week. <laughs> what about my mom giving BJ's? There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Speak my mouth, crushing your creed.